Central Nebraska for over 50 years. Call 866-756-4746 or visit online at shopglenwood.net. Now, here's the voice of the Broncos, KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. And good afternoon. Welcome to Hastings College Football this afternoon. Hastings is getting sent to play their final home game of the 2016 season here this afternoon. They'll take on the Mustangs of Morningside as we spend a couple of minutes with Hastings head coach Tony Harper. And coach, I know that the last seniors uh, game here at home is always special and, and this year is no different. Yeah, it really is. And, and those guys have done a great job these past couple weeks. But you could tell this week is going to mean a lot to them just because they realize, you know, that this is the last time they're going to have the opportunity to walk out on this on this football field. I think his uh, opportunity might be the word here today. We're facing uh, one of the the better teams, uh, no doubt in the in the conference, but in the nation. Morningside is always very good. Yeah, they are. They're they're coached extremely well. Coach Ryan's done a heck of a job up there, and his staff does a great job. They're on the same page. You know, I think it all starts with how they recruit, the type of guys that they go out and get. They're just football players that understand what competing is about, and uh, they do a good job buying into their system. We're, we're not alone. We're going to be a huge underdog here in this ballgame. That's basically been the case for all the teams that Morningside has played in the Great Plains Athletic Conference this year. What, what's the message of the football team? How do you prepare for a game like this? Well, you know, it's going to be a broken record. You're going to laugh at this one, but it's the same thing that's been every single week. Don't, don't worry about who the other team is and the color of their jerseys and where they come from. We've got to worry about ourselves. Now, there's things specifically that we've talked about throughout the week that we have to do. You know, we have to get positive plays. We have to make them punt the football a little bit. We have to match their energy and do those things. And Now, that's going to be a tough task because, my opinion, I know they're fifth in the nation, but, you know, if you you got to find me four other teams that are better than these guys because they're, they're good. They just do a great job. Much-needed win last week. We go on the road playing on Friday night, kind of out of our elements. Uh, we go and play in the Dome, but picked up a good win over Briarcliff. You know, i got to ask a question. Well, you know, is it a good win because of who it was against and the dime of day it was and everything like that? And, and what I told them is it was a great win. It was a much-needed win. You know, we've kind of banged our head against the wall the, la- the previous five weeks and had a lot of missed opportunities that we just didn't answer the bell when we needed to. But you know, the energy that those guys came out with at the start of that game and pregame, you know, we could tell that it was going to be a good football game, and our guys had the right mindset. Any win is a good win, isn't it? I'll take anything that you give us. It was uh, maybe the, the most complete game we've played in a while. Uh, we're talking offense, uh, defense, special teams. It was pretty good. It really was. You know, we caused some turnovers. We got some fourth down stops. We, we converted on some third and long situations. Um, special teams-wise, we played pretty consistent within that. So in all three phases, you know, I thought we, we took it to them. You know, we were the aggressor, which is what you got to do. Taj Wellingham, his second straight 100-yard game as he rushes for 121 last week and a couple of touchdowns. He's hit a second gear here in the last half of the season. He really has. And, and Todd, you can't say enough about Taj. He, he's just a complete football player. And I know coaches love to say football player, football team, and all that stuff. But Taj, he just wants to go out and play football. He doesn't care if you throw him the football. He doesn't care if you hand it to him. He doesn't care if he's he's in the special teams return game. He's just got the right mindset that you want of a guy. Jason Gaines uh, got to start a quarterback for Hastings uh, last week, like he will today. Jason, uh, a pretty effective day. Just kind of managed the game, had a couple of touchdown passes, threw for over 200 yards. Yeah, the thing with Jason is he never loses his composure. Doesn't matter what the situation is. Doesn't matter what just had happened. He's moving on to the next play. He's got a great grasp of the offense. You know, and I could tell, 
you know, this hindsight 2020 now, but as soon as we threw that first ball when we messed up on that kickoff return, the very first offensive play when we were backed up on our own two-yard line, he completed that pass. I think it was to Khalil Buckman for a first down. I knew Jason was going to have a solid game. Yeah, Hastings immediately scored on a 98-yard scoring drive to get things started. That probably kind of set the tone of that ball game. It set the tone because it gave the guys confidence. You know, and it, it's not like Briarcliff was just out there kind of moving around. They were trying to win the football game too. And But that gave our offense a lot of credit, or excuse me, a lot of confidence. And then I'm standing on the sidelines waiting for the defense to go out there. And as they're driving down the field, I hear defensive players you know, giving put-ups to the offense, cheering for those guys, which is something we hadn't had for a while. So when one unit has that that confidence going and the other one's supporting, it just kind of feeds off each other. Demanya Lazarvic was uh, the star on the <laughs> defense last week. Yeah, he, he had 10 tackles. He had a good ball game. Yeah, he really did. You know, with the change in the scheme and everything like that, and we, we don't know if and when we're ever going to get Kelly McBride back. You know, he's still, you know, recovering from that surgery and everything. But Nemanja did a great job uh, of filling in for Kelly, getting the calls in and just running around and playing football. Defense gives up only 162. Yeah, Briar Cliff a little undermanned last week, but 162 yards is 162 yards. Yeah, it really is. And with the type of scheme that they're running with the Wildcat, you really didn't know what you were going to get. I mean, you really didn't. And for our guys, you know, they weren't even going on a snap count. They were just snapping the ball and then and then moving. You know, there was no clap. There was no pick up of the foot by the quarterback or anything that you see on TV. It was just whenever the center felt comfortable, he snapped it. So that kind of put us behind the eight ball a little bit, but I thought the guys did a pretty good job of, of understanding the game plan and flying around. I, I was scrambling all night, and I was just uh, kind of imagine what you guys were going through down on the sidelines. I scramble every single day of my life, so, you know, <laughs> that's just how it is. So he's sitting at four and five now in the season after a good win last week over Briarcliff, 35-6. to six. Whole new element to uh, talk about here uh, this week as we take on uh, the Morningside Mustangs. We'll continue with the coach on 1230 KHAS. Are you in need of a meeting place? The Glenwood Business Center has a new state-of-the-art executive boardroom for rent by the hour, day, or week. It's a beautiful new facility in downtown Hastings and perfect for your professional business meeting, a classroom and training event, or just a private off-site location to hold your next meeting. Glenwood can help plan your complete meeting with catering, snacks, and concierge services. Call today, 402-303-1000 to reserve your meeting date. Back with Hastings head coach Tony Harper. It's Hastings and fifth-ranked Morningside here this afternoon at the Osborne Sports Complex. Almost immediately when I start getting the information flowing in to prepare for this ball game, we, we see a big change in your, your defensive alignment, Coach. Uh, what's going on with the defense this week? You know, we sat down after the uh, the door game, and we wanted the guys <clears throat> excuse me, to play faster and, and not think. And, you know, I'm more of an odd guy, you know, the 3-3 stack and those different types of things. Coach Mandelko is a 40-front guy. So we kind of mirrored both of our philosophies, and, and we just wanted our guys to get out and run. We think it fits our personnel a little bit better, and, and it allows us to play faster. So we we got a, a change in scheme. We really have a change in personnel, too. we got some safeties moving up to the linebacker's spot. We're going to see some new faces on defense. Obviously, the defensive side of the ball is the unit's been kind of struggling this year. we got to look for something that's going to work out there. Well, you know, kind of struggling is a very nice way of putting it. We have not been very good on the defensive side of the football. And, you know, again, it's not the kids' fault. we just got to make sure we put them in position to be successful. And sometimes I think as coaches, especially me, 
um, we, we try and put too much on their plate instead of just playing. And, it, and we took a chance. I mean, we took a chance. We put in a completely new scheme, new fits, new coverages in basically three days and went up there and tried to play Briarcliff. And now you turn around and play one of the top team, one of the top ten teams in the entire nation, and you still don't even have your base defense in. I mean, it's going to be interesting, but it allows us to play faster. It allows us to communicate and just get out and run. This is the defense that we played a, a couple of years ago, and in fact, I think we played Morningside a couple of years ago in this scheme, and and Morningside had a, a lot of success against it. What about the? Playing it now this late in the season, really going back to something we, we saw, uh, what, three, four years ago? Well, I think, number one, we as coaches, especially me, can't can't put in a bunch of new things. Like, when we were running it back when I first got here and we had some other guys. You know, we could make those in-game adjustments, and the guys just knew it because they've been a part of this system for two, three, four years. Now you're going in against, again, the top, te- the top team in the nation – and it's the adjustments that we're going to have to make on the sidelines and then at halftime are going to have to be very limited. And it may be just from moving a guy from a five-tech to a three-tech, you know. But on the flip side, how what we've told the guys is they've only played against this scheme one other time, you know, against Doan because Doan still runs that three-five. But ours is so much different in regards to our fits. We just got to make sure we play fast and don't think. What's uh, the biggest change that people are going to see from uh, what were we playing before to uh, what we're going to see today? Well, you're going to see only three down linemen. You're going to see three true inside linebackers. And, and because we call it a 3-3, our two overhang guys can go on the roof at any part in time. And, and the thing with Morningside that has always caused problems for us, besides their speed, besides their talent, besides their physicality and everything else they got going on, is they do a lot of motion and shifting. And in the past, you know, you got to roll your complete coverage this way. You got to kick your front this way. You got to zipper your blitz from one side to the other side. With this scheme, it's a balanced scheme, so there is none of that stuff. All you have to do from a linebacker and a safety standpoint is adjust your alignment from maybe a 10 or a 20 technique to a 40 or 50 technique. And, and that makes it a little bit more simpler. So we're kind of rolling the dice here today, but what do we got to lose, huh? Against uh, one of the top teams in the nation? We just, exactly. We just got to go out there and we got to play. And, and it, it should be fun for the guys. They've embraced it. Um, there's some guys that are frustrated, which I get that because it is completely a different terminology, but, you know, the stack originated from the 4-2 that we used to run in some other places. So a lot of the calls are the same thing. But at the end of the day, we got to go out there and play football. You know, I don't care what they're, what they're trying to do. we got to make sure we take care of ourselves and understand where we need to be. I'll ask you a question. Are we tr- kind of chasing our tails on the, on the defensive side of the ball right now? We, we had a new defense a couple of years ago. Then we changed, and then we did this. And then the, now we're going back to what we did a, a couple of years ago. Oh, are we still looking for answers on that side of the ball? You know, I think you're always looking for answers because there's been a lot of questions. I mean, let's be honest. You look at it statistically, which I know you do. We're one of the worst teams in the in the conference in total team defense. And you got at some point in time, you got to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, are you putting these guys in position to be successful? And we sat down as a defensive staff and we said, no, we got to put these guys in position. So some people will say that we are chasing our tails um but on the flip side a lot of these older guys Knessa, Nemanja and Stagmire, Jacob Tarr and these guys they played in this system so it was a quick fix for those guys um and, and we are looking to fix the problem you know you have to like i said you have to look in the mirror and you have to be like okay what are we doing are we putting these kids in position to be successful and i don't think we were and and that falls on me so we adjusted it because I think this will allow us to play faster and quicker. All right, Morningside uh, here this afternoon. This is a team that 
has really dominated the GPAC over the years. 48-3 and is the record in the GPAC since 2011. What makes this team so good? You know, it starts up the top with Coach Ryan. I mean, just to be honest with you, he does a heck of a job. I got a lot of respect for him. I remember when he first got there, and I was up at Dakota Wesleyan, and him and I were exchanging film because that was back in the day before we had all this internet and huddle and everything like that. So we had to exchange the the, the VHS tapes, and him and I were just talking um, after one of our games, and he's always treated me with great respect. Um, and everywhere I've been, I got I got a, a lot of respect for him. It seeps down into his staff. He's got a great staff. They do a great job recruiting their kids. They were going to play to the echo of the whistle. It's not. Some people say, oh, you know, they're pushing the limits and everything like that. Is football, and they do nothing that is that is downright dirty or illegal. They just play hard, good football, and that's where it stems. I don't care what their system is. You know, they made a change a year ago from an odd front to a forty front. Didn't change them. They're still getting off the ball and going, but they just know what their jobs are and their expectations. When they've got a uh, great quarterback, a national player of the year quarterback, he graduates. That's okay. They just pull it in with another guy. That's the next man up, so to speak. It really is. And that young man they got there now, and I wish he was a senior, but he ain't. I mean, that, that boy there, he, he is a football player. I mean, he can spin it. You know, he, what he reminds me a lot of, and you'll know this name is back in the day with Craig Foby. I mean, he's not that tall. He's got a quicker release. Um, you never see any grass on his on his jersey. His offensive line is big and physical. He's got time now. I think their receiving core and they're you know they had they lost one of their receivers the first game of the year. But this is probably the most complete, well rounded receiving core I've ever seen them have. They don't have just that one guy, and they get after you blocking. So they're extremely talented up front. There, there's a lot of things to talk about when we uh, start scouting uh, Morningside on both sides of the ball. Their special teams are good. We'll get into that next as we uh, talk with the coach sneaking closer to the game time here this afternoon. Hastings and Morningside today on 1230 KHAS. Glenwood Business Center offers a ready-to-go on-demand furnished office for up to three people with affordable rent by the hour, day, or week. A modern tech-powered space complete with Glenwood high-speed fiber allows you to do sales presentations, demonstrations, or one-on-one training. Do you have a home-based business? This fresh, clean space offers a safe and secure place to meet. It's quick and easy to rent with a great downtown Hastings location. Call today, 402-303-1000 to reserve your meeting date. Back with the coach, Hastings, and uh, fifth-ranked Morningside here this afternoon. We started to talk about their offense a little bit, Coach, and uh, I-, I can give you statistics all day long <laughs> because they're, they're pretty good and, and they're pretty gaudy numbers on the offensive side of the ball. Just talk about that offense. It all starts with the quarterback you just uh, mentioned uh, before the break there. Is, uh, Trent Salzman is his name, and he's a good one. He really is. And, the, again, the thing with him is he throws a very good ball where only his guys can go get it. He's very crafty from the standpoint of he's not going to get out and so much beat you with your feet, but his feet are going to buy him time. He can sidestep a pressure. He can sidestep that. He's got a good feel of where the line of scrimmage is. Dakota Wesleyan probably played them the best of anybody did this you know, last Saturday with their defense. And when he's attacking the line of scrimmage, it's a scramble drill for the wide receivers, and they're always on the same page. And he's going to be tough, and, and to rattle a guy like that, you're not going to rattle a guy like that. You just got to hope you get some hands in his face. Dakota Wesleyan plays him the toughest they have all year, and they lost 39-6. to Yep. 
So hey, that, that's how good this team is here this afternoon. In addition to uh, the quarterback, Tyler Cavan is the running back that's making a lot of noise out there. We saw him last year. He's a, a product out of Wahoo. Yeah, and, and we went and talked to him. We recruited him and everything like that. So obviously we know a lot about Tyler. He's, he's in the mode of a morning side back in regards to he's a big physical guy. You know, I I think the top two backs in this conference um, that we've we've seen so far is is going to be Cavan and going to be Nate Meyer. Those are the best two backs, hands down, no questions asked in this conference, in my opinion. And he's a big physical guy. He does a really good job with his inside outside zone steps. You know, he's a guy that's not going to jump cut and make a bunch of moves. He's going to take one step and he's going to push vertical and he's a load to bring down. I, I know you guys uh, don't fear anything, but do you fear their rushing attack? Do you fear their passing attack? Well, can I just say everything? Does that count with these guys? But we can't play like we're afraid, though. You know, we got to go out there and we got to be the aggressor. Like we said, they put up some uh, gaudy numbers on the opposite side of the ball. Talk about their their scheme. What are they trying to do? Why are they so good on that side of the ball? Well, they're just so consistent. They're just so consistent. They get you. What they get you is when you try and play man to man press coverage with them. You know, they're going to do a lot of rub routes to get your guys picked. And then that's hard for us to, to wall those guys off. You know, when you don't play man and you play the zone concept, if you're not bringing anybody, they do a great job of adjusting their routes and finding that hole in the zone. So those are the things that they do really good. But it, it, it starts up front. They're a full slide protection team and they're long. So when they full slide away from the tight end, they like to keep that tight end in because he's basically a sixth offensive lineman. Oh, by the way, he's caught a couple touchdown passes too. So he's not a traditional offensive lineman, but they're big physical. And when they do that slide protection, they take that back off to the edge. And it's basically just a big bowl that that quarterback's in and he can sit there all day. So you really got to account for everybody in the office, no doubt about it. You have to. And in the past, they've had different guys, you know, that we knew in a certain situation that guy was the one who was going to get to football. But now with what they do and their rub routes and their speed that they got on the edge, Every single one of them can catch that football. And the best thing that they do from a wide receiver standpoint of when, when an average wide receiver is running his route, he's going to sink his hip and he's going to drive out. You're going to be able to read the difference as a corner if you're doing your job. These guys, they don't sink their hips. When they get out of the, when they're going into their break, it looks like the same thing as when they're coming out of their break. So we got to make sure we stay disciplined on the back end. You, you talked about the big old bull. They've only given up five sacks all year long in, in all their games. They, they played some pretty good folks. They really had. Dakota Weston was able to do some pressure in some line games. Um, you know, I talked to Coach Simple because I highly respect what he does. I um, talked to him this past week and he's like, yeah, you, you, you got to pick your poison. If you're going to bring pressure, you're going to put your guys in man to man. Okay. Well, nine times out of ten, they're going to beat you man to man. If you don't bring pressure, quarterback's going to sit back there all day. And so we just got to make sure that we pick the poison at the right time and just show a different look every snap. Defensive side of the ball, they're just as good. They are up near the top of about every defensive statistical category that I could find. They give up 11 points per ball game. What about the, that side of the ball? I, the most, <laughs> this is going to sound like a broken record, the most complete unit I've seen Morningside put out there in a long time. They're consistent. Um, they got a defensive lineman, Luke Gibbs. I tell you what, that that man, woo, he's a good football player. I'm gonna tell you that right now. He gets after, he plays hard. He does not have an off switch. I mean, it's go go go. So you got that. The other three guys that play beside him, yeah, they're pretty good too as well. And, and then you got an inside linebacker. The thing that I really like about how Coach Jacobs, Jacobson has those guys playing is. Once he makes a read, he goes. There's no slowing down. They hit Dylan Turner every single snap last week, and they hit him hard. So he does a good job of getting off that uh, off that block and going. 
Then you talk about their secondary. They got the best corner in the league on one side. The other guy is probably the second best corner in the league. You know, so they're just so well rounded. But the thing that separates them from a lot of teams is how hard they play. I mean, there's no off switch. They don't take plays off. They go. If it's third and short, they're not going to let you. Their mindset is you will not get a first down. If it's third and long, you better Katie bar to the doors because here they come. When I was talking to their coaching staff all week long, uh, they, they mentioned their defensive line. They said this is perhaps the best defensive line that they have had since uh, Coach Ryan has been up there, and he's he's had some great defenses. Mm-hmm. That says a lot for that uh, defensive front we're going to see today. Well, you can't you can't double, for example, Gibbs. You can't double Gibbs because if you double Gibbs, you're going to go one-on-one with somebody else. And you got Sirkovich on the opposite side who is a long, rangy guy. Then you got those two interior guys that just got motors. You know, one of them's from right up the road. He plays hard. I mean, it is probably from end to end, the, I'd agree with them, the most dominant defensive line they've had in his time there. And then uh, the linebackers, you've already talked about them, and they uh, just a good unit all the way around. So we get into the stage here where we talk about maybe attacking this monster. Coach, uh, how do we do it? First of all, let's go against uh, their defense with our offense. Well, what we got to be able to do is we got to average at the end of the game when we pull out the stat sheet, which is right up your alley, we have to look at the stats sheet, and we have to average at least 3.5 to 4 yards um, gain per play. We have to, to keep the drive going, to possibly frustrate them and maybe get them out of, uh, out of their comfort zone. But we have to get, that's the average that we have to get. Um, we have to pick and choose when we're going to go up top, because when we're going to go up top, we've got to have our big receivers go get the football. We have to come down with the football. So we've got to have positive plays, and we've got to hold on to the football. Yeah, and third down conversions might be the, the key stat here today. We were very good last week against Briarcliff, 6 of 10. We've been pretty good all season long. It's a 38%. But Morningside, they hold their opposition to 21% on third downs, and, and that's not going to be good enough for us today. No, it's not. And against these guys, you're going to have to be in the mid-40s, close to 50. I mean, you, that's just the reality of the thing because you've got to keep that offense off the field, and you've got to try and wear down their defense. I don't know if you're going to be able to do that, but – Third downs, you're correct. That's a huge one, but and we have to raise that percentage up. So we're we're expecting our guys to go from what you said, 21 percent, and almost double that up to mid 40s, maybe even more than that. Um, it's going to be a tough task. So we we'll have to sustain drives here today. That'll be the the big word today: sustain drives. Hastings have to keep their offense on the field. Now, when we we go the other way, we've got to defend uh, the morning side offense uh, offensive. Puts up unbelievable numbers. How do we stop this uh, offense today? We got well. You're not going to stop them. I mean, there's some coaches are going to say, "Well, we got to stop this, stop that." You're not going to stop them. All you can hope to do is slow them down. And when he throws that ball up, you're going to have to make an opportunity to go get the football. I mean, it's as simple as that. Number two, and this should be one B, if you will. We got to tackle. I mean, we have to rally to the football. A few years ago, back in 2011, when we went up there, it was a very close game for the first half because we just flew around, and then they, they schemed us up in the second half, credit to those guys. But, you know, that's what we're going to have to do on defense, and we have to communicate. That's the big thing because when, when they're in certain situations, there are certain checks that we're going to have to do to make sure we're balanced out and have you know equal fits and everything, so we're going to have to communicate as well. Turnover war. We're going to have to create some turnovers today. We haven't done a great job at that this year, but uh, we might have to come up with uh, the most turnovers we have uh, all season long in this ballgame today. It's not even just that from the defense. We can't turn it over offensively either. So you have to, we have to be in the positives. And for us, how we look at it defensively is to win third down for us, we want to hold somebody to 30% or less. 
So not, that's number one. Number two, we want to have at least three turnovers. And that could be a fourth down stop, whatever you be. If you do those things and then when in the red zone, this is where they're extremely dangerous because they are a big play offense. But when they get in the red zone, and again, you would know this, they're not 100%, but they're pretty daggum close to 100%. And we got to understand they like a certain stack. They like these certain route combinations. We have to have to make them kick field goals. Is there, is there anything else about the morning side that we haven't covered? They've got a, a special teams player. He was a, a special teams player of the week. So this is probably the most complete football team we're going to see all year. This is probably one of the most complete football teams that we have seen in the past few years, just to be quite honest with you. You know, and I'll never say – this team and this year was better than this team and this year because you can't compare them from year to year because teams, players, coaches, they change, they go, they move on, whatever it may be. But this team that we're playing today ranks right up there in the conversation being one of the best that the G-Pack has ever put out. Wow. Well, we'll get out of there with that thought in mind. We've got to <laughs> Coach Ryan standing by, and we've got to football. Good luck to, uh, this afternoon. Appreciate it. Thank you. And that's uh, Tony Harper, the head band for Hastings College. Steve Ryan, the head coach at Morningside, is coming up next on the scouting report. That is Hastings College football today. It's Hastings and Morningside on 1230 KHAS. The Tony Harper pregame show is brought to you by Glenwood Telephone. For all of your telephone, internet, cable, and security needs, remember Glenwood Telephone. Call 866-756-4746 or visit online at shopglenwood.net. Countdown to kickoff continues with the Scouting Report, coming up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 1230 KHAS. I was raised in a little town eight miles southwest of here. And from my first day, 18 years ago, I loved working at Mary Lanning because of the people. My daily routine is I get in and see as many people as I can, see if there's anything special that they would need. It's just about being there. I graduated with a full-ride scholarship to Colorado Art Institute in Denver, and I turned that down because I wanted to be a cowboy. The artwork that I do is very, very soothing for me, and it just relaxes me, and it lets me realize I've just been very blessed. My name is Ron Meyer. I'm a customer advocate for Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care our inspiration. Countdown to kickoff continues with the scouting report as we inch closer to game time on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 1230 KHAS. Good afternoon. Welcome to the scouting report today as we get ready for Hastings College and Morningside here this afternoon on 1230 KHAS. Spent a couple of minutes with Morningside head coach Steve Ryan and coach uh, what else is new? Seven and one on top of the conference in the uh, Great Plains Athletic Conference has been a, a good season for you guys again. Yeah, it really has. Our, our guys uh, have played well, and uh, we've been able to put together a little bit of a run and continue to improve each and every week. So, uh, very pleased with how the guys are are playing right now. You guys, one of the most uh, successful football programs uh, in the nation since uh, two thousand four. What's the secret to all the success up there at Morningside? You know, I don't know. I I think uh, number one, we get. We get great support from our school, our administration, and the community, which which always is a great starting point. 
um, toward having success. And and uh, I've just been fortunate to have some really good football players, some really good people uh, playing our football program. So we've been fortunate to have some some good players. Because you've been kind of a, a staple in the NAIA playoffs as of late. Is this team uh, good enough to maybe make a run here for 2016? Well, I mean, we, I mean, I mean, we need to continue to prove each and every week, and uh, we need to we need to continue to stay healthy. And I think those are are critical aspects of that. You know, the last couple of years we've gotten late into the playoffs and just haven't been able to stay healthy. But uh, um, I think we can do all right if if we continue to improve and, and to stay healthy. You got to one loss on your record so far this year over in uh, Wisconsin. Kind of talk about that game. Well, I think, um, you know, the last couple of years we've played a little home and home with Wisconsin Whitewater, a, a traditional power in, in Division III. Um, it's really been a lot of fun for us. I mean, it was an outstanding environment. Um, I, I, you know, I felt we played well. We just turned the ball over, and we turned the ball over often in critical situations. And so uh, from that standpoint, kind of, Kind of didn't end up with the result we wanted, but uh, we've it's kind of pointed out some of our flaws and things that we've had to work on, and and from that standpoint, it's been good for us. Kind of makes your team better, even after uh, suffering a loss, doesn't it? it without question, um, you know, we we originally scheduled it because um, we had a bye week early in the year, and uh, and then in the following week we we'd have to play Northwestern and then Concordia. And so we felt, hey, we needed a, a big game before we played those two teams. And uh, I think the biggest thing is just the speed of that game. Our guys usually come out of that game just playing faster. And uh, I think that's been a real help for us. Coach, let's talk about your team a little bit. Uh, first of all, your offense currently leads the nation in scoring, putting up about 54 points per ball game. I guess it all starts with the, your quarterback. Talk about him. Well, Trent, this is uh, Trent's first year as a regular starter um, he's a redshirt sophomore for us. Uh, he's a local guy here from Sioux City. Uh, played football at Bishop Helan, but uh, Trent's had a really good year. He throws a really good football and and uh, has has really shown a command of the offense and ability to get the ball to to the different guys that can that can use it. Yeah, you got a talented uh, receiving core to go right along with that too. Some some guys with some big numbers out there. Yeah, we do. Now you know. I think we probably lost our our top two receivers in the first two weeks of the season in Connor Niles and Briar Evans, and so it's really kind of forced us to go some different directions with our guys. But uh, you know, uh, we got a couple seniors that are three year starters, and in, in Jason Vandercoey and Michael Whitehead that uh, have just provided some good consistency for us, and 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 then uh, some younger guys in Versteg and Flemister who've got some great speed. So it's it's helped us just kind of figure out how we're going to fit everyone together and. And, uh, and Trent's really enjoyed working with a, a whole staple of, run, of uh, wide receivers. And your running back uh, stable is being headed by uh, Tyler Cavan, 720 yards, 16 touchdowns. Talk about him carrying the mail for you. Well, you know, this is our second year that Tyler started for us. He's from Wahoo, Nebraska, and very talented uh, running back. And, and Tyler's just having a good, consistent, solid year. And, and really, I think, you know, our offense starts and ends with Tyler and, and the job he can do. And just allows us to do all the other things that, that we like to do on offense. Now, on the defensive side of the ball, you guys not too shabby either. Uh, currently third in the nation in scoring defense, only giving up 11.5 points per ball game. Talk about some of the guys that are making noise on, on that side of the ball. Well, I think, I think this is um, about as good of a D-line in terms of depth and players that, that I've had since being at Morningside College. And, and uh, I think a lot of our success and has, has taken place up front just in terms of the defensive line and 
uh, you know, a lot of that is Luke Gibbs and Austin Allen, uh, Nate Cirkovich, uh, just some older guys that uh, have played for a while and really can put some pressure on the quarterback. Uh, it doesn't hurt either to have the uh, special teams player of the week. Your kicker was uh, honored this week. Talk about him. You know, Jared uh, Jared uh, has really been a solid and consistent kicker for us. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, over the last few weeks, he's been very consistent, made uh, several field goals and extra points in a row. And um, so we've been very pleased with the job Jared's doing. He was special teams players of the week. As you mentioned this last week, he was perfect on his field goals and extra points um, and uh, was credited with a with a pass for a touchdown that he didn't actually throw. So that probably helped him be special teams player of the week as well. All right, we'll come back and uh, talk about Hastings College as our scouting report continues after this. Hi, this is Stephanie Creechwill, the executive director of ASAP for Adams, Clay, Knuckles, and Webster counties. ASAP stands for Area Substance and Alcohol Abuse Prevention and is a nonprofit organization. ASAP partners with local agencies and schools to help change attitudes and raise awareness about the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse. We provide information, education, and support to the recovery community. If you would like more information about the services ASAP provides, please contact us at 463-0524 or log on to asap-ne.org. Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service, offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. Back with Morningside head coach Steve Ryan. It is Hastings and Morningside here this afternoon at the Osborne Sports Complex. Coach, you've had a good run uh, in the Great Plains Athletic Conference uh, during your time at uh, Morningside. Uh, the series with Hastings College, no different. I think you've won the, the last 12 games in a row. Uh, what do you expect out of Hastings today? Well, I think, I think you, know, um, you know, Hastings got off to a great start this year, and I think a lot of us are very talented on offense. Um, you know we've we've got to find a way to make sure that we are covering Jordan Johnson and Noah Hosh. Um, both those guys are outstanding receivers, and uh, and one of the things I I, I see them this year in, in in the Willingham kid is they've got a guy that uh, if you let him some daylight he can score from anywhere on the field. So I think for Hastings it's a very explosive offense. You know on defense they they've got a, a very good D line up front they've got some athletic DBs and they just continue to get better each and every week and we just got to be ready to go i'm i'm sure you've seen everything offensively and defensively over uh, the course of time up there at morningside is it more about just executing uh, your game plan each and every week it is you know for us you know a lot of it's about executing um you know our game plan we, you know we assume we'll see some different things this week that that we might not be prepared for so um, we just really have to focus on on doing what, what we're good at and making sure that we can make adjustments as the game goes along. I was just going to say, is this kind of a, a game of adjustments all the time for you guys? Everybody throws the kitchen sink at you guys uh, trying to slow down your offense or move the ball against your defense. Do you make a lot of uh, in-game adjustments? Yeah, I mean, a lot of times we have to. I mean, you know, one of the things that we always try to go into a game and tell our guys is if they've put in something different for us during the week, we just have to go to the sideline and talk about it, and whatever they're trying to stop, you've probably gotten you know a hundred more reps of running it, so you should still be able to execute it and do it right. So, uh, a lot of it's just making sure that we you know we do um, the things that we're good at and we do them well. 
Coach, uh, what are you telling you guys uh, the keys to this football game today? Well, you know, for us, you know, we tell them the, the same two things every week. Number one, we've, we've got to win the turnover battle. And number two, we've got to play well on special teams. And you know, when, we, when we have gotten in trouble, a lot of times it has to do with the turnovers. You know, we think, uh, we, we think our defense is pretty good. And if we can make teams have to draw, drive the ball down the field on us, they'll have a hard time winning the game. So if we take care of the field possession game with those two things, we'll be all right. All right, Coach, best of luck to you the, the rest of the season. Thanks for spending some time with us today. All right, thank you. Steve Ryan, he's the head coach of the uh, Morningside Mustangs. Stick around. We've got Hastings College football coming up next. It's the Broncos and the Mustangs today on 1230 KHAS. You've been listening to the Scouting Report. Stay tuned. Bronco play-by-play is straight ahead on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports. 1230 KHAS. Do you have an aching back, a bum shoulder, or a trick knee? Does the thought of vacuuming, climbing up bleachers, or reaching for the top shelf make you cringe? Does pain keep you awake at night or prevent you from enjoying life? If so, you may need to see the orthopedic specialists at Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings. The kind, caring, experienced staff of PTSR can help speed up your recovery. Whether you're injured on the job, at home, or at play, PTSR is the place to be. Call PTSR at 402-462-8824 or visit them at PTSR Hastings.com. The train tracks are gone, and over time, things change. But Vons Printers continues to be your full-service printing specialist. From start to finish, Vons Printers will customize your own logo, print business cards, envelopes, letterheads, brochures, and notepads to create a calling card for your business. Expect quality, personalized service, and competitive pricing from your full-service printing experts. For over 85 years, locally owned and operated, Vons Printers, 2nd and East Side Boulevard in Hastings. Hastings College Football is brought to you by the KHAS Sports Boosters. Local businesses supporting local youth and local athletes. Welcome to Hastings College Football Action here this afternoon on 1230 KHAS at the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson Field, Hastings College getting set to take on the fifth-ranked team in the nation, the Morningside Mustangs, here this afternoon. I'm Mike Will. I'll call the play-by-play for you today. Jimmy Purcell joins me alongside. Hastings coming in, four wins, five losses on the season. They broke a five-game losing streak last week on the road at Briarcliff, beating the Chargers by the score of 35-6. to Hastings College playing a, a pretty good football game uh, last Friday night. Jason Gaines. 16 of 24 through the air last week, 215 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. Taj Willingham scored uh, a couple of touchdowns. He had his second straight 100-yard game last week as he rushes for 121 yards on just 10 carries. And then uh, defensively, Nemanja Lazarevich steps up. He had 10 tackles last week for the Hastings College defense. That's a unit to hold Briarcliff to just 162 yards in the ball game, so Hastings four and five on the season. Now one and five in the G Pack. They'll face the Morningside Mustangs here today. Morningside coming in, ranked number five in the country, seven and one on the season. They are still undefeated, six and zero oh in the Great Plains Athletic Conference as they gun for their sixth straight G Pack uh, football championship. They've won five in a row. They're gunning for their sixth one right now. They've got just uh, two games left. The one this afternoon against Hastings, and then. Next week against uh, Northwestern to wrap that up. And again, a, a perennial team in the NAIA National Playoffs. They've been there uh, numerous times. So this is going to be a good football team and the best football team that he sings is going to play here for the 2016 season. 
Jimmy Purcell joins me alongside, and uh, just quickly, Jimmy, it's uh, Morningside Hastings. We, we can throw all kinds of numbers at you throughout the day, but uh, just right down to the brass tack, this is a good football team. Well, it is, and uh, it, it's kind of fun just to be able to watch this team each and every year because Steve Ryan has just year in and year out had tremendous athletes and been able to get these coaches, and they have been together for several years. They do have a sprinkling of a couple of new ones in there at the, uh, the lower ranks as a grad assistants, but they are just a, a machine. They're only lost this season to Wisconsin Whitewater, a Division Three powerhouse, but they give them all they want. Uh, they play them uh, here the last few years, and they have uh, almost beat them last year, but this is a, a tremendous football team. You talk about having to play perfect games. I think they've got to play an absolute perfect game here, which is going to be very, very tough. This is a machine of a football team. It's going to be fun to watch them. Unfortunately, we have been on the other end of a lot of record-setting performances with uh, individuals and team numbers against this Morningside squad over the years. So that's uh, Hastings and Morningside here this afternoon as we sneak closer to uh, game time. The Hastings College marching band is on the field getting prepared for the National Anthem. This is the uh, final home game of the season for Hastings College, so it's a Seniors Day and a special day for the uh, Hastings College football team here this afternoon as we get ready to face the uh, fifth-ranked Morningside Mustangs. Right now, the playing of the National Anthem as we get set for football today on playing the National Anthem here today at the Osborne Sports Complex. Absolutely beautiful Saturday afternoon. The temp is sitting at 62 degrees here at game time. Winds will be blowing out of the south at about 11 miles per hour. Jimmy, we were talking uh, about Morningside uh, before the National Anthem. Again, 7-1 uh, and one in the season. This is a uh, offensive machine. It's the uh, number one team in the nation as far as uh, total offense is concerned. Scoring offense. They've got some gaudy numbers on uh, offense, and this will be a tough unit to stop today for the Hastings College defense that has uh, struggled, to say the least, at least throughout the season. Well, really, when I uh, went on the website, started looking up to pull some numbers up, I just started chuckling because you got to look at the top, and that's where they are in the GPAC standings, virtually at the top of every ranking possible in the GPAC. Again, they lead the, the GPAC. They are a powerhouse on offense, averaging over 580 yards of total offense, only giving up 230. That spells doom for us with our defense. We have not been able to even shut the faucets off and let the water quit running in a football game we have given up tremendous yards to a lot of teams at the g-pack and that's what scares me so bad today is because this is a uh, an unbelievable offense we're going to be facing here today and uh, our defense has proven we have not been able to stop anything they're making some changes yet again I think you talked about it on the pregame show. Is uh, are we running around chasing our tails? And uh, it appears to me we're we're scratching for anything we possibly can. It's not that hard. Find the football and bring them down. 
But when you're playing against a talented team like Morningside today, it is going to be a tough, tough run. We talk about just quickly Steve Ryan, what he has done over the years. 2012, he was the National Coach of the Year. He's been the GPAC Coach of the Year in 04, 05, 11, 12, and 15. Probably going to be that again this year. He's compiled a 132 and 37 record at Morningside. They've had 12 consecutive NAIA playoff appearances. And they've been the GP, uh, the GPAC champs in 05, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, and guess what? 16. They're a pretty good football team. If you like football, there's no reason to stay home and uh, on the couch watching football. Nebraska don't play till tonight. You want to see a good football team, and that's going to be Morningside. But, uh, again, we've got our hands completely full here today. Morningside has won the last 12 meetings between Hastings and uh, Morningside, including last year's 69-10 win up in uh, Sioux City. They've now got a uh, 13-3 advantage in the all-time series with Hastings College. You mentioned the change in defense. We're going to go back to a uh, 3-5 type of defense here today. That means a three-down lineman uh, with five linebackers. This is a defense that we ran uh, a few years ago. Uh, ironically, we ran this defense against Morningside a few years ago, and all they did is throw up a, a national record 916 yards uh, against that defense and a 76-14 to 14 win over uh, Hastings College. You and I were both there. That was a long afternoon. They uh, threw the ball, and they had great success throwing the football. So hopefully Hastings is back to that defense uh, and played a little bit better than we did uh, several years ago. Well, and I talked about it before the national anthem. The one thing we have uh, – been famous for is giving up big numbers to running backs, quarterbacks, receivers, teams with total yards. Again, you go back to that game. I think that that game uh, even made ESPN with the total yardage that Morningside put up against us. We hope that doesn't happen here again today, but the possibilities are there. This is a tremendous ball club. Trent Salsma, their guy, their uh, trigger puller, he's uh, thrown for almost 2,000 yards on the season. He doesn't run the football a whole lot. But uh, the guy that will do a lot of damage is Tyler Cavan. He's in there at uh, 720 yards. And, and you hear Steve Ryan in the pregame show, they lost a couple of their top-notch receivers, and they're still able to put things together. When they go to next man up, <laughs> they've got some guys that can step in and fill the shoes. Their backup quarterback, by the way, I put him in there. He's almost thrown for 1,000 yards, right at 800 yards, and that is Addison Ross on the season. So they've got, uh, again, tremendous athletes and Boy, I, I just hope this doesn't turn into a track meet. So many times we have gone to Sioux City and played. It seems like it's a good thing to have them here finally. Once we, it seems like we go up to Sioux City all the time, but there's been a lot of games that uh, it's been 28 nothing, 35 nothing at the end of the first quarter. Hopefully that don't happen here today. Yeah, Hastings is uh, going into this football game with uh, hopes of winning this thing. They're, they're not going to roll over. Hastings got a good scheme. We've got to. A little bit of confidence after last week, but like you said a few minutes ago, we're going to have to play uh, almost a perfect football game here today. That means uh, we're going to have to rush the football. Tony talked about a goal of three and a half to four yards per play that he thinks has got an average. That's going to keep the Morningside offense on the the sidelines. We've got to to score touchdowns, not field goals today, Jimmy. When we get into the the red zone, we've got to put points on the scoreboard because you know Morningside is going to put a lot of points on the board. But with that all being said, uh, we're also against uh, one of the best defenses in the nation. So things will not be easy today, but that's why we play the game. Well, that is exactly right. Anything's possible on any given Saturday or Sunday. It doesn't matter whether it's high school ranks, pro ranks, look at the high school playoffs. Last night there was some upsets in uh, in uh, the uh, state uh, Nebraska football playoffs again last night. But, well, you look at the defense trying to average three to four yards. One guy I got here, and uh, I looked at his uh, – Numbers, 
on paper, I get here. I said, who's that monster? Well, that's Luke Gibbs, 6'3", 245. He's just a junior. But these guys are so big. They're so fast. They're so talented. It is going to be a challenge. We cannot afford to get into third and long, even second and long. And this is a team coming in defensively that's put up 20 sacks on the season. They like to get after the opposing team's quarterback. Don't be scared. Ah, Don't be scared. We're a long, we're a long ways away, but uh, this this is uh, going to be a huge challenge for Hastings here today. Starting lives are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings, locally owned, locally managed, with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. Some changes all the way around for Hastings here today. Jason Gaines will start at quarterback, six foot. 185, a senior from Papio South. Taj Willingham will be the running back, 5'7", 195, a sophomore out of Denver. Glenn Wallace will be your H-back today, 5'11", 195, a sophomore out of Strasburg, Colorado. The tight end will be Kaleo Buckman. Buckman, 6'2", 205-pound senior from Greenwood Village, Colorado. The ex-wide receiver will be Noah Hausch. Hausch, 6'4", 205-pound senior out of Lincoln. The Z wide receiver will be the leading receiver on the team, Jordan Johnson, six foot one, one hundred ninety pound sophomore out of Spring Valley, California. In the offensive line today, a little bit of a shakeup. Eula Tosaga will be back at center today, five eleven, two sixty, a junior out of San Diego. Blaine Morrow will be at left guard, six two, two hundred and fifty pound sophomore out of Grand Island. Mark Nellis will be the starting right guard today, five ten, two forty five, a senior out of Omaha. The right tackle will be Farrell Myloy, six foot one, two hundred and eighty pound sophomore out of Honolulu. And the left tackle for Hastings will be Tanner Stock, six foot two hundred and sixty pound junior out of Gretna. Hastings on defense today. And remember, we got a defensive change as it's going to be a, a 3 5 type of format here today for Hastings. They're going to go with Austin Bredding as one of the down linemen, six foot two, 230 pound sophomore out of Lincoln. The other down lineman will be Justin Stagmeyer, six foot four, 250 pound junior out of Arapahoe. And the other down lineman will be Darren Colquitt, five foot 11, 255 pound senior out of Oklahoma City. The, uh, the backers are going to be Nathan Howell, 5'11", 205, a sophomore out of Carney Catholic. Nemanja Lazarevich will get the start for Hastings at one of the linebacker spots today, 6'240", senior. He's out of Serbia, had a good ball game last week against Briar Cliff, recording 10 tackles. Zach Perella is going to start at linebacker today. Perella, 5'11", 215-pound senior out of Pleasanton, California. And then the uh, the spike linebacker is what they're calling it here in this uh, defense. The spike linebacker will be Kinesi Eo, 5'8", 195-pound senior out of Parker, Colorado. Then your uh, defensive backs are going to be Rinaldre Browning, 5'11", 160, a freshman out of Bremen, Texas. The free safety, Jacob Tarr, 5'11", 185, a junior from Parker, Colorado. Brandon Barbosa is the rover, 5'10", 185, a junior from Modesto, California. And Josh Johnson at corner, 5'7", 150-pound senior out of Dallas, Texas. Take a break and come back and check the starters for Morningside right after this. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. 
Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. I'm here for uh, Morningside, ranked number five in the country. They'll go with uh, Trent Salzma. That's a quarterback. He's six foot, 215 pound sophomore out of Dakota Dunes, South Dakota. Actually played up at uh, uh, Heeland High School up in uh, Sioux City and set several records up there. We'll tell you about that as this game uh, unfolds, but he's a good one. He'll be the, uh, the trigger man here, so to speak, for Morningside's offense. Zach Nicky will be the fullback. Doesn't carry the ball very much here in this uh, offensive attack. Six foot two, 215 pound junior out of Papillion. The guy that does carry the mail is a uh, Wahoo boy, uh, Tyler Cavan, five foot 11, 205 pound senior, officially out of Western Nebraska. He's got 720 yards so far this season for Morningside. Trey Bradburn will be your tight end. He's six foot two, 255 pound junior out of Fort Calhoun. He's usually uh, Used as a uh, an additional offensive lineman. He didn't catch the ball much in this offense either. Uh, Tanner Verstag will be your split end. 5'11", 180, a junior out of Little Rock, Iowa. Jason Vanderkui is uh, the flanker. He's 6'3", 205-pound senior out of Hinton, Iowa. The center today will be Austin Anfinson, a 6'1", 270-pound senior from Hinton, Iowa. The left guard will be Andrew Metzger, six foot three, two hundred and seventy pound junior from Rock Rapids, Iowa. Nate Flaherty will be your right guard, six foot four, two hundred and seventy five pound sophomore out of Norfolk. The left tackle will be Blake Frank, six foot three, two hundred and eighty five pound junior from Mapleton, Minnesota. And the right tackle will be Garrett Timmy. Timmy, six foot six, two hundred and sixty five pound freshman out of Petersburg, Nebraska. Morningside on defense. These guys are a scary bunch on this side of the ball. Uh, Luke Gibbs will be one of the down linemen, six foot three, two hundred and forty-five pound junior from Maxwell, Iowa. He's got four and a half quarterback sacks already this season. Chase Reese will be a down lineman, six foot one, two forty-five, a sophomore out of Grand Island. And then Austin Allen, six foot four, two hundred and fifty pound senior from Spencer, Iowa. The uh, linebackers are going to be uh, Logan Rosenboom. 5'11", 215-pound junior from Hartley, Iowa. Luke Groters will be at uh, one of the linebacking spots. He's their leading tackler. 5'11", 220-pound senior from Rock Rapids, Iowa. Caden McDonald at 5'11", 210-pound junior from Logan, Iowa. And the other uh, down lineman, forgot to mention him, that's uh, Nate Serkinvik. 6'4", 245-pound senior out of Papillion. Then your defensive secondary. These guys are very good too. Xavier Spann, six foot one, one eighty-five, a sophomore from Lakeland, Florida. Britton Barrier, five foot eleven, two hundred and ten pound junior from Neola, Iowa. Then you've got uh, Taylor James, five foot ten, two hundred and five pound senior from Westfield, Iowa. And Darian Turk, a five foot eight, one hundred seventy pound senior from Silsby, Texas. Your starting lineups today are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings, locally owned, locally managed, with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. So Hastings College is seniors being introduced in front of a good-sized crowd on here here at the Osborne Sports Complex here this afternoon. Jimmy, always a special day for the seniors running out of the tunnel for the final time here, delivering Mama a little rose out in front of us, getting her pictures taken, and a whole ball of wax Seniors Day here today at the, the old stadium. Well, again, just a lot of emotion each and every year when they 
introduce the seniors last time they'll get to play on this field and uh it's against a powerhouse in uh, morningside but again a good uh, contingency of uh, family friends and uh, down on the sidelines as they all got their uh, picture taken out there to on the field but again uh just a uh, again a whirlwind of emotion here today and our old old money in the bank the last guy to come out there Nicky G, the senior, he'll come out for his uh, final home game here. But the Broncos still with one more game that next week being in Seward against the Concordia Bulldogs. But we've got business at hand here today with a good football team. We always enjoy going up to uh, Sioux City and uh, taking uh, in some of the tailgaters up in uh, Sioux City. I'll tell you what, they have followed this team to Hastings today. They're the opposing parking lot over there, all kinds of tents and boater homes. They were they were doing it up early here today, and they're ready to play some football this afternoon. Yeah, I came in uh, with me living just off 12th Street. I always come by. When I came by here, it was uh, several hours ago. There was already smoke coming from the grills, and they know how to do it up there in Sioux City. If uh, you've never been up there, there's a, a row uh, of parking up above the stadium right off the uh, the seats and boy they line that parking lot up basically just close it down and uh, they're out there playing all kinds of games they've got the grills going they've got music got all kinds of stuff going on up there but the, some of them brought their uh, tents and everything down here and we're uh, just about ready for action the broncos break huddle at midfield i know the game's going on in the conference today we'll keep an eye on dakota westland is playing at briar cliff today doan is at northwestern concordia is at Dort, and of course, uh, Hastings here hosting the Morningside Mustangs. This is kind of a, a busy place here today. If you like sports activity, volleyball is going on over in uh, Lynn Farrell Arena. Hastings College wrapping up the uh, regular season with a uh, contest against Dort. Then the men's basketball team, they're going to play this afternoon at 4 o'clock against Sterling College. That's a, a home game over in Lynn Farrell Arena. Then tonight, the women's soccer team is going to face Morningside in the second round. Uh, the GPAC postseason tournament, all that stuff is going on here at Hastings College. Of course, we've got Nebraska football. It will kick tonight at 7 o'clock. The pregame show gets underway at 2 o'clock today over on the Breeze, KOIQ 94.5. Then there's uh, some vol- uh, high school volleyball going on. we got uh, district championship games being decided today. Hastings St. Cecilia, one of those teams, trying to make their way back to the state tournament after winning in Class C2 last year. They've got a uh, tough one here this afternoon against Howells Dodge. And if you want to uh, catch the action for high school volleyball today, we've got it for you over on ESPN 1550 KICS. And the first serve coming up here in, in just a couple of minutes between Hastings St. Cecilia and Howells Dodge. So, hey, it's just uh, all in a day's work here on a, on a Saturday. The, the event coordinators around here are going to be busy today. Tell you what, they're going to have their, uh, their plates very full. And as uh, I was talking to you before we went on the air, I see the Dort bus, and I'm like, well, it's either volleyball or basketball. I get up here, and you start giving me the lineup. I'm like, holy Moses, they can uh, change this field into a, a soccer facility here as soon as this game is over. But, uh, yeah, a lot of lot of activities going on here at uh, Hastings College. Hastings did win the toss. They deferred to the second half, so it will be our, our new defense, do we want to say? Our new defense on the field against the Morningside offense to start this ball game out. Just a, a gorgeous afternoon. Well, I tell you what, the weather has been absolutely perfect for many, many days, and uh, we are blessed with another great Saturday here. Light winds out of the south and bright, sunshiny skies here for this football game. In addition to all that stuff I just mentioned, I, I forgot Hastings is also hosting the GPAC cross-country meet today. And so... Uh, we we got the staff pretty well uh, thinned yeah. down here. It's, they're uh, all over the place. Yeah, it's a, it's a skeleton crew as we get going. But you talked about uh, 
Nebraska playing later on. They play a pretty good team in uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes and uh, Hastings College. Again, we've talked about it. They've got their hands full here today. As Morningside lines up and gets ready to receive this kick, it'll be Brandon Bockel tee the pig up at about the 35-yard line. We're moments away from getting underway. Chad Berg drops back deep for Morningside. Xavier Spann is also back there. They're sitting down at the uh, at the goal line, just Spann. looking for a running utensil. Well, I was just about ready to dig into my backpack, but uh, Spann was a guy last year that hurt us and returned turned uh, yards up in Sioux City. We'll see if they uh, elect a kick away from him as uh, Bockel approaches the pig, and it's in the air. It will not come down to Span. Nope. Berg's going to grab it at the two. Then he fumbles the ball, picks it up at the three-yard line, center of the field at the 10. He's uh, approaching the 15 uh, to the 17-yard line and brought down right there. So here comes the offense out for Morningside. And this first series might be uh, huge uh, just mentally, Jimmy. Hastings College uh, trying to keep Morningside out for the scoreboard. you got to take baby steps against this team and, and well, play this game kind of in, in quarters, so to speak. Yeah, and you go through all the teams that they've played so far in the ball games. They were averaging 54 points per game, but they have put up a bunch of big numbers against a lot of GPAC teams this year. All right, two wide receivers will split out wide to the right side. Salzman's going to throw the ball, and he uh, completes it out to the far side, 15-20, out to the uh, 25 and run out of bounds. So they take it to the uh, wide receiver over there on the left side and grabbing the ball there for a uh, boarding side is going to be uh, Don, Don Flemister, who's into the ball game already. So that's a completed pass all the way out to the uh, 23. Morningside quickly back up to the line of scrimmage. They run the ball across the 30, 35, 40, brought down to the 42-yard line, so they go with a, uh, a quick play there. That's a Tyler Caban. Tyler Caban moving the ball, and Morningside quickly again up to the line of scrimmage without a huddle here. Hastings already back on their heels. Here's Caban. He's across the 45, onto the 50-yard line, and brought down there right at the 50. Tackle is made on there by Zach Perella for the Hastings College defense. Look at this pace that Morningside I, is putting up. I tell you what, this is Chip Kelly-like uh, pace, the way Morningside is very quickly the line, and if their offensive line dominates the way they have just the first couple of plays, we're in trouble. Caban has got all kinds of room to run out there. Salzma wants to throw play-action pass across the middle. It's kind of the 35 of Hastings down to the 32-yard uh, line. <laughs> That's a reception made there by uh, Jason Vanderkui down here at the Hastings College 32. Well, already on this drive, 23 yards through the air from Salzman, 26 yards on the ground, three first downs. Very quickly, they're up the line of scrimmage again. They're into Bronco territory at the 32. Salzma calling the play here at the line of scrimmage. Everybody's got wristbands on their uh, their left wrist. Here comes Cavan in motion. They're going to give the ball away to him, 35-30. Cavan still on his feet, takes it to the sideline, 25, and he's run out of bounds. Tyler Cavan, a uh, Wahoo product. He's the guy who carries the most of the time here for Morningside when they keep the ball on the ground. And Morningside picks up another nine yards, and that plays second down and a yard for Morningside. They've got the ball already at the Hastings College 23-yard line just underway here in the ballgame. Now Cavan splits out as a wide receiver onto the left side. Salzma will bring him in motion again. And now we've got a uh, penalty flag down. We're going to have an illegal procedure call, I do believe, against Morningside. I think left tackle got uh, an early start there. We'll get the call. False start, number 74, offense. Five-yard penalty, second down. Andrew Metzger is the uh, guilty party there for Morningside. That'll cost him five yards. So instead of second down and one, it'll be second down and six. The ball moved back here to the 28-yard line. Morningside moving north to south, left to right here in uh, quarter number one. No score between the Stangs. And the Broncos, this is the first offensive possession. They fake the ball to Cavan. Salzman wants to throw it. Guys wide open, 10-5, touchdown. 
wide open across the middle. That's the old big old tight end there for Morningside grabbing the ball. That is uh, Zach Nicky. Actually, they got him listed kind of as an H-back, but Zach Nicky grabs the ball there, Jimmy, and he was lost in the Broncos' secondary. Nicky, there was nobody around him. That was simply he was uh, lined up on the near side hash mark on the right side of the formation, just run downfield. Nobody took an assignment there, and that was too easy. Six plays, 76 yards for Morningside there on the board at 13.08. Wow, less than uh, what, a couple of minutes to get on the scoreboard. Here comes the uh, PAT. Ball when is he missed down, it. And he misses off to the left side. Remember, Morningside was the team who, I think it was last year or the year before, they had problems with their, their kickers. Well, they've had some excellent kickers on their teams. But, uh, yeah, last year we laughed, but the, that's because they scored about 15 touchdowns on us. I don't know if they made very many PATs, but they do it very quickly here. 13.08 left to go in the first quarter at Lloyd Wilson Field. It's Morningside 6, Hastings College. Nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KHAS. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 1230 KHAS. I'm Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at Lloyd Wilson Field. Morningside making it look easy on their first offensive possession. They take it 76 yards in less than two minutes and it's a six to nothing ball game stangs. Yeah, and I don't think Salzman was even touched on any of those plays. He threw for 51 yards, three of three passing, 35 yards all from Cavan rushing to football and just uh, very methodically and very easy. They go right downfield against this Bronco defense. That is what we feared as the ball blows off the tee here, but the morning side out to a quick six to nothing lead. It'll be uh, Petty and Willingham back deep to receive this football for Hastings. Jared Amundsen is a guy who's going to cheer up here for uh, Morningside. He was the uh, GPAC Special Teams Player of the Week uh, this past week as he's got the ball teed up here. Fell off of the tee a little while ago because of the win. Amundsen waiting for the whistle, and he's got it. And the football now end over end kick is going to be a short one. Coming up, grabbing the ball and then fumbling here at the 20. Picked up by Taj across the 30 to the 31-32 yard line. That's where Hastings will start first down and 10 to 32. I think it's important now, Jimmy, for uh, Hastings to sustain a drive, stay out there for a while at least, and and, uh, and, and get some points, number one. We have said it over and over and over. Your best defense is a good offense with just good, long, time-consuming drives. Keep that morning side offense on the sidelines and give this defense that was down there in front of us out there for six plays, yielded their first touchdown of the day. It'll be Gaines uh, out there. As the quarterback today, it'll be uh, Willingham getting the start. He will move off to the right side of Jason. All right, waiting on the uh, snap here, Jason Gaines. Morning side jumping around on defense. They're going to hand the ball away to Taj. Taj across the 35, still on his feet to the 40, out to the 41-yard uh, line. Nice run there by uh, Taj Willingham right off the bat. The tackle is made by their leading tackler on the team, Luke Groders. Groders, 5'11", 220, a senior from Rock Rapids, Iowa. 50 tackles for this guy. He's recovered a fumble. He's got one quarterback sack so far this season. And look at Hastings just kind of taking a lot of time here as Gaines kind of comes over to the hash, gets the play from uh, 
the sidelines. Goes back on nine yard gain by Willingham. Taj just had a good year. 93 carries, 600 yards, eight touchdowns. He's also done a tremendous job returning uh, kickoffs for the Broncos. Second down and a yard. He sings the ball just uh, right out the 40 yard line here. So second down and a yard. Wide receivers to the left and to the right. Jason with the ball. He backs up. Jason's going to throw it to the far side. That baby is caught at the 48, and he's out of bounds. They get the ball over there to uh, the far sideline there for Hastings College. Grabbing the ball over there is going to be a Ty Mercer. I think it was in the ball game there for Hastings. So Ty Mercer grabs the ball, a wide receiver there for Hastings College. That's a first down for the Broncos. They get the ball up here to the 48-yard line. Hastings moving right to left here in quarter number one. They're down in the ball game by a score of six to nothing. I, I think you're right. Hastings is going to take as much time as they can off of the clock here. Yeah, we're they're running the uh, the uh, play clock in uh, below ten every play they've uh, operated so far. But that's a good passing catch. That's good for eight yards and a first down. Jason winning on the snap. The ball is on the far side hash. He wants to throw the football again. It's going to be incomplete. Right through the fingertips of the tight end Kaleo Buckman, who is coming on a slant right across the center portion of the field. He. Rockets that ball right on by uh, Buckman's hands. It's an incomplete pass. Second down and 10 yards to go. Hastings with the ball on the 48-yard line. And uh, we see uh, Morningside with uh, their number one defensive back, so to speak, out there. He'll be manned up with uh, Jordan Johnson, who has had a, a good year as well. Jordan Johnson with 800 yards, seven touchdowns, and he will be uh, – I've watched that matchup the last couple plays here. They will be locked up all afternoon. All right, second down and 10. Hastings with the ball on their own 48-yard line. Wide receivers left and right. One man in the backfield now beside Jason Gaines. He wants to throw. Here comes the pressure, and Gaines is going to be sacked for the first time today. And a penalty flag goes down. Jason goes down at the 40-yard line. Jimmy mentioned the sack attack here for uh, Morningside. That's Chase Reese getting in there for uh, the Mustangs. He's a Grand Island boy. He records the sack all the way back here at the 42. That penalty's declined. Third down. All right, we're going to have a penalty here. It's going to be a hold on Martin Nellis, the right guard for Hastings. Penalty is going to be declined, so they will take the sack there by uh, Chase Reese. 6'1", 245, a sophomore out of Grand Island. He records the sack at the 42-yard line. There's one that got away that went to uh, Sioux City. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I look through the rosters of each one of these GPAC schools, and uh, there's not a lot of local talent, but there has been some great guys. They've got a little bit of a pipeline from Grand Island uh, to Morningside. There's been some good athletes go up there and play for Steve Ryan. Third down and long, third and 16. Hastings will keep the ball on the ground. That's going to be a Fowler with the ball. Fowler brings it to about the 48-yard line. So that's about the original line of scrimmage. Groders is the guy who uh, brought him down there for uh, Morningside. That one's fourth down and 10 yards to go. So Hastings able to uh, pound down a first down here against the uh, Morningside defense. Now he seems to have to punt the football away. Dropping back deep is going to be a Chad Berg back there for a Morningside. Berg averages about eight yards per return. Bockel is your punter. Bockel averages 37.2 yards per kick. He gets away a good one here. Berg comes up, signals for the fair catch. It bounces at the 10. It bounces at the 5-yard line. Hastings has got guys down there, and they're going down the football to 4-yard line. Great job there by Bockle. He gets that little backspin down there, and Hastings had plenty of guys down there to uh, down the football. They do that at the 4-yard line. So Morningside starting deep in their own territory here in their second offensive series of this ballgame. Uh, Bockle with his first punt, a good one, 48 yards. And the Broncos special teams down there. Berg wisely got away from the football and uh, let it bounce down inside the 10. They'll spot it down at the 4. So I guess we can say Morningside is 96 yards away, at least this time, for 
pay dirt as they went six plays and 76 yards their first drive to put the uh, first touchdown on the board. All right, Salzman will be in the uh, backfield. Here's your quarterback, and he'll stand in the end zone. Now is going to move back there, and he'll be just to his left side. We got him moving up there again. I got some problems up there on the offensive line. False start, number 56, offense. Half of this is the goal, first down. That's the center. Well, the right guard, number 63, he's not on your uh, starting list there, but uh, he also moved as uh, as well. So a couple guys there. Cost them half the distance to goal line. They'll spot it down at the two-yard line where Morningside, uh, boy, everybody's in the end zone here. All right, it's Solzma. He's going to turn, hand the ball away to uh, Kavan. Kavan slides through the five-yard line to the 10, still on his feet to the 15, and finally brought down out here near the 20-yard line. That was a nice gain there. you got to tackle you got to bring those boys down as Cavan picks up 18 yards on the play all the way out to the 20-yard line. Cavan already with 53 yards. We have done this a lot. We've made running backs look like all-stars in certain games. Here's Cavan again carrying the ball. That time he got back to the line of scrimmage where he was stuffed by the Bronco D. Look at the crimson in there bringing him down. The tackle was made in there by Hastings College. That's Oberheide who's into the ball game now for Hastings. Kendall Oberheide into the ball game for Hastings. He brings him down. Taylor Mendenhall also in there. Second down, 10 yards to go. No gain. Line of scrimmage is uh, right in between the 19 and 20-yard line. Solzman wants to throw, throws it down the field. A man wide open again. 45-50, 45-40, 35-30, 25-20, 15-10-5. Touchdown. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That guy was wide open, too, in the uh, defensive secondary. That's a Michael Whitehead. Grabs the ball, and it was off to the races, and it's another touchdown for Morningside. It's 12 to nothing, Mustangs. Bang, just that quick. 96-yard drive for Morningside in just three plays. That one travels 81 yards officially. That is two touchdowns already in the ballgame for uh, Salzma. Good to start digging up the record books already. 9.24 left to go in the first quarter. Morningside is on top. 12 to nothing with the PAT pending. Here comes the uh, second point after the day. That one is up there. That is good. So they missed the first one. They don't miss the second one. An 81-yard touchdown pass to Whitehead. And all of a sudden, Morningside is out on top. The score, Morningside 13, Hastings nothing. Want to cut your cooling costs this summer? With a highly efficient York air conditioning system, you can save up to 50% in energy costs while enjoying more consistent temperatures throughout your home. Call Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning, your local York dealer in Hastings and Kearney, to schedule a free evaluation of your system and learn how you can move up to a new level of comfort and efficiency this summer. 1230 KHAS. Three plays, 96 yards, 81-yard touchdown pass from Solzma to Michael Whitehead, 13 to nothing. The Stangs are on the top. Well, they are as advertised. And again, uh, Steve Ryan, you talked to him midweek. He liked his team. I don't know what year he never does like his team because they are really, really good. If nobody has heard about Morningside, they will make a run in the NAIA playoffs yet again. Tony thinks this is uh, one of the best teams in the country by far as a short kickoff over to the uh, near side of the field. That's just going to be taken on a fair catch at about the 25-yard line. So Hastings has had one possession. They have run uh, three rushing plays for nine yards. They've uh, had one pass completion of eight yards. 
And uh, Morningside's had two possessions. Pretty uh, pretty good. 86 and 96 were their drives. And Hastings out again on their second possession. Zach Parmeter was a guy who received that ball in the kickoff. So here comes the Hastings offense. We did crank out a first down against that Morningside defense, the third-ranked defense in the country in the uh, first series. Let's see what we can do here. Here's a Jason Gaines hands the ball away. That's going to be Fowler. Fowler in the ball game as Jake takes it for a couple of yards up to close to the 28-yard line. Tony Harper into the uh, defensive huddle here for Hastings, and he was not a, a happy camper. Well, and, and you watch the, the two touchdown passes that Morningside have had. One went to the tight end. The other one went to a slot back receiver, and they were running all alone downfield. We've got 11 guys on the field, I'm sure, as well as Morningside. You would think it's a hat on a hat, isn't it? Obviously, we have mixed up in coverage because the guys have been all alone today. Yeah, he seems running a different scheme defensively here in this ball game here today. He ran it a little bit last week against Brian Clough. Here's uh, Jason Gaines with the ball. He's going to throw the ball downfield, and that's going to be incomplete. The intended receiver was uh, Noah House. Back there in coverage was uh, Darian Turk, the uh, senior quarterback for the Morningside Mustangs. And now it's third down and seven yards to go. And we're falling into this little trap here, Jimmy, yeah. with uh, quick possessions and third and longs and things like that. And that's not, the, that's not the key to success as we put them on the board earlier today. No, exactly. And Tony, uh, one or two. Coming into the ball game, average around three to four yards per play, and they're uh, a long ways from that. And now we look, we needed to stay away from these situations, third and long, and that's what Hastings looks at, a third and seven. From the 28-yard line, they're going to keep the ball on the ground. They give it to a Fowler, and he gets a yard. Fowler gets a yard to the uh, 29-yard line before he is crushed right there by Morningside's defense. Getting up to uh, make the stop, there was a Chase Reese again, the Grand Island boy. That was fourth down and six, and he sings lots of punt for the second time today. Morningside defensively, number one in scoring defense, number one in total defense, number one in rushing defense, number one in passing defense. Like I said, just every category possible, Morningside is up at the tops, and Brandon Bockel will punt this football away. The line of scrimmage the 20 Nine-yard line, and good snap there. He'll get this punt off. All right, Bonko gets it away. It goes to the far side. It's going to skip down the sideline, take a huge roll, and that baby is going to get into the end zone. That's a, uh, what, 50, 60, 71-yard punt. That'll help his average. That will help the average, but unfortunately, the pig was running down at a pretty good clip as the uh, return men allowed that one to go down. It was that rugby-style kick just end over end and got down on the turf and ran. And uh, we couldn't get the point of the football to stop her inside the five-yard line, so they'll bring it out to the 20-yard line. So now it's only an 80-yard field for Morningside as they have, uh, again, very quickly totaled up 187 yards of total offense in just the first quarter. And we've got 747 left to go in that first quarter. And we're halfway through. 13 to nothing is the score. Here comes uh, Trent Salzman, the offensive unit here. That's a running play to Cavan. Cavan trying to get outside the numbers. He does. Bricks a steam there across the 30 onto about the 33-yard uh, line before he is brought down there. Tackle is made in there by Hastings College. That's uh, Renandre, Renandre Browning who comes up from the cornerback spot to make the, the tackle there. First down and 10. At the 33, here's another running play. They go up inside, bouncing off a couple of defenders across the 40, out to the 41-yard line. Running the ball there for uh, Morningside is going to be Dylan Loberg. Loberg, a freshman running back out of Randolph, a former Randolph Cardinal in there. As he bangs the ball for about eight yards up to about the 40-yard line, we're seeing a bunch of guys here. 
in the ball game already for Morningside, and now Tony is calling a quick timeout here on defense. Now we're scrambling. Seven minutes and 13 wow. seconds to play here in the first quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings trailing Morningside as the Mustangs 13, the Broncos nothing. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the barbecue trio every Friday night. And Saturday night is the brisket special. Join Rivals during every Husker and Hastings College game for a pizza and drink special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. 1230 KHAS. Back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. I, I guess you just kind of shake your head because Morningside has done this to the rest of the teams in the Great Plains yeah. Athletic Conference as well. They let Doan 62 to nothing at halftime a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that was uh, impressive because Doan is a, a very good football team, but they're taking it to the Broncos. 206 yards of total offense, and they look at a second down and two at the 41-yard line. Here's a Salzman going to hand the ball away again. Big hole, 45-50 inside Bronco territory to the 47-yard line. Loberg again carrying the ball there. So back-to-back carries for the Randolph product and back-to-back first downs. Well, that is first down number six into Bronco territory yet again. They just continue to put a big numbers. They're almost at 100 yards of rushing, and there's another handoff to Cavan. Yeah, Cavan, he uh, sidesteps a man across the 45 to the 40 to the uh, Bronco 38-yard line. Tackle is made by... Austin Brenning for Hastings. Also getting up was uh, Brandon Barbosa, the rover. That was a pickup of eight yards. Morningside, seven, eight, nine, ten yards at a crack here against the Hastings College D. Cavan already was 75 yards of rushing. First quarter, second down and a yard from the Hastings College 38-yard line. Solzma, play action pass. Rolls to his right. Here comes the pressure. Solzman in trouble. He's still got the ball. Now he gets away. 45-40, 35 down to the Bronco, 33-yard line, and that is the first down. Hastings had him back here. Between the 45 and 50, Salzma gets away and picks up the first down. They got the ball officially at the Hastings College 34. First down, number seven, and Salzma doesn't rush the football a whole lot unless he's forced out of the pocket. There was good coverage, although that time downfield. But again, he's able to get away from the defense and pick up a five-yard gain. That's 100 yards now for the Mustang rushing attack and a first down at the 34-yard line. Oberheide was a guy who was applying pressure and couldn't get there. There's a pass thrown out to the far side, complete, 35-30, 25 15, 10-5 down to the 9-yard line. Wow. Pass goes out to the far side. Now we got a late penalty flag. That one goes to Jason Vanderkui. He picks up the first down and more, and I think uh, the Broncos said something down there, and it's going to cost him some yardage. Down to the nine-yard line. It's a first down now from Morningside. A quick, simple pass to the far sideline. And now they're going to uh, they throw the late penalty flag, and here comes the... To the play, after the play, on sportsmanlike conduct, number nine, Morningside. 15-yard penalty. First down. All right, so they call it on the Morningside. That's uh, Jason Vanderkui, the guy who caught the ball. So instead of having it here down inside the uh, five-yard line, they're going to move the ball all the way back here to the uh, 23 it's going to bring up a first down and 10 for Morningside at the Hastings College 23, but that was a nice completed pass to the far side. Yeah, that was 25 yards, and again, we have a tough time bringing down the ball carriers, whether they're receivers or running backs here today. We have a terrible job of tackling on the field, and Vanderkui, for whatever reason, says something foolish down there and uh, gets nailed for that penalty, the third one on the Stangs here today. All right, first down and 10 here. There's a ball swung out to uh, Kavan. He's got the ball at the 25. He gets it to the uh, 21-yard line where he is knocked down there. 
Tackle was made in there by Hastings College, and uh, making the stop for the Broncos on the play was uh, Reandre Browning. All right, so uh, Browning is a guy who uh, made the stop. Now we got some problems with the uh, the play clock. They're gonna reset that. It's uh, 40 seconds. That's all right. They won't need that. They, they they snapped the ball pretty fast. They won't need the play clock. Second down in the eight yards to go. A pickup of two. Morningside in their third offensive possession. Already leading in the ball game by a score of 13 to nothing. Salzman drops back to throw. Throws it again right across the center. It's caught for the touchdown. It is caught for the touchdown. The third touchdown of the day. And again, he was open. That was a Tanner Verstag. Tanner Verstag, the uh, junior from Little Rock, Iowa. He was wide open. Grabs the ball. Quick touchdown. It is 19 to nothing Morningside. Welp. 180 yards of passing now and three touchdowns for Salzman. He's only thrown seven passes. He's completed seven. They have rushed it for over 100, and they've got a 19 to nothing lead. Oh, my goodness. This is going to be one of those days. Tanner Verstag is the guy who uh, caught that one. So now uh, three different receivers have caught touchdown passes from Trent Salzma here in the first quarter alone. Five minutes and ten seconds to play. 19 to nothing is the score with a PAT. Pending here. We got some uh, personnel problems, I think. Yeah, Hastings had uh, too many guys on the field there. Well, we're we're going to just decline the penalty. Yeah, we're going to try to do whatever we need to. Yeah, we'll sneak a couple of guys on the field if I, we have to. I think we could play with more and we'd still be in trouble. All right, here comes the extra point. Ball is down. The kick is up, and the kick goes sailing toward the uprights. It is good. So the PAT is good, and the fifth-ranked Morningside Mustangs are as advertised. Morningside with the lead. We're still in the first quarter. It's Morningside 20, Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football. When it comes to protecting what matters most, insure your car and home with Farm Bureau and you'll have a combined policy with one deductible that can cover it all. That means faster claim resolution and less hassle, money saved in the long run, and an agent who can make things right when things go wrong. Farm Bureau agents make insurance simple. In Hastings, contact Farm Bureau agent Marty DeMuth at 402-463-2111. Securities and services offered through FBL Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. 1230 KHAS. Plays 80 yards. Three plays, 96 yards. Six plays, 86 yards. Those are all the uh, scoring drives for Morningside here in the first quarter. What if these these guys ever get tired of winning? You know, <laughs> we've we've often often joked that. I uh, you know we go way back to the uh, Sioux Fall Cougar days, the coup, when they were the uh, perennial G Pack powerhouse, and we were never so happy to see them get out of the uh, league and move up into Division Two football. Yeah, Division Two, they moved up to. We sometimes wonder if we could. See if Morningside would want to move up, and then it would be a more of a balanced conference. But yeah, you got to think they get tired of winning sooner or later. Here's the uh, kickoff is going to be grabbed here by uh, Petty, and did he go down to a knee or what? I I don't know. I he he had lots of room he could have run. He's got tremendous speed. Maybe he's scared as well. Gaines gets some words uh, from the sidelines for the Bronco offense. Well, we've run uh, eight offensive plays. For 21 yards, the Bronco or the Mustangs have run 17 plays for 280 yards of total offense already, and three touchdowns. Yes, and we still got five minutes and nine seconds to play here in quarter number one. 
It's a 20 to nothing ball game. The only thing Morningside hasn't done, that's uh, they, they missed one extra point today. So here comes uh, Jason Gaines back out there. They're going to keep the ball on the ground. There's an opening 25-30-35 out to the 38-yard line. That's Anthony Cloyd carrying the ball. Anthony comes in there for Hastings and finds a little seam with his defense and picks up a first down for the Broncos. So Anthony Cloyd out of Omaha, 5'11", 195-pound junior. Brings the ball up here to the uh, 37-yard line. Longest play from scrimmage for Hastings, 16 yards by Cloyd. And, uh, boy, they did that against that stellar front four defense. Opened up a a little seam. And Cloyd has had some good runs this season. That one, there was another one. Brings it all the way out past the 35-yard line. They'll spot it officially at the 37. Cloyd had 331 yards coming into the ball game today with three touchdowns. He gets a call here, and this time he's going to be wrapped up and may have fumbled the football. Oh, no, it's a fumble, and Morningside has got the ball at Hastings' 35-yard line. Anthony Cloyd coughs up the pig, and Morningside pounces at the ball at the Hastings 35-yard line. They've got the ball with 428 remaining here in the first quarter. Oh, and the members of the band, about eight of them, just put their hands over their face. They know what is about to happen as Morningside will trot out on the field. They'll have a a short field to work with. Line of scrimmage will be the 35-yard line, but goodness, you can't give the ball to a team like this, especially this is a one one-play caliber area here. Here comes a Trent Salzma back out here. They're going to move a couple of guys over to the left side of the formation now. One running back to the backfield. They fake the ball to Kavan. There's a ball thrown out to the far side. 35-30-25 still on his feet. 20 down to the 18-yard line. That's a pass thrown to the far sideline. Another new guy out there. That's going to be Flemister out there. Dom Flemister. He's a wide receiver out of Sioux City. He's got some wheels. Takes the ball down to the 17. That's a first down for Morningside. There's a ball thrown out here. It's going to be caught by Verstag. Verstag is going to be chopped down. Chopped down in the play there by uh, Josh Johnson. Oh, Golden Shoes comes up there and knocks down uh, Tanner Verstag. That was uh, no gain in the play. Second down and 10 yards to go. Morningside with the ball in the Hastings red zone again. They've got it here at the 18-yard line. 3.50 to play in the first quarter. 20 to nothing. Morningside has got the lead. There's uh, Salzman again. There's a handoff to Caban. Caban takes the ball down to about the 11-yard line before he's brought down there. Tackle is made by uh, Mendenhall for Hastings. So Caban takes the ball down to the 11. Morningside looking at a third-down situation now. Caban, eight carries, 81 yards already here in the first quarter. He is a tough guy to bring down. We talked about it at one of the breaks. He was a tremendous back for uh, Bishop Newman High School. Played the state championship game against the uh, Blue Hawks of St. Cecilia. He gets the call here. He starts off in the center of the field. Bounces outside the numbers. 10-5 touchdown. And he just walks in. And I say that because they're getting in the end zone with little, if any, effort, Jimmy. They're just uh, practically walking into the end zone when they run it in there. That's the first rushing touchdown they've got today. The receivers are, uh, like, jogging down the field, Jimmy, and getting yeah. into the end zone, and all of a sudden it's a 26 to nothing ball game. Yeah, we just look like there's no effort or any uh, inspiration down there at all with the guys in the crimson. That was no effort at all. Kavan turned the corner at the 10-yard line and just virtually walked in. Nobody made an attempt to get on him, and uh, the PAT is down and up, and it is good. We talked about the kicker having some woes. He's had a pretty good year coming in. They're uh, – Mudson, he was uh, 53 of 55 coming in. He's missed one, but that one there is good. So with 3.11 left to go here in the first quarter, whoa, Nelly, it's uh, as advertised with the number uh, 
number five Mustangs of Morningside. They lead the Broncos 27 to nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KHAS. You've made a smart choice. Glenwood meets your home and business technology needs with an array of phone, internet, direct TV, or cable packages. Whether you want to keep up with your family or your online gaming competition, we've got the speed you need. At Glenwood, all our services are backed by a tech-savvy local team of customer service professionals. Learn more online at shopglenwood.net or speak with one of our service representatives at 402-756-3131. Glenwood, now with a local Hastings office. 1230 KHAS. Back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Defense goes back to school below us, Jimmy. They, they have no answer for this uh, morning side offense. I tell you what, there's, uh, <laughs> I don't know, almost 400 yards of total offense in just a quarter. Wow. Wow. 200 through the air and uh, another 117 on the ground. We still have plenty of time for him to uh, achieve that. I'm sure that'll be some sort of a record. I have a feeling we're going to have to be digging in the uh, record books as Amundsen gets ready to uh, kick the football away yet again. 27 to nothing. This is what we feared for Morningside getting off to a quick start, and they have. All right, here comes the kickoff, and again, we bobble the ball. It's picked up here. By Petty, and Petty gets it to the 24-yard line. That's that Taj. Yeah, Taj is on the far side. Taj brings it to the 24-yard line. That's where Hastings will start. So Morningside scores a cash-in following a Hastings College fumble. Broncos uh, turn one away, and Stang stick it in the end zone. 27 to nothing. Morningside has got the lead over Hastings. Here comes uh, Noah House to the far side of the field. You're going to send. That's going to be Wallace. And uh, Jordan Johnson out to the left side of the formation. Hastings with a running back in the uh, backfield here. That's Taj Willingham just to the right there of Jason Gaines. Taj gets the call, and Taj is going to be brought down. No gain into play. Brought down here at the uh, 19-yard line. Tackle is made in there by the Stangs. And busting through there to uh, make the stop is going to be Caden McDonald. McDonald, a junior out of Logan, Iowa, who makes the stop there. Second down, we'll call it to nine yards. The other threw the ball close to the 25-yard line. Nose of the football, rather 25, so give him one. Second down and nine, a trio wide receivers split out to the right side of the formation this time. Jordan Johnson to the left. Jason Gaines waiting for the snap with one lone setback just to his right side here. On second down and nine, here comes the blitz. Jason is under siege, and down he goes. Jason goes down at the 13-yard line. Three white shirts on top of uh, Jason Gaines as he came with the all-out blitz right there. You could see that baby coming. That was a loss all the way back to the 16-yard line. Nine-yard loss, second sack for the defense uh, of Morningside coming in with 20. They've got 22 now on the season, and again, just no answers. They are big. They are fast. They are physical up on that front, and uh, they all get in there and get a piece of gains to bring him down. Now we're in a in a tough, tough situation, third and 17. All right, Jason's going to keep the ball on the ground here. That's a Taj Willingham outside the numbers, 20, 25, 30 on his feet, 35, 40 down the sideline. Penalty flags are down as a Taj Willingham takes the ball to the Morningside 48-yard line. Caden McDonald in on the stop there for uh, Morningside, but a penalty flag is down. Nice run there by Taj. Picks up a... Uh, an apparent first down here on third and long. Yeah, 34-yard gain. I think this is going to stay. I think it's a face mask on Morningside. Face mask. Number one, defense. 15-yard penalty to the end of the run. First down. Xavier Spann 
This guy is going to be uh, hit with a face mask call. So now a little life here in the old Bronco offense. Hastings has the ball in Morningside territory for the first time today. They've got it down here at the uh, 35-yard line. 90 seconds to play here in the first quarter. It's a 27 to nothing ball game. Morningside is out on top of Hastings, but the Broncos have the ball in Morningside territory for the first time today. Wide receivers left and right. Jason Gaines waiting for the snap. He's got a quick throw. It's going to be incomplete. Trying to get it to uh, Glenn Wallace. That was off of his fingertips. Incomplete pass. Jason still not fully recovered from a right hand injury that he had a couple of weeks ago, but Cruz Samaniego no longer with the uh, football team. And Jason's been uh, forced back into action here. Played last week at Briarcliff and uh, played pretty well through for over 200 yards in the victory for Hastings over the Chargers. Second down, 10 yards to go. Now for Hastings, they've got the ball at the Morningside 35-yard line. Jason with uh, Fowler now in the backfield, and now you've got some movement on the right side. Farrell Myloy, I think, is the uh, right tackle. He's going to be hit here with uh, an illegal procedure. Offense, five-yard penalty, second down. That's uh, the case. I have to get a wind shock for the the uh, microphone for the referee here today. Second down and 15 yards to go. The wind's blowing out of the south today at about 11 miles per hour. Game time temperature was 62 degrees here this afternoon. Beautiful day here in Hastings. Wide receivers split out to the right side of the formation, three of them. Johnson comes to the left side. Fowler in the backfield again. Jason Gaines waiting for the snap. They hand the ball away to Fowler, and he's going to be crushed. Loss of a yard in the play. And getting through there to make the stop for uh, Morningside is going to be uh, Hunter East. Hunter East into the ballgame now. 6'3", 245, a sophomore out of Sloan, Iowa. A loss on the play. Now it's third down and 16 yards to go again. Well, we had uh, Taj Willingham break loose down the sidelines the last time we needed a long yardage on a third down. We're down to 45 seconds to go. Taj is back into the ballgame now. Clock is running down at 40 seconds to go here in the first period. Three wide receivers out to the right side on third down and 16 yards to go. Gaines wants to throw, backs up, throws it downfield. Johnson is out there. Johnson makes the catch, and he is brought down at the two-yard line. The baby delivered right on the money. Penalty flag is down. I think we're going to have a roughing the passer call as well on the morning side. That was a nice pass by Jason Gaines as he gets behind uh, Xavier Spann. And pulls the ball in. He's brought down at the two-yard line. We'll give him 39 yards. Here's the call. That's a, give me yeah, a Luke Gibbs, the uh, defensive end. We talked about him. He's a, a big guy in there, but uh, comes in and hits Jason late after he threw that. That was a great route there by uh, Johnson. He just made a little hitch and go and got a couple of steps on the receiver. That was a beautifully thrown ball by Jason Gaines. 39-yard gain officially down to the two-yard line. The Broncos need to attack this. They need six here, definitely. All right, Jason Gaines with the Taj Willingham now in the backfield. First down and goal. Hastings with the ball at the two-yard line. Here's Taj, and he gets the call. He's going to be thrown for a loss. Back here to the uh, four-yard line. Getting through there again was Hunter East for Morningside. Brought down to Willingham before he even really got started. Second down and goal. The ball is down here at the four-yard line, and that's going to be the end of the first quarter of play. One quarter into books. Great Plains Athletic Conference football action for you this afternoon. You're on 1230 KHAS. The score after one. It is Morningside 27, Hastings nothing. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. 
feeling like you need to go out of town for the best value on your new furniture? Why waste your time when you can shop Furniture Direct in Hastings? Furniture Direct has everyday low prices on top name brands like Ashley, Beautyrest, and Catnapper. Plus, get more than what you expect with express delivery, no interest financing, and friendly hometown service. Why drive when you can get more than you expect? Furniture Direct, behind Sonic on South Burlington in Hastings. Keith's Drive-In Drug and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy always give you the fast, friendly service you've come to expect over the years. From prescription drugs to over-the-counter medications, trust Keith's Drive-In Drug at 5th and Hastings and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy in Hastings Medical Park. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's uses environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust. At 201 South Hastings Avenue in Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. Back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, 27 to nothing. Dakota Wesleyan has out on top of Briar Cliff, 20 to 6. They're in the uh, second quarter of play, the game being played up in Sioux City today. So we start the second quarter. Hastings with the ball, second down in goal. The ball is down here at the Morningside four-yard line. The Broncos... Needs some points after giving up four touchdowns in the first quarter. Gaines wants to throw, throws it in the corner to a Noah House contact in the end zone, but uh, no penalty flags. They're trying to throw that little fade into the corner of the end zone. Tony wants to flag you. He's not going to get it here, and it's going to be third down and goal. Pretty good contact there between the uh, defender and Noah House right there in the corner of the end zone, but uh, there was an official right there on the pylon. He was right on there. Tony doesn't like it. He's still asking him why. Now he's going to have a get an explanation. We'll give you some first quarter numbers. Very impressive for the Morningside Mustangs. Their quarterback, Trent Salsma, 9-9. Perfect passing, 198, three touchdowns. They've run it for 117. So 315 of total offense, seven first downs for the Broncos. 47 through the air, 52 on the ground, 99 total. And the Broncos look at a third and goal from the four. Just underway here in the uh, second quarter. There's a uh, handoff, and uh, Taj Willingham is going to be stopped short. Dodge Willingham maybe got a yard, and he's going to be smothered again by a Hunter East defensively here for the Morningside Mustangs. So Tony has sent out the uh, field goal team here. Nikki G will come out there and try to put some uh, points on the scoreboard here for Hastings. Jeff Leone for Hastings is 7 out of 10 on uh, field goals so far this year. Longest one has been 43 yards. This will be a 20-yard field goal attempt for Jeff Leone. It was the special teams player of the week a couple of weeks ago. Ball is down. The kick is up, and the uh, field goal is good. Hastings is on the board. 14 minutes and 16 seconds to play in the first half. We'll take a break with a score. Morningside 27, Hastings 3. You're listening to Bronco Football. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. 1230 KHAS. Hastings College, nice little drive there. Nine plays, 74 yards. We get some points on the scoreboard. Needed seven there. We got three, and it's 27-3, Morningside. 
Well, and again, I said, uh, boy, obviously Hastings wanted a touchdown there, but they opt to uh, take the goose egg off the board there. Boy, it's just uh, unfortunate we couldn't, couldn't get the football in the end zone. But again, their, uh, their defense is outstanding. They showed uh, really flexing their muscles there on a couple of rushing plays inside the five-yard line. Very tough to get any yardage today against this Morningside defense. Well, take what we can get, huh? Yeah, I guess so. All right, we're going to cheat things up now as Abaco will be into the football. Driving kick. Berg is going to watch it go over his head. Now he picks it up on the bounce back here at the 5. He's back to the 10, 15, dances his way out to the 20-yard line. 21-22 yard line. That's where Morningside will start as Berg goes down at the uh, 22. Taj Willingham on the special teams to bring him down uh, defensively for Hastings. So Morningside will start at the uh, 22. They had scoring drives in the first quarter. Six plays, 86 yards. Three plays, 96 yards. Seven plays, 80 yards. And four plays, 35 yards. Pretty effective. They've had the ball four times. They've scored four times. Yeah, and they've put up 315 yards of total offense. Salzman and the boys back out there. Again, uh, line of scrimmage, the 22-yard line, just underway in quarter number two. Salzman, play action pass. Waits, throws the ball downfield. The guy is wide open again. He grabs the ball. That's going to be Verstag and finally brought down here at the 35-yard line. Verstag was uh, down there. He got Hayden Jones all turned around back there. Jones was uh, playing the safety spot for Hastings that time. He got all turned around, and uh, Tanner Verstag, who had a touchdown reception in the first quarter, was all alone. Huge gain to the 35-yard line of Hastings. Here's a Cavan busting through there. Cavan across the 30 down to the Bronco 25-yard line. Aiden Jones brings him down that time for Hastings. Morningside has got a pickup of nine yards in the play, second down and a yard. Ball is down here at the Hastings College 25. Solzman wants to throw. Looks left, dances in the pocket, throws it into the end zone. Oh touchdown. Goodness. That man was wide, wide open. We've been saying it all day, but he may have been the, the widest open we've seen, Jimmy. That's a dumb... Flemister in the back of the corner of the end zone. He was wide open. Touchdown pass in his 33-3. Well, that says it all. Tony standing about the 25-yard line. Headsets uh, in his hand, just shaking his head. Oh, my, 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 my. We have we have had no answer for Morningside. Absolutely none. All right, here comes the uh, PAT back out there. Ball is down. The kick is up. We kick in the other direction, and that one is going to be good. So a touchdown pass thrown here. And with 13 minutes and 23 seconds to play in uh, the second quarter, we'll take a break with a score of Morningside 34, Hastings 3. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 12:30 KHAS. Well, one statistic I think we're going to be in favor of Jimmy, that's going to be a time of possession maybe because the morning side they have made quick work of their possessions there today. 34 to 3 is the score. Morning side has got the lead over Hastings. And we still got 13 minutes and 23 seconds to play here in the second quarter. Wow. 276 yards of passing on 11 of 11 
passing for Salzman here today. He has not missed. He has not missed. He has been money in the bank throwing the big around. Now this uh, ball is going to go through the end zone. It's going to be a touchback. So the man is perfect. He's got uh, four touchdown passes already. And Cavans rushed for 100. He's averaging 10 a carry. I went back in the record books, and that that's one that uh, sticks out to my mind. Jake Peterson, you remember him? He was an Islander, former Grand Island Islander. Years ago for Morningside, and uh, Dave Wager, we remember him. He's on the Carolina Panther roster. Yeah, they averaged in uh, the the most yards per game per carry was twelve point four yards in a game. Well, Cavans right now at uh, ten. He keeps her up. He might uh, have a chance to get in the record books as well. All right, Hastings back with the ball here. They're going to run it off a right tackle and bring it out to the 25 to the 26-yard line. Fowler carrying the ball there for Hastings College. Tackle is made in there by Morningside. Making the stop is Austin Allen. Allen, the senior out of Spencer, Iowa. We'll give him two yards in a play, second down and two. Ball or Second down and eight. Ball is sitting here at the 27-yard line. Hastings moving from our left to our right. and Been a long... Long football game so far for the Broncos. We still got 12:50 to play in the second quarter, 34 to three. Morningside, the fifth-ranked team of the nation, out on top of Hastings here this afternoon. There's Jason Gaines. He wants to throw, throws it down the right side. A man is out there. That's Noah Housh. He bobbles the ball and it falls to the turf. Housh had it in his hands. He was matched up back here with uh, Xavier Span. Had a step or two on him, but that ball is uh, bobbled a little bit by Noah and it falls to the turf. Incomplete pass in his third down and eight. He sings the ball in their own 27. Now and again, we fall into that third and long category and in, uh, in danger of having to give the football back to the morning side offense. Again, we have uh, not averaged a lot per play here. I'll get that uh, figured up real quick here. Tony wanted to average uh, three and a half to four per play. We're falling way short of that. Third down now for Hastings needing a conversion. Keep that... Uh, Offense for Morningside on the sidelines. And now we got to movement up there, and I think Hastings took too much time here. Three, offense, five-yard penalty, third down. Uh, delay of game for Hastings. So now we're back to a third down and about 13 yards to go. I get a position we don't want to be in. No, third and, long, third and long's bad enough. We don't need third and longer. And that's right, what Hastings well, looks at here. Jason Gaines with the wide receivers now left and right. Fowler's in the backfield here for Hastings. Now takes a step to his left. Here's Jason with the ball. He wants to throw it down the right sideline, and it's going to be uh, Johnson going for the ball. Did he come up with it? I think he did. That's an amazing catch, but we got penalty flags down. Jordan Johnson out wrestles the defender for the ball down here at the 45 of Morningside, but we'll check out the uh, penalty flag. And this one may be going That's against... interference, a, number 21, defense. That penalty's declined. Result of the play is a first down. Yeah, that was a sensational catch there by uh, Jordan Johnson as he makes his 40th reception of the year. He out-wrestles that ball away from uh, Darian Turk, who got hit with a pass interference call. So he seems he's got a first down. We move the sticks. We've got the ball at the 45 now of uh, Morningside. Three wide receivers split to the right side of the formation. Gaines is going to uh, keep the ball on the ground as he hands it away to Fowler, and he puts his head down and drives it down to about the 43-yard line, 44-yard line of Morningside. Give him one yard in the play. Jake Fowler, the former Adams Central product, now over 300 yards for this season. He scored one touchdown for the Broncos this year. 
Second down and nine yards to go. The ball is at the Morningside 44-yard line. Doing a lot of figuring over there, my man, on the old stat sheets in the first half. I brought extra pencils today. Got and, the pencil and my shopper. sharpener. Yeah, the sharpener's here again. Yeah, today. the exacto pencil sharpener has been around all season long here. Second down and nine yards to go. He sings with the ball on the 44. Two running backs in the backfield now. Gaines hands it away to Fowler. Fowler dancing his way. He gets open. He's at the 40-yard line to the 35 and brought down to the 33-yard line. That's a first down for Hastings. Fowler was stopped after a couple of yard gain and just uh, kept plugging away there, dancing his way, found a little seam and took it down to the 34 officially. Hastings with a first down. Hastings trailing in the ball game by a score of 34-3 to to Morningside, but we're still fighting out there. Trying to get some points on the scoreboard here. Hastings had it inside the five-yard line in their last possession, but had to settle for a 20-yard field goal from Nikki G. Wide receivers again, left and right. Two to each side now for Jason. The pistol set. Now Fowler moves up just to the right side of Jason here in the backfield. Gains with the ball, backs up, throws it to the far side. That's incomplete. The intended receiver was uh, Wallace. In coverage there for Morningside was Xavier Spann. Incomplete pass. And now it's second down and 10 for the Morningside 34-yard line. Jacob. Injured a couple of weeks ago with a hip pointer, made uh, a return last week against Briar Cliff and had a lot of carries in that ball game. He's already at seven here today, 20 yards. Taj Willingham with uh, three carries, 44 yards. Jordan Johnson leads the way uh, receiving. He's got a couple of uh, catches for 71 yards. That uh, last one of 32 yards was a, was a dandy. All right, he sings up to the line of the scrimmage now and second down and 10. They keep the ball on the ground, finding a seam there across the 30, 25 to the 20. That's Taj Willingham carrying the ball down to the 20-yard line. A nice gain there of 13 yards for uh, Taj Willingham. Hastings cranks out another first down. That is first down number seven against this Mustang defense and a drive that started down around the 20-yard line. The Broncos got it now at the 20 of Morningside, 10-28 left to go till half. They trail 34-3, to but looking for some more points on the board. Hastings with three wide receivers split out to the right side of the formation. Jason backs up, looks that way, and then tosses it across the middle. It's going to be incomplete. Trying to set up a little screen across the middle of the Willingham, and Morningside had that baby covered up. Taj was surrounded by white shirts. Jason just kind of threw that one away in the center of the field and his second down and 10. Ball is sitting right at the 20-yard line for Morningside. Coming up at halftime, we'll check all the first-half numbers for you. We'll have the scoring. Got the Hastings College scoreboard show. All the scores from across the Great Plains Athletic Conference and across the nation today in major college football. A busy day here on campus. Hastings College volleyball in action right now over at Lynn Farrell Arena. The basketball team, the men's team, will play at 4 and Hastings College women's soccer will play tonight at 7.30 against Morningside in the second round of the uh, postseason tournament. There's a pass across the middle. It's going to be incomplete. Mercer was the intended receiver. Mercer probably should have had wow. that with Jimmy inside the five-yard line. Should have caught that. I think uh, Mercer heard footsteps. And, uh, boy, as, uh, the minute Jason Gaines released the football, they show this on the uh, replay screen here again. He was absolutely devastated at about the 30-yard line. A little slow to get up, but uh, Jason... Bounces back up the Papio South Senior. And he'll look at a third down and 10 here. The ball again at the 20-yard line. All right, a wide set now for Hastings. A couple of wide receivers to each side. Ball's on the far side. Hash mark and third down and 10 yards to go. Play action pass. Jason wants to throw. He's crushed again, and his pass is going to be incomplete. Jason Gaines was uh, crushed again by Austin Allen, who got in there and 
Lays the herd on him, and here comes the field goal team again. Look at downfield for uh, Glenn Wallace in the end zone. Wallace uh, drew attention there, a couple of guys in the area. But, again, uh, Jason's just not getting ample time back there to throw the football and having to try to do a lot. When you've got the those big guys bearing down on you is not easy. And Nicky G in the game here to attempt this field goal. 37-yard field goal by Nicky G, and that one's going to be partially deflected here at the line of scrimmage. It's going to fall short. Well, Nicky G misses one there. That was uh, tipped right here at the uh, line of scrimmage by Morningside. Looks like Luke Gibbs was the guy who got in there. We'll check the, the replay here. But Gibbs is the guy who's uh, celebrating to the far sidelines. So Hastings kept off with the scoreboard here. We got 10 minutes to play in the second quarter. It is 34-3. Morningside has got the lead. We took some time off the clock. Able to put together a, a drive that... Kept the Morningside offense on the sidelines, but they'll start at the 20-yard line here. All right, here comes Salzman and company back out there. Now we got a penalty flag down. I think they were in motion. That's going to be an illegal procedure call, I think, here against... Ball start, number 49, offense. Five-yard penalty, first down. Trey Bradburn, the tight end, jumps the gun. Five yards against Morningside. Penalty pushes the ball back to the 15-yard line. 9.58 to play here in the second quarter. Fifth-ranked Morningside cruising here today over Hastings. It is 34-3. Wide receivers left and right here for Trent Salzma, who still is perfect today. He's got, what, four touchdown passes? There's a uh, quick pass here. No, it's a little pitch ball as they move down to the near sideline and running the ball down here. That's going to be Flemister again. Dom Flemister. He's got a touchdown pass, and that time they brought him back in motion and flipped the ball to him. Flemister, he takes it down the near sideline, and he's got some wheels, and he takes it into Hastings Challenge territory. And you watch that replay. There was a hole you could drive a tank through. Boy, Morningside very quick again. Up to the line of scrimmage, there's a pass play to the far side across the 30 down to the 28-yard line. That's a Verstag, Tanner Verstag carrying the ball there, getting it on the uh, pass reception. And Morningside quickly up to the line of scrimmage again on first down and 10. They move the sticks. They got the ball down here at the Hastings College 28. This team is unbelievable. Wide receivers to the left side. There's a handoff. The old Randolph Cardinal takes the ball down to the 20-yard line, carrying the football there for... uh, Morningside was uh, Loberg, Dylan Loberg, who's back in there. Give him a pickup of nine yards and a play second down and a yard. This is just unbelievable. I mean, it's it's uh, if they don't complete a pass across the middle for 30, 40 yards, it's a nine or 10-yard run. Look at that hole. There's a Cavan taking the ball, 10-5 touchdown. Tyler Cavan takes it in, and you're right, that hole, we'll watch on the replay here, but a couple of tanks could have went through that hole. That's a credit to their offensive lines. I mean, you know, with the running backs, the quarterback and the wide receivers are getting all the attention. But this line for a morning side, it's like monsters. Well, it was unbelievable. We had a great view from it from our uh, facilities here. And, I mean, that was that was at least a five- to six-yard hole for Cavan to run through. Tax on a 20-yard touchdown run. Now the snap, the hold, the kick, it's all good. Goodness gracious. Morningside is uh, quite the squad with uh, nine minutes left to go here in the second quarter. Morningside's tacked on another touchdown. It's now Mustangs 41, Hastings College 3. Hold on. We've got penalty flags very late here. We'll see what uh, flag on the play. A very late penalty. 
Yeah, they're on the far sideline. A penalty sitting at about the 11-yard line. Where's the white hat? Where's he at? White conduct, number 83, Morningside. That 15-yard penalty will be assessed on the kickoff. All right, so we got a uh, unsportsmanlike conduct at number 83. That is Eric Salmonson. He's the long snapper. He gets that, hit with a uh, personal foul. That was when they were running to the sidelines. Why would you? If I said something. Goodness. We'll just keep it right here. We're ready to go. Nine minutes to play. Nine minutes to play here in the second quarter, 41-3. to three. Four plays, 80 yards. One thing about it, they don't waste a lot of time getting downfield, do they? <laughs> no. No, they don't. Uh, that was all set up on uh, just some some big plays. A 44-yard run, a 20-yard touchdown run. Only threw one pass on that drive. That was good for 12 yards. Salzman now with 280 of passing. They've run for over uh, over 200. Boy, they're putting up some big, big numbers again. This is nothing new for them. No, it's just it's it's every week. It's like a scrimmage when they play all the G-Pack schools. We're going to have a morning side kickoff here. Morningside had 568 yards of total offense a week ago in that 39-6 route of uh, Dakota Wesleyan. So putting up a 600, uh, 600 yards is nothing new to these guys. And they'll do that easily here today against uh, Hastings College. Morningside now is going to kick off in the 20-yard line because of the unsportsmanlike conduct call. Jared Munson is going to be into the football here. It's going to be retrieved by Hastings at the 18-yard line. Quickly back to the 30, 35, 40, out to the 43-yard line. Anthony Cloyd returning the ball there for Hastings. Cloyd lowered his head there, and that was quite a collision about the 40-yard line. But with the penalty, the Broncos uh, and the return will get it out at the 44-yard line. The Broncos through the air today, 79 yards. They've run for 80 yards on the day with a couple of nice runs by Fowler and Willingham. So Broncos just with three points with uh, 8.53 left to go to have a lot of time. Mustangs have amassed over 600 yards of total offense 36 times since the start of the 2009 season, including 916 that he put up against Hastings College a couple of years ago and a 76-14 win over the Broncos. That streak will probably continue today. There's a Jake Fowler getting the ball as he moves it to about the 46-yard line. We'll give him two yards in the play, second down, and eight yards to go. Well, yeah, they they haven't had their putter. That's one thing about it. We, we don't mention him a lot. Spencer Wyant only averaging 34 yards a kick, but the guy. Uh, does he ever get a chance I to don't, kick? I don't think he ever does. Not very much. He hasn't here today. Morningside has scored a touchdown on every drive. They have uh, touched the football here today. 41-3. Morningside has got the lead. We're in quarter number two here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Jason Gaines, play action pass. Throws her downfield. Johnson is out there. He can't get there. Johnson is mixed up with uh, with Turk. That one was thrown a little bit too far, but Darian Turk and Johnson battling it out down the far sideline. Pass incomplete. Third down at eight yards to go. Well, here we are again at third and long. 8.07 to play here in quarter number two. And the Hastings Challenge defense over here on the near sidelines trying to figure out something that's going to work out there. Just a stop would be a, a victory. Yeah, no doubt. Third down and eight yards to go. Hastings with the ball on their 47-yard line. 
There's a hand out there. It's going to be Fowler as he brings it to the 49, and Hastings will have to punt. All right, so Hastings will have to punt the football again and give the ball back to a morning side. This is a fourth down situation. So here comes the uh, punt team. Fourth down and five yards to go. Hastings with the ball on their own 49. Berg comes out. He'll return the punt now for Morningside as he settles inside his 15-yard line. Chad Berg, he's averaging about eight yards per return. Brandon Bockelin to do the punting chores for Hastings, averaging 37.2 at a 71-yard kick, which is his longest of the season earlier in this ballgame. He kicks this one away, and it's going to be partially deflected. Partially blocked down. The ball bounces at the 35 to the 30 to the 25 to the 24-yard line before he is finally going to be down there. And getting through there, again, was going to be a Dom Flessinger as he gets his hands in there. Deflects that ball away off of the foot of Bacco, but he gets a little bit of a roll here as they down the football, down around the 25-yard line. So first down, 10 yards to go. Here comes the side Mustangs again. Oh, boy. You hear that locomotive run as they uh, come out on the field. They have put up some huge numbers here today, and uh, you're going to see the starters pretty much uh, through three quarters of this game at least. Here's a Kavan looking inside. Now he's in trouble. Kavan trying to power his way across the 25 to the 26-yard line. Gets outside the uh, hash mark as he was coming to the near side before he's finally brought down there. Tackle is made in there by Brandon Barbosa. The rover for Hastings College. That was a pickup of only one yard in the play. That's a successful play for the Bronco defense. We held them to a one-yard gain. Salzman now hands the ball away to Kavan. Kavan's at the 25. He brings it to the 29-yard line. So a pickup of three yards in the play by Kavan before he's brought down on the far side. That's going to be Imanye Lazarevich over there making the stop for Hastings College defensively. I think this first time Morningside's looked at a third and long. Had third down and six yards to go for the Stangs. Wide receivers versus Stags split out to the left side. Three wide receivers in a little group to the right side. Here's Salzman. He wants to throw. Toss it across the middle. It's going to be incomplete. Incomplete pass thrown there. And now we might get to see the putter. That's a Kelly McBride in there for Hastings. They didn't know if uh, he was going to make her back on the football field. This year or not, but McBride is in there. He's uh, slow and getting up. And now the Bronco defense going to get a round of applause here as we finally hold Morningside. So here comes here comes the punter, Spencer Wyatt, who averages 34.2 yards per kick. The first stop of the day for Hastings College at the 6:17 mark of the second quarter. 41 to three is the score. Oh my. Here comes the kick. That's a good one. Jacob Tarr is going to watch that go over his head. It bounces the 10, 5, and into the end zone. That's a 50, 60, 65. That's a pretty long kick there, too. Bounces at the 10 and gets into the end zone. 72 yards. Wow. So we've seen a 72-yarder by Morningside, a 71-yarder by Hastings here in the first half. Well, and the Broncos, they'll have the football at the 20-yard line on this uh, drive. So the Bronco D... Holds a three and out. We'll see what the offense can do. They've been able to move the football a little bit on this uh, morning side defense. I've only gotten three points on the board, but, well, i got to think just baby steps. They're going to have Anthony Cloyd staying in there as the uh, running back for Hastings. Just to the left of Jason Gaines, and they're going to give him a ball as Cloyd brings it across the 20 onto about the 21 or 22-yard line. So a short gain on the play there. 
Tackle is made in there by the Stangs. Jason uh, Lupus making the uh, stop there for Morningside. Picking up of two yards in the play, second down and eight yards to go. Clock running, 540 to play here in the second quarter. Hastings trailing the ball game 41 to 3. Jason Gaines waiting for the ball here with a glove on his right hand. And now we got this one being uh, blown dead here. It's going to go against Hastings. False start, number four, offense. Five yard penalty, second down. Jordan Johnson, the uh, Z wide receiver, was in motion there. So now it costs Hastings five. Now it's second down. Second down and eight yards to go. He sings to the ball back here in their own territory. Working north to south, left to right here in this uh, second period today. Morningside has beaten Hastings 12 straight years. They lead the overall series with the Broncos 13-2. Here's a Jason Gaines. His pass across the middle is going to be tipped and intercepted. Intercepted here by the Mustangs running the ball back at the 20, 15, down to the 10, down to the 9-yard line. Getting the pick there right across the uh, center portion of the field is Taylor James. That's his third interception of the season. He's a senior safety for uh, the morning side out of Westfield, Iowa. He gets the interception, and it's the second turnover for Hastings. 14th pick of the season for Morningside, and 20-yard return. That one there was a ball that... uh, was intended, I believe, to Glenn Wallace across the middle. Wallace uh, wasn't able to get a couple of hands on it. It went free out of his hand into the safeties. He returns it all the way down. They'll actually spot it at the 10-yard line where Morningside will set up shop. All right, they're only leading 41-3 to here in the ballgame. There's a Loberg as he tries to get outside, and he's going to be stopped. The ball Fumbled. may have came loose down there. Big, big stack up down there. The Broncos say they have the ball. And let's see, the officials have not indicated yet as they try to unstack things over there at about the nine-yard line. Loberg taking the ball, and uh, Hastings comes out of there with the football. Tar comes out of there with a football for Hastings. Jacob Tar. Yeah, and, and just foolish, foolish mistakes. That's going to go on Hastings College as Jacob Tar run with the football, and he threw it down up here at the 30. And that's going to be a personal foul on sportsmanlike conduct on Hastings College. That'll be half of the distance to the goal line. by Hastings after the play on sportsmanlike conduct number 16, Hastings College. Half the distance to the goal, first down. Well, they didn't rule it on. Well, yeah, the, they didn't give it to Tar. Tar threw the football out here at about the 30, and that's when the flag came. And Barbosa is the guy who's going to be hit with a personal foul. So Hastings has the ball for the second straight time. We stop Morningside. Hastings gets the uh, fumble recovery there from Jacob Tarr. The fumble from Loberg, the Randolph Cardinals. He coughs up the pig. Hastings pounces on the ball, and now uh, Barbosa hit with a personal foul. So Hastings will have it here at the five-yard line. First down and 10 for the Broncos. Tony got an explanation, and he turned around and simply just shook his head. Just silly mistakes, and... I'm sure he's going to light him up here. He's going to find out uh, what exactly went on. That's uh, He was all right with the with the ruling. They have first down for Hastings. There's a Jason Gaines going to hand the ball away. There's Cloyd. He's into the open. 20, 25, 30. Cloyd switches hands with the ball. He's at the 50, 40, down to the 35-yard line of Morningside. How about that? Anthony Cloyd moves the ball from the 5-yard line all the way to the 35 of Morningside. 
First and 10, Hastings. 61-yard run all the way from the five. Just a uh, trap play right up the middle. And Cloyd with uh, a good burst of speed got into the secondary. And then it was a foot race all the way downfield. He wasn't going to win that with the speed of the defensive backs of Morningside. But he gets all the football all the way down to the 34-yard line. Big run there by Hastings College. All right, the Broncos trailing 41-3 to here in the ball game. Now with four minutes and 20 seconds to play in the second quarter. Hastings has got the ball in Morningside territory. Gaines stands in the pocket, pulls it back. Now he's going to run it, 35. Gaines still on his feet to the 32, 31-yard line before he's brought down over there. Tackle is made in there by the Mustangs. Bo Ells. Jack Dot, that's going to be uh, Circonvic. Nate Circonvic, number 99, who brings him down. On the right side, it was a pickup of two yards and a play. Second down and eight yards to go. Hastings with the ball now down here at the Morningside 32-yard line. Jason winning for the ball here. He backs up, surveys the field, throws a quick pass across the middle. It's going to be incomplete. They want an interference call there. They didn't get it. Boy, the umpire was right there, but he was trying to get out of the road. Yeah, if that was an interference, it was probably on him. Yeah. Kaleo Buckman was the intended receiver. Back in coverage was a Taylor Jones for Morningside and also the uh, the back judge back here. He was right in the way. So it's an incomplete pass. Sometimes the officials just kind of get stuck in the play. It happens more times than not. Yeah. They're down in uh, eight yards to go. Yeah, just can't get out of the road there. And uh, Buckman on one-on-one pass coverage there. That was one-on-two. He had to deal with well, the guys. One-on-two, yeah, yeah. He had to get the official out of the road. They're down at eight yards to go. He sings now with the ball at the morning side, 32-yard line. Trailing in this contest by a score of 41-3. to Now we got another penalty flag down. A delay of game on Hastings. Delay of game, number three, offense. Five-yard penalty, third down. So that's the second delay of game call we've had on Hastings offensively here today. That's going to push the ball back here to the 37-yard line. So three minutes and 29 seconds to play here in quarter number two. Morningside... Striking early and often here in this ballgame. Had a 27 to nothing lead after the first quarter. Morningside with one fumble today. Hastings has got a couple of turnovers in the ballgame. Here's Jason. He wants to throw. He does. Far side is going to be incomplete. Trying to get it to Johnson over there in the far sideline. Again, Jason ends up on the seat of his pants out here at the 49-yard line. As Morningside knocks him down again. Boy, they have dialed up a lot of pressure on Jason here today. His uh, numbers, 3 of 14 passing, 79 yards. He's connected to Johnson on a 39er and a 32-yard pass completion. But, again, they have been uh, all over him today. I've really been watching, and it's been a many different players. If it's not, though, the whole front line of the, the four, they've really been all over Jason. Here's Bunkle. He gets his punt away. Berg signals for the fair catch, but it's going to be over his head. It's going to be down inside the five-yard line, and Hastings is going to down the football at the two. That's the second time today the Broncos have pinned Morningside back deep inside their own five-yard line. Tell you what, Bockel's had a tremendous day. He's had some real good punts, and I think they'll officially spot that down inside the one. Yeah, about the uh, knows the football is going to be uh, right on the one-yard line. So 99 yards. Away from pay dirt. Bronco defense, although, has come up with a three and out, and then they come up with a football 
on a fumble. So we'll see what uh, Morningside elects to do here with their offensive uh, standouts in the back, in the end zone here for uh, Steve Ryan. Yeah, they're going to hand the ball away here to uh, Kavan. Kavan just uh, slices forward here. McBride into the stop for Hastings defensively. That was a pickup of one yard in the play. So second down and nine yards to go. They've inched the ball out here now to the about the one and a half. Not much gain there whatsoever for Tyler Kavan, the Wahoo product, officially out of Weston, Nebraska. We'll call it second down and nine. Here's another running play to Kavan. That time he is uh, met here, and Hastings will be very close to recording his safety. The officials are looking in. And uh, they're going to say he's just across the uh, goal line. That was very, very close. Boy, I don't know. There was a lot of crimson in the backfield there. That was a good job by the Bronco defensive line. They have been handled all game long, but they really had a a good surge there. Boy, I thought they had it. They'll put the nose of the football right on the goal line. Yeah, the tail end of the football is sitting right at the goal line. Third down, 10 yards to go for Morningside. Soltzman's going to throw the football from nine yards deep. He's got a man out there, and he can't make the catch at the 40-yard line. Tanner Verstag, again, had two, three steps on his uh, defensive back for Hastings, and Verstag could not uh, bring her in for Morningside. That would have been six. Oh, my goodness. That was Jordan or uh, Josh Johnson on coverage on the far side. They were going for the home run ball, and I think with the breeze at the back, of Salsma that uh, made that pass difficult. It sailed on him a bit. That would have been a uh, that would have been a uh, been a, a record. You, yeah, you couldn't have got one no. any longer because the tail end of the football was at the goal line. But now the punter Wyatt in there to uh, punt the football away. Tarfield's at the fifty. All right, Tarn's got the ball. Dances to the forty-five yard line. He fumbles the football. It's loose. It's still loose, and I think well, it's still loose. Somebody pick it up. It's at the uh, forty-eight. Morningside had a couple of chances at it there, trying to scoop and run, but it still was loose down there, and finally Hastings falls on the ball. Wow. Morningside coaches beside us not happy with that because they had a couple of white shirts down there trying to make great plays instead of just falling on the ball. But Hastings gets back on top of it after a uh, Jacob Tarr fumble on the punt return. And Hastings has got it now at the Morningside 48-yard line. A minute and 56 seconds to play. Look at the white shirts as we look at the uh, replay in the booth there. All kinds of white shirts down there around the ball, but somebody came up with it at the bottom in crimson. So Hastings has got the ball back here. Trailing by the score of 41-3 to here in the first half. Wide receivers split out to the left side. Here's a running play. It's going to be Fowler with the ball. And Fowler leans forward as he tries to get to the 46-yard line. A pickup of two yards in the play. So, Morningside with the lead here. Again, they had a 27 to nothing advantage after the the first quarter. Hastings with a couple of stops here defensively in the uh, second period, but still trailing by a score of 41-3, to trying to get something going here offensively, maybe get into the end zone before halftime. Wide receivers split out to the left side. Jason Gaines wants to throw, backs up, throws the ball. It's going to be incomplete. Noah House, the intended receiver, he's uh, calling for a flag. You didn't get it. Xavier Spann was back there in coverage again for Morningside. So it's third down. Third down, eight yards to go. He sings with the ball at the Morningside, 46. Well, they're definitely letting him play in the uh, defensive secondary. There has been a lot of contact downfield with a lot of Bronco receivers. No calls. 
thus far today. There hadn't many, been much contact with the Broncos secondary and the Morningside receivers. They've just flat run by our defensive backs. The Broncos are looking at third and long, third and eight, the ball at the 46. I'll right, see if we can cash in here third down wise. And they're running play there to Fowler. And he's going to be brought down maybe at the line of scrimmage. No gain in the play in his fourth down. Hastings on the year, 38.5% on converting third downs. Morningside holds their opposition, though, to just, uh, <coughs> excuse me, 21%. And that time, uh, Hastings is going to be short of a first down. And we'll see what the Broncos want to do here. They can bring in the. Uh, the punt team. So Hastings will punt it here. Well, Bockel has had a, a great afternoon. He just pinned Morningside down inside the two-yard line, and the defense held. So we'll see what uh, what happens here. Bockel can get a good punt off. Berg is back deep here for Morningside. Comes up, signals for the fair catch again. And again, it takes a Hastings bounce. This one won't be as deep as they're going to get down to about the six-yard line. So they pin the Mustangs back deep on their last one. Down inside the uh, one-yard line. That one didn't roll nearly as far. It's going to be down here at the six-yard line. So now Mustangs allow the ball with 25 seconds to play here in the second quarter. So they've had nine possessions. They scored on their first six. Then they went fumble, three and out, three and out. Here they come again. And here they come again at the six-yard line with 25 seconds left to go here till halftime. I right, will see what Morningside uh, elects to do here. Salzman is going to turn and hand the ball away. They're going to keep it on the ground, busting through there across the 10-yard line. It's Cavan to the 15 to the 17-yard line. Pulled down by his shirt there by Perala of Hastings. They get the ball out to the 17-yard line. Clock will run down with 15 seconds to play. That's another first down for the Mustangs. Morningside will... Uh, Probably not snap it anymore. Nope, that's going to be all she wrote here. Is, uh, they're going to start walking to the uh, far sideline, and that's the end of the first half of play. That's the end of the first half of play. So the Hastings D with a little bit of momentum here at the end of the half. Stopping Morningside in a couple of series. But Hastings will have a, a big deficit to make up here in the second half. We're at halftime. Hastings College football action here this afternoon. The score, it's Morningside 41, Hastings 3. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, all also located in Sutton. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the barbecue trio every Friday night, and Saturday night is the brisket special. Join Rivals during every Husker and Hastings College game for a pizza and drink special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. 1230 K-H-A-S. And welcome back to the Osborne Sports Complex. Hastings College trailing. The score is 41-3. 
to a morning side here in the first half. We've got all the numbers, all the scoring. We have the Hastings College halftime scoreboard show coming up for you. We'll get things started. Like we said, uh, Morningside scored just about every time they touched the ball early in this uh, contest. They first, uh, scored the first six times they, they had it. In fact, their first one took the less than uh, two minutes into the ball game. They immediately went out and got the ball and went on a six-play, 70- or 86-yard drive. They got a touchdown from Trent Salzma to Zach Nicky to make it a 6 to nothing ball game as they missed the extra points. Morningside got the ball back again and scored on a 81-yard touchdown pass from Trent Salzma to Michael Whitehead. This time they hit on the point after touchdown. It was 13 to nothing in favor of Morningside. That was a three-play, 96-yard drive. They got the ball back four minutes later. They went on a seven-play, 80-yard drive as Salzma connects with Tanner Venderstag. The point after touchdown was good, 20 to nothing in favor of Morningside. Then the Broncos fumble the football away on their next series. Tyler Cavan. Gets another touchdown for Morningside. That's one on an 11-yard touchdown run. Four plays, 35 yards for the Stangs on that one. And Morningside had a 27 to nothing lead after one quarter. Hastings getting on the board in the early minute of the second quarter. They got a 20-yard field goal from Nikki G to make it a 27-3 ball game. Morningside comes right back their very next possession. Three plays, 78 yards. Solzma throws a touchdown pass of 26 yards to Dom Flessender. The point after touchdown was good, 34-3. And the final touchdown in the first half came on a Tyler Cavan 20-yard run. The gap off a four-play 80-yard drive. The point after was good, 41-3. One bright spot, Hastings didn't keep Morningside off of the scoreboard for the final nine minutes of the first half. So Hastings is trailing Jimmy here at halftime by a score of 41-3. to Well, we talked about it coming in. We needed to play a, a, almost a virtually a perfect football game to, to even closely compete with this Morningside football team. And we have had our share of uh, mistakes and bad fortunes here in this game, and that's what happens. Good football teams take advantage, and uh, they have flat got the job done in the first half. For Morningside in the football game in the first half, 19 first downs for the Mustangs. They rushed it 21 times for 167 yards. Passing numbers for Trent Solsma in that first half, 13 of 15 passing, 329 yards, four touchdowns in that first half. So a total of 36 offensive plays for 496 total yards in the first half. Looking at some uh, additional numbers here. Penalties in the first half. Morningside with five for 43 yards. And again, time of possession, not a lot for the Stangs. 11-31. They score very quickly whenever they get the football. Individual leaders in that first half. Tyler Cavan, 16 carries, 135. He's got two touchdowns in the game. Again, Salzman's numbers, 13 of 15 for 329 yards. We look at the uh, receiving numbers. Dom Flemeister with four receptions, 93 yards, and a touchdown. Tanner Van Steg with uh, three receptions and 34 yards. Jason Vanderkui, two receptions and 45. And Michael Whitehead, one for 81 yards. That was a, a touchdown. Leading tacklers in the uh, first half for Morningside, Caden McDonald with six. Luke Gruters with six. Chase Reese, the Grand Island Islander, with five. And Hunter East. Rounds out the attack with three. 
for Hastings College in the first half. Nine first downs for the Broncos. They rushed it 24 times for 145 yards. The numbers for Jason Gaines today so far, three of 17 passing, one interception, and 80 yards for Gaines. So a total of 41 offensive plays, 225 total yards. The Broncos with uh, five penalties as well to match Morningside's five for 25 yards. Time of possession, 18-29 for Hastings. Individual leaders in that first half, Anthony Cloyd, a good half. Four carries, 77 yards. His longest one, a 61-yarder. Taj Willingham with 57 yards on six carries. Jake Fowler with 24 yards on 11 carries. Receiving numbers today, Jordan Johnson with uh, two of the three pass completions by Gaines for 72 yards, and Ty Mercer one for eight. Bockle has punted a number of five times for an average of 46 yards. And defensive leaders, Jacob Tarr has six. Zach Perella with four. Josh Johnson with three tackles. And Nemanja Lazarevich. Rounds out the attack with uh, three tackles. But, again, uh, just some big numbers. And, again, when they uh, when they get the football being Morningside, they take very little time to move down the field. And, again, we've given up some big numbers today. Cavan, again, with 135 yards. And uh, Salsman has thrown for 329. That's only in a half of football. We've still got another half left. But uh, Morningside leads it here at halftime, 41-3. to three. All right, we've got the uh, Hastings College Halftime Scoreboard Show coming up for you. Get you some scores from the Great Plains Athletic Conference and from across the nation today, so stay with us. Get our score at halftime. It's Morningside 41, Hastings 3. You're listening to Bronco Football. When it comes to protecting what matters most, insure your car and home with Farm Bureau, and you'll have a combined policy with one deductible that can cover it all. That means faster claim resolution and less hassle, money saved in the long run, and an agent who can make things right when things go wrong. Farm Bureau agents make insurance simple. In Hastings, contact Farm Bureau agent Marty DeMuth at 402-463-2111. Securities and services offered through FBL Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. You've made a smart choice. Glenwood meets your home and business technology needs with an array of phone, internet, direct TV, or cable packages. Whether you want to keep up with your family or your online gaming competition, we've got the speed you need. At Glenwood, all our services are backed by a tech-savvy local team of customer service professionals. Learn more online at shopglenwood.net or speak with one of our service representatives at 402-756-3131. Glenwood, now with a local Hastings office. The Hastings College Halftime Scoreboard is brought to you by ASAP. Those letters stand for Area Substance Abuse and Alcohol Prevention. For more information, log on to asaap-ne.org. Hi, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field this afternoon. Welcome into the Hastings College Halftime Scoreboard Show. In the Great Plains Athletic Conference, again, Morningside with a lead over Hastings here at the break. The score is 41-3. to Dort has got a lead over uh, Concordia today. At halftime, the score, the Dort defenders 18 and Concordia 14. Dakota Wesleyan is leading Briar Cliff by a score of 34-12. to And nothing in yet on the Doan and Northwestern. They kicked off at 1 this afternoon, but haven't seen a score come across our... Uh, facilities there. Doan playing at uh, Northwestern today. So Dort has got the lead over Concordia. Dakota Wesleyan comfortably ahead of Briarcliff at halftime and Morningside with a lead here, 41-3. to 
over uh, Hastings College at the break. Checking some uh, major college football scores going on today. As far as the top 25 is concerned, Mississippi State has upset Texas A&M today. Texas A&M was ranked number four in the country, and Mississippi State beat Texas A&M today 35-28. to So that's a huge upset as Texas A&M was up there in the college football uh, playoff standings as well. Mississippi State dashes any homes here for the Aggies 35-28. to That's the final score today. The number nine rated team, Auburn, has picked up a win. They beat Vanderbilt today by a score of 23-16. to Eighth-ranked Wisconsin has the lead over Northwestern. They've got nine minutes to play in that ballgame, 21-7. Wisconsin with a the lead there. Number 21, North Carolina, is leading Georgia Tech 48-20. They've got 11 minutes to play in the fourth quarter. And a final score in, number seven, Louisville, beat Boston College today by a score of 52-7. to We'll take a break, come back and check some more college football scores as we continue with the Hastings College Halftime Scoreboard right after this. Hi, this is Stephanie Creechwill, the Executive Director of ASAP. ASAP is proud to introduce the Challenging College Alcohol Abuse Program in our community. Challenging College Alcohol Abuse is an evidence-based positive social norm campaign that works to reduce binge drinking episodes in college students. This program corrects misperceptions regarding attitudes towards alcohol and encourages the development of policies to maintain a safe environment for all students. For more information, please contact ASAP at 463-0524 or log on to asap-ne.org. All right, back here on the Hastings College Halftime Scoreboard Show. Got some more scores, some major college football for you today. With under nine minutes to go now in the fourth quarter, it's Air Force leading Army by a score of 31 to 12. Twelve minutes to play in the fourth quarter. It's Texas leading Texas Tech 45 to 30. With 15 seconds to play in the game, Indiana has a nine-point lead over Rutgers, so it looks like the Hoosiers are going to win their fifth ball game of the season. Indiana 33 and Rutgers 24 in the fourth quarter with about 13 minutes to play. Illinois has got the lead over Michigan State. Spartans having a tough time here in the Big Ten this year. They are 0-5. They're trailing Illinois today by a score of 24-17. to Again, they got 13 minutes to play. In that game, Wisconsin's got the lead over Northwestern, 21-7. to they still got about nine minutes to play in that game. With 5.26 to play in the first half, Texas-San Antonio out on top of Middle Tennessee, 21-7. to In the first quarter, with about three minutes to play, Wake Forest, 7, and Virginia, 6. Mississippi State has beaten Texas A&M, as we mentioned before, 35-28 to today. Louisville with a win over Boston College, 52-7. to Another final score in is Auburn over Vanderbilt, 23-16. to Ole Miss, winners over Georgia Southern today, 37-27. to Navy beat Notre Dame today, the final of 28-27. to So Navy improves to 6-2 and on the season. Notre Dame is now 3-6. and so the game's just getting started. You've got Purdue playing at Minnesota. You've got Maryland playing at Michigan. Texas State at Appalachian State. Now the game will kick off here at 2.30. Also at 2.30, it'll be Oklahoma State playing Kansas State. 
Also kicking off at 2.30 will be Syracuse and Clemson. Other scores for you. 14 and a half minutes to play. Well, actually, that one's just getting started. Virginia Tech and Duke are 30 seconds into the ballgame. No score between Virginia Tech and Duke. And those are all the final scores in uh, major college football for you here today. Again, Nebraska, they'll be playing later on today. The Huskers will take on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Pre-game coverage is already underway over on the Breeze. KOIQ 94.5. The kickoff tonight at the Horseshoe in Columbus, Ohio will be at 7 o'clock. Lots of sports activity taking place here at uh, Hastings College today. Volleyball is in a match with the uh, Dort defenders inside at Lynn Farrell Arena. Later on at 4 o'clock today, the men's basketball team, Billy Gavers and the Broncos, are sitting at 1-1 one and one in the season. They'll host uh, Sterling College out of Kansas. That game will tip off at 4 o'clock today over in the arena. At 7.30 tonight here at the Lloyd Wilson Field, it'll be second-round play in the GPAC Women's Postseason Tournament. Hastings College beating Dort in the opening round uh, last week. They'll take on Morningside coming up tonight at 7.30. So volleyball, men's basketball, and uh, women's soccer, in addition to football, all taking place here on a busy Saturday on the campus of Hastings College. In the scores uh, in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, Dort has got the lead over Concordia 18-14 to at halftime. Dakota Wesleyan with a lead over Briar Cliff. 34-12, Hastings trailing Morningside, 41-3 here at halftime, and nothing in yet on Doon and Northwestern. That's the Hastings College Halftime Scoreboard Show. We've got the second half coming up. You're listening to Bronco Football. You've been listening to the Hastings College Halftime Scoreboard, brought to you by ASAP, Area Substance Abuse and Alcohol Prevention. ASAP partners with local agencies and schools to help change the attitudes and raise awareness about the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse. For more information, log on to asaap-ne.org. Stay tuned. The second half is coming up on your home and away voice of the Hastings College Broncos, 1230 KHAS. At Hastings College, there are only 12 students to each professor. We don't have 300-seat lecture halls, so you get to be you, not a number. Hastings College is a great place. Go to Hastings.edu to find out more. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles, good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. Are you in need of a meeting place? The Glenwood Business Center has a new state-of-the-art executive boardroom for rent by the hour, day, or week. It's a beautiful new facility in downtown Hastings and perfect for your professional business meeting, a classroom and training event, or just a private off-site location to hold your next meeting. Glenwood can help plan your complete meeting with catering, snacks, and concierge services. Call today, 402-303-1000 to reserve your meeting date. 1230 KHAS. So Hastings College is trailing uh, Morningside here at halftime. The score is 41-3. to Just got word from uh, inside at Lynn Farrell Arena. Hastings losing today. The uh, second-ranked team of the nation. Hastings beaten by the uh, Dort defenders in four games today inside in volleyball. Dort winning the match today 21-25. 25-19, 25-21, and 25-12. 
That's uh, only the second loss of the season for the Hastings College volleyball team. They lose today to nationally ranked Dort. But actually inside at Lindfell Arena. So it's 41-3. to Our score here, Jimmy, at uh, halftime. Hastings obviously with uh, a lot of wood to chop, so to speak, here in the second half. But, hey, look on the bright side. you got to find something positive to talk about at halftime. And that's Hastings uh, kept Northwestern, or rather, uh, Morningside out for the scoreboard for the final nine minutes of the first half here. Morningside rolling up 400 and some yards of uh, total offense, almost 500 yards in the first half. But, hey, we're down 41 to three. We still got two quarters to play. You talk about the uh, momentum, Hastings, if you want to say that, uh, had, has a little momentum rolling in. They were able to uh, hold Morningside on a couple of three and outs, forced him to punt. They come up with a with a fumble down inside the 10-yard line on another drive. So we'll see what the Bronco uh, offense can do. Again, not a lot of numbers for Hastings uh, officially in that uh, first half of action for Hastings, 225 yards. A lot of that was uh, on the ground with uh, – Hastings College, again, Cloyd got loose on a 61-yard run. He's got 77 yards in four carries, and Taj with uh, six carries, 57 yards. Jason Gaines, this is just what a good pressure defense will do for you when you've got a front four that can rush, and they bring blitzes from all different sides of the field. He's only completed three out of 17 passes here in this first half for just 80 yards. He's been picked off once. That really was not his fault. That ball was a, a tip ball to Glenn Wallace. And Morningside comes up with the football. But, again, uh, they just got to stop uh, Salzman, the quarterback. He's thrown for over 300 this half. And Tyler Cavan has run wild. He's uh, 16 carries, 135 yards, and two touchdowns for Cavan. That offensive line is just flat getting the job done, giving uh, Salzman the time to throw and opening up some seams for Cavan. Yeah, Morningside scored in their first six possessions. First six times they got the ball, they – Put points on the scoreboard. That's uh, pretty effective. And, again, Hastings was able to keep Morningside off of the scoreboard for the final nine minutes of the uh, first half. So, hey, we'll see what happens here in uh, half number two. Stranger things have happened. Yeah, the Broncos uh, are actually Morningside with uh, two drives that first half of three plays, two drives that were a four plays, a six play, and the longest drive was a seven play, 80 yards. But, uh, I mean, when they're – when they're connecting on three plays, 96 yards, going the virtually the whole length of the football field in no time at all. They've just had receivers run right by our defensive backs. We've had really no answer when Salsman has uh, decided to dial the football up. Our uh, player of the game in the, in the first half had to be our punter. Brandon yeah, Brandon Bockel. Bockel. He, yeah. Had a, he had a, a great first half punting, five punts. He averaged 46 yards per kick. But he also uh, nailed Morningside back deep inside the uh, five-yard line a couple of times. One time down around the uh, one-yard line. Morningside unable to do anything with the ball at that point. So Hastings uh, got some good punting in the first half from Brandon Bockel. But when that's your highlights, you're, you're, you know, you're really scratching to, to find something. And Hastings obviously is way behind this ball game, 41-3 to here at halftime. Yeah, it'll be Cloyd and Fowler dropping back deep here. For Hastings, they will get the opening kickoff as they won the toss, deferred for the second half. So Hastings will be moving left to right, north to south here as we get ready to start quarter number three. So we actually got a couple of new guys back there. Our kickoff return team has not been uh, very good here as of late with uh, Taj Willingham and and uh, Adrian Petty. So now we got to Fowler and Cloyd back there to try their luck. Here comes the run-up on the boot. Second half is underway, and Fowler's, or rather, uh, Cloyd's going to bring the ball back here at the 20-25. He fumbles the football out here at the 30-yard line. It's still loose. 
Again, it goes out of bounds, and let's see. If he maintained possession, Morningside's got the football. They clearly made the, re- the uh, recovery. It was right here on the uh, Broncos' sideline. I think they gave the ball back to Hastings, didn't they? Yeah, I think it went out of bounds. The ball was fumbled out of bounds, no possession in bounds. Therefore, Hastings College will retain possession first down. Hastings so, College. So we dodge a wow. bullet on the opening kickoff of the second half. That was a crushing blow on special teams down there as Cloyd brought it up around the uh, near side numbers. Took a big shot. The ball bounces down on the ground. And fortunately enough, Morningside does not maintain possession. The drive will start at the 29-yard line. So he sings with the ball here at the beginning of the third quarter. They're trailing the ball bank, uh, ball game by a score of 41-3. to Jason wants to run. And he's going to be uh, brought down right here at the uh, line of scrimmage. He wanted to throw the football initially, but then was forced to run with it. And he's brought down here. By uh, Morningside. That's a Caden McDonald making a crushing blow on our quarterback, Jason Gaines. McDonald, a junior linebacker. He's the second leading tackler on the team. He had 47 stops coming in here. He stops Jason Gaines for no gain on the play at the 29-yard line. Hastings now looking at second down and 10 yards to go. Three wide receivers split out to the left side of the formation. Hastings is trailing big time here. In the second half, it's 41-3. to three. Gaines hands the ball away. He's trying to slide through there. He's going to be Jim Fowler. Howard, he can be stopped here at the 30-yard line. Fowler picks up one yard, so now it's second down and nine. Luke Gruder is in on the uh, stop there for Morningside. He's their number one tackler, senior from Rock Rapids, Iowa. So now it's third down and nine yards to go. He sees the ball at the 30-yard line. Just watching that play develop, they try to run the inside trap to this side of the field. And again, it just shows the speed of their linebackers able to get over there. There was a seam, but again, it closed up very quickly. This is a very quick defense out there for Steve Ryan. Third down and nine yards to go. Jason Gaines backs up, eludes one man out, throws it near side. Noah House hauls it in right here at the first down stakes. And I think that's going to be good enough for a, a first down here at the 40-yard line. Yeah. Noah House grabs that ball right here on the sideline, popped out of bounds, but he grabs the ball enough for the uh, first down, so Hastings will move the sticks. Hastings with the ball out here to the 39-yard line, 13-15 to play in the third quarter. Noah House getting into the uh, statistics books. His first catch of the afternoon will give him 11. Ball out at the 39-yard line, first and 10. That's Fowler in the backfield now as he moves to the left side of Gaines. Fowler's going to get the call here. Fowler moves across the 40-yard line, still on his feet to 42-43-yard line before he's brought down there. Taylor James in on the stop that time for a Morningside. So they get the ball up to the 44-yard line. We'll give Fowler a pickup of five yards in the play. Hastings now looking at second down and five yards to go. Jake now with 34 yards on 13 carries. He's getting a workout today up the middle. And, uh, boy, give Fowler a lot of credit. He's been hit and beat and banged around in this football game. But second, third, and fourth effort. Got him a gain of five. Going to bring up second down to five. Ball at the 44-yard line. All right, wide receivers again, left and right. Jason waiting on the snap. He's got it. They're going to give the ball this time to Cloyd, and he's going to be stacked up. Gets it to the 45-yard line. Cloyd picks up a yard or so. Luke Gibbs actually came out of there with the ball. He made the stop and came out of there with the ball, but the officials don't agree. That's going to be a short gain here for... Anthony Cloyd for Hastings. Now it's going to bring up a third down situation. We'll give him one yard in the play. Third down four. Hastings with the ball here at their own 45-yard line. Noah House, your wide receiver, split to the right side. Jordan Johnson will go to the left side of the formation now. So wide out that direction. 
Jason Gaines waiting for the snap. He's got it. Here comes the pressure. Look out. Gets away from Gibbs. Gaines throws the ball. That's going to be off with the fingertips of Wallace, and a penalty flag goes down. Yeah, Gibbs came in there. He nearly pulls down to Jason Gaines. I think somebody held Gibbs. Look at that big monster out there. You know, that guy, unless he's got a pretty face underneath there, he's perfect for Halloween. That guy is just one big, scary guy, long hair flowing out of the back of the uh, the helmet of Gibbs, and he's put together. He He's a freak. He was uh, he granted was Brandon granted Bronco a medical punt for the Broncos. He was granted a medical hardship last season after he played in only two games due to an injury. And he was a first time all G Pack performer in 2014, but he's back on the squad now and making his presence known. The flag was against Hastings. It's going to be declined by Morningside, so that's going to be a punt now for the Broncos after they picked up a, a first down. This is fourth down and four yards to go. Here's the kick. Baku gets it away. Not a very good one, but it's going to have a nice roll here. His worst kick of the day, and it's going to be down here at the 22-yard line. Well, there was a situation where two players went at it from the initial snap. was Mendenhall and Gibbs, and they started at about the 40, and then they ran downfield, and Gibbs grabbed a hold of Mendenhall at about the 45. <laughs> Taylor turns around, throws him to the turf, so we're going to have a, a penalty coming out of here. It's going to go on one of the two, I, or maybe on both of them, maybe offsetting. During the kick, personal foul, unnecessary roughness, number 11 of the receiving team. That penalty will be forced half distance for the end of the kick. First down, Morningside. I don't know how they didn't see Gibbs and Mendenhall going at it down here. That's right where the penalty flag was. I think he got the number wrong. But a penalty against... Uh, I think he said 11, did he? Oh, yeah, 11. Yeah, Gibbs uh, is 11 on the other side. So they, they nailed him on the penalty. That'll be six for Morningside. And this drive here for the Stangs will start at the... 11-yard line. All right, so Morningside, they scored their first six possessions. Got into a big lead over Hastings. They haven't scored yet here in this one. This is their first chance in the uh, third quarter. There's a running play to a Cavan. Cavan slides through their 15-yard line out to the 18 before he's finally brought down. That's a Kelly McBride back in there for Hastings. McBride had surgery on his... uh, his left, his left hand, he's got a big cast there. There's a pass to the near sideline, and running with the ball across the 35 out to the 38-yard line again is going to be uh, Don Flemister. Flemister picks up the first down for Morningside down the near sideline. They move down to the 36 quickly again. Solzman throws it to the far side again across the 40, 45, approaching Bronco territory, and finally brought down at about the 49. That's Tanner Verstag. Receiving the ball there for uh, Morningside. And we mentioned earlier that Morningside lost their two top receivers in the first two games of the year this year. But I'll tell you what, Verstag and Vander Cooey have come in and done a great job. They've got 73 passes between them coming into this ball game here today. First down and 10. Morningside with the ball here at the 49. There's a pass thrown out there again. It's going to be caught by uh, Flemister, and he's out of bounds as he brings it into Hastings College territory across the 45 down to about the 41-yard line. Morningside quickly up to the line of scrimmage, though. They started off yeah. the ball game with this pace, and now they're uh, starting it off here in the second half. A quick pace here as they're up to the line of scrimmage. Three wide receivers go to the right side of the formation. 
Here's uh, Salzman. He's going to swing the ball out here. It's going to be grabbed at the 43, across the 40, 35, 30, down the sideline, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. He walks her into the end zone. Walks her into the end zone. Just a swing pass thrown out to uh, Michael Whitehead, and he takes it the distance for Morningside, and they score on their first possession of the second half. Whitehead's seventh touchdown on the season. That is five touchdown passes for Salsa. Salsma in the game. He is now... Eclipsed the 400 yard of passing mark at 410. And Morningside puts another six on. Boy, when they decide to put the foot on the gas pedal, it is impressive. So Salzman throws a touchdown pass to Michael Whitehead to get things started here in the second half of play. The point after touchdown is good, and the Mustangs tack on seven more points here. Ten minutes and five seconds to play. We're in the third quarter. It's Morningside 48, Hastings 3. Insurance Plus Financial Services wants you to compare your homeowners and auto insurance. Insurance Plus is an allied insurance agent. Allied, a nationwide company, on your side. Let them compare and make sure you're not paying too much and also that your coverage is adequate. It's a simple process that could save you some money. With Allied Insurance Plus, you'll know that should something happen, you're covered. Allied, a nationwide company, on your side. And Insurance Plus providing sound, trusted coverage. Insurance Plus Financial Services in Fairfield and 715 South Burlington and Hastings. Call 461-4465. 1230 KHAS. I see Nebraska danger quarterback Jamel Sewell is uh, down on the Hastings College coaching staff here this afternoon. I don't know if the Nebraska danger could beat this team. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, uh, this is impressive. These guys over here to the left, meaning the Morningside coaches, they haven't broke sweat all day. They're almost like a bunch of schoolboys. bunch of mice over there you hardly even hear a peep out of them we've had some coaching staffs be up on top of the table and chairs and everything and cool as a cucumber boy morningside we can't even get our defense set before they run another play fowler will take that one at the five right, he brings her back here 20 25 26 27 yard line that's where hastings will start from their 27 I mean, they, they run plays. That's the pace they started the game with and just went up and down the field as quick as could be, and they start that pace. And, man, I can't even get things uh, hardly set down for first downs and yardage and everything else. But, boy, when they, they push the gas pedal, they are almost unstoppable. They've got another gear. Boy. Uh, no doubt about it. 48-3. to three. You can hear uh, a pin drop in this joint today. No uh, excitement, of course, at Morningside. Jumped on us early within the first two minutes of this football game. Now Jason fumbles the football. He's going to go back and cover it up back here at the 20-yard line. So a loss of nine yards in a play. Gaines has that one just going through his fingertips. And he's got a fall on it back here at the 20-yard line. So he seems now in a second-and-long situation. On a range at Porters, we knew this was going to be a, a tough one. He seems had to play a... A perfect game, and then I don't think even a Hastings perfect game would have been good enough. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I mean, if if you could virtually, I'd, I would have loved to see the ESPN has the percentage chance of win. I it had to be in the upper nineties for uh, for Morningside. Second down and long. Second down and seventeen. They say here's a pass swung out here. It's going to be caught and bobbled. The ball is loose, and it's, it's an incomplete pass. Morningside was on top of that one. That was Mercer. Time Mercer had it in his hands and kind of bobbled the ball. Looked like he was going to the circus. Well, he heard footsteps. He had a couple of Morningside defenders bearing down on him, and it don't take those dudes a long time to get over there. They are fast, and they'll lay a blow on you. He drops the football down, so now that third and long situation we've been talking about 
all day long. Although Hastings has picked up a couple of third and longs here in this ball game, it'll be third and 17 to be exact. The ball at the 21 yard line. Wide receivers, three of them split out to the left side this time. They're going to keep the ball on the ground as they give it to a Fowler, and he's going to be stacked up right at the line of scrimmage. Fowler trying to find a little seam there, and uh, couldn't do it. Tackle is made by Chase Reese again, a sophomore defensive lineman out of Grand Island. So uh, not much there for Fowler's fourth down. Fourth and 17, guess what? Morningside's offense is going to come back on the field. and Yeah, get they're, some they're pretty- foaming. Pretty good field position as the winds pick up uh, now a little bit here out of the south. So Bockel has had a good afternoon, but uh, this in here is going to be a, a tough one with the breeze. Morning side, good field position here. Here comes the pressure. Bockel does not get away. A very good kick. It bounces at the 45 across the 50 inside uh, morning side territory to the 45. So they'll have a 55-yard field to uh, work with here. Bronco football here this afternoon on 1230 KHIS and also online at www.hastingslink.com. Next week, we wrap up the 2016 season. We'll be in Seward. Take on the Concordia Bulldogs. Their time will be at 12 o'clock noon next week. The kickoff will be at 1 o'clock. Morningside back with the ball. And now their first teamers, they, they play most of the game despite the 48-3 lead. There's a Cavan carrying the ball to the 50-yard line. A pickup of five yards on a play for Cavan. Second down, five yards to go. Wide receivers again, left and right. Here's Cavan, big hole, 45-40 of Hastings, 35-30 down to the 29-yard line. Tackle is made in there by Darren Scott, who's into the ball game now for Hastings at one of the corners. Huge hole again for a Tyler Cavan. Well, you don't even hear the Morningside fans they got a bunch of them over there. In fact, uh, there's a Cavan again running with the ball, 25-20, takes it to the sideline, 15. He's down around the uh, 10-yard line before he's run out of bounds. You don't even hear the Morningside fans over there. They're so used to this. <laughs> How would that be a, be a fan of this team? Yeah, you win a lot. but <laughs> Here they go again, the line of scrimmage. Two back-to-back 22-yard gains by Cavan, and he'll get another handoff. Here's a Cavan five-yard line. He stumbles to the two. He's into the end zone for the touchdown. Cavan takes it into the end zone for another touchdown. This one from seven yards out, and it's now 54-3 to in favor of the Mustangs. Well, Cavan continues to add to his numbers in the ball game. well over 200 yards, capped off with a seven-yard touchdown run right there. They are just... Boy, that one there, they decided not to throw the football. They thought this drive will go ahead and rush it. Well, they did. That uh, drive was four plays. All Cavan, he scores, and a PAT pending here for Morningside. Goodness. Four plays, 55 yards there for uh, Morningside. Now penalty flags are down. Full start, number 56, offense. Five-yard penalty. Replay the try. All right, we're going to have a, a false start up there on that, that line. This looks like the uh, right guard. Jumps the gun a little bit, so we have a, another try here. Point after touchdown, 54-3. to three. The Morningside Mustangs have the lead here over Hastings. Here comes the uh, PAT. It is up there, and a PAT is drilled there by Jared Amundsen, the special teams player of the week last week in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. So, again, the scoring was a seven-yard touchdown run by Tyler Cavan at the 7.33 mark. Point after touchdown, good. We'll take a break to score Morningside 55, Hastings 3. 
When a customer comes into Bob Sass Flowers and sees an item that strikes their fancy, there's sort of a subtle widening of the eyes and a raising of an eyebrow that lets us know our gift selection is still unique enough to get that reaction. This is Amy from Bob Sass Flowers, and we continue to be the land of oohs and ahs with our ever-changing, ever-updating gift selections. Come see us. Real people, real love. Flowers and gifts from Bob Sass Flowers of Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Well, Dakota Wesleyan putting it to um, Briar Cliff today. 41 to 12. They're in the third quarter. 41 to 12. Dakota Wesleyan with a lead over Briar Cliff up the Dakota Dome. 55 to 3 here. Morningside has rolled up 638 yards of total offense so far in this ballgame. That's kind of the, the norm for them. They averaged 581. Wow. That's a number one in the nation. They averaged 54 points per game. They got 55 on the board here this afternoon. Just, <laughs> All I can see here, just shake your head. Yep. Another day's work. Bronco offense out on the field here. Broncos in the second half with uh, six carries minus two. And we've had one pass completion for 11 yards, so not a lot of offense here. The Broncos will take over at the 25-yard line. Running against the uh, number three defense in the nation here this afternoon. Here's a Gaines. He wants to throw the ball, throws it down the left sideline. Johnson is out here, but he can't make the catch. Going up against uh, Darian Turk. Matched up over there on the right side. We got a penalty flag down. The guys in the white shirts here. Wow. I don't know what's wrong with his mic. Yeah, his the wind is not blowing that terribly bad. That's a penalty against Hastings. They couldn't pull it out of there, but it looks like a holding call against Hastings. Sam Morris, 72. There we go. Put it back here at the uh, 16-yard line. So first and 20 for the uh, Hastings College offense. Trying in this ball game by a score of 55-3, to and we are in the third quarter here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. There's a, a handoff. It's going to be Anthony Cloyd. Takes it off a left tackle, brings it across the 20, out to about the 23-yard line. Now, Morningside, they've done this all year long. Here are their scores. They beat Ottawa in their first game of the year, 62 to nothing. They beat Dort, 87-14. to Wisconsin Whitewater beat this team 35-21. But then Morningside comes back to beat Concordia 55-13. Morningside beat Doan 69-7. Morningside beat Midland 34-17. Morningside beat Briarcliff 70 to nothing, And then they beat uh, Dakota Wesleyan last week by a score of 39-6. So that's uh, just kind of a, a norm here today. It's 55-3. Morningside with a lead over Hastings as the Broncos keep the ball on the ground to about the 23-yard line. And Hastings will be looking at a third down and long, third down and 12 yards to go. Hastings are trying to regroup and uh, next week play Concordia in the final ball game of the 2016 season. So just after we got a little confidence there winning at uh, Briar Cliff, we stumble in and have to play uh, Morningside. And that's, it hasn't been easy for us here this afternoon. Third down, 12 yards to go. Hastings with the ball on their own 23-yard line. With uh, six minutes to play here in the third quarter, Hastings trailing 55-3. to There's a running play again to uh, Cloyd. And Cloyd is going to be stacked up right here at the line of scrimmage. Not much here. Now some extracurricular stuff and penalty flags come in all over the place. 
Well, this should go against Ty Mercer on Hastings College. He was the wide out on the right side, and even when the play was down, he come blowing across the middle, and he was bound and determined to lay a hit on a defensive back, and then they got into it. Tony's talking to him right now. We'll see which way they rule this. Sometimes it's the last guy that throws the punch. After the play, personal foul, lay hit, number 18 offense. Personal foul, unnecessary roughness. Defense, number eight. Those fouls offset, down count, fourth down. Well, yeah, offsetting penalties back there. Mercer was the, the guilty party for Hastings. Yeah, we might have to send out the uh, microphone repair man out in between the third and fourth quarters and have a, have a little look at that guy's microphone. That's terrible. That's not very good. No. <laughs> uh, what else could go wrong today? What else could go wrong? There's a buckle. He's going to be back into the ball game. Berg is back deep again for Morningside. He stands at his 41-yard line. They keep this one out of the win. Berg lets it bounce across the 40, takes another Hastings bounce across the 35 down to the 33-yard line. And Morningside will have the ball at the 33. They've had it twice so far in the second half, and they have scored twice. And now they get her back again. They scored at the 10.05 mark. Got her back again and scored at the 7.33 mark. And now we're at 5.39, and Morningside's offense is back on the field. We're going to have to stop. I'm about at the end of my notebook. <laughs> on drive charts here is, uh, again, Morningside trots out on the field. With a 55-3 lead, they take over to the 33-yard line. There's a uh, hand up. We got a new quarterback in there now. In fact, some uh, new running backs in there, too. So we got the uh, second teamers out there now. Skyler Bauer running the football there. He's a sophomore out of Sioux City. Going to be uh, a penalty against Hastings College. They wrapped up the running back here up around the headgear. All right, so Bauer is a tackle in the play, but Hastings, I think, is going to be guilty of a foul here. That was a loss, actually, of a yard in the play. After the play, unsportsmanlike conduct, number one, taunting of the defense. 15-yard penalty, automatic first down. Darren Scott now the uh, guilty party on the Hastings side. So Darren Scott gets it with a uh, taunting call, and that's going to cost Hastings 15 yards. Why would you Why would you taunt somebody when you were getting beat 55-3? Yeah. to three? That's no, no doubt. Silly. So anyway, we've got a new quarterback in there now for uh, Morningside. Ross Addison is his name. Addison, a freshman out of Carroll, Iowa. There's an inside handoff again as they get it to a Bauer. Bauer gets it across the 45 out to about the 50-yard line. Give him a pickup of about four yards in the play. Second down and six yards to go. So Steve Ryan has gone to his bench here with five minutes to play in the third quarter, leading by a score of 55-3. to three. His backups are still talented. Don't, don't kid yourself. Yeah, this is a freshman quarterback. You're going to see this guy for a while. There's a pass thrown to the far side. It's going to be incomplete. Dom Flemister couldn't hang on to it there. Flemister, he's had a pretty good ball game here for a morning side. A couple of long runs. He's had a, a touchdown reception today. Couldn't hang on to the football right there, and it's going to bring up a third down situation. Third down, six yards to go. The ball is at the Hastings College 49-yard line. Dropping back to the throw. He's got time. Now dancing in the pocket. Comes to the near side. Holds it. Now throws it. It's going to be tipped away here at the last second. A nice play there by uh, Hastings College, tipping the ball away from the wide receiver, Chad Berg. He couldn't hang on to it, and Hastings will hold now as Morningside will have to punt the football away. Jake Tarl dropped back deep for Hastings. 
to field this punt. This will be a punt uh, with the wind, again, as it uh, continues to blow uh, across the field here out of the south. That was blowing at about 12 miles per hour to start the game. They have picked up here just a scoose throughout the ball game here today. Here comes the uh, punt now by Morningside. Tari comes up, signals for the third catch. And now uh, it takes a backwards bounce here, and Morningside is going to pin the Broncos back deep. They're going to down the football down there inside the uh, 10-yard line. The officials will mark it at the 8. So that's where uh, Hastings will start first down and 10 on their own 8-yard line, trailing in the ball game by a score of 55-3. to Well, as we've seen the uh, starters be pulled out of action there, uh, tentatively Salzman's numbers, pretty impressive today. 17-19. and 19. Yeah, that's, that's not too shabby. 17 and 19, 410 yards and uh, five touchdowns. <laughs> Pretty good day's work. Uh, he'll be the player of the game. Or yeah, player of the, player uh, of the week. Yep. Yep. No doubt about that. Here's uh, Jason Gaines back out there now for Hastings first and 10. Ball's on their own eight-yard line. They're going to throw the ball, and it's going to be picked off. Penalty flags are down. It's going to be picked off here by Span. Span at the 10-yard line, 5. He's into the end zone. Touchdown. We'll check out the penalty flag. Only thing we can hope is that Johnson was held on the end by the man that made the interception. He stepped right in front of Johnson. We'll see what the call is. That's the only hope we got. If not, it's going to go down as about a 20-yard pick 6. Xavier Span picks it off and returns it back to the end zone, but we'll check out the uh, penalty flag here. Span locked up there with... Uh, the one out for Hastings, Jordan Johnson. So. Prior to the pass, personal foul, legal hands in the face, defense, number one. 15-yard penalty, automatic first down, Hastings. All right, so the Broncos get a break there. Instead of a pick six, we get a 15-yard penalty marched off on uh, Xavier Spann. Illegal shot to the head there by Spann. So that interception is uh, wiped off of the board, and Hastings will have the ball out here at the uh, 22-yard line. Boy, that cat is athletic. He was he was beaten on that play by Johnson, and then he was able, for however he can do it, he made a quick re, uh, move and uh, got back in front of Johnson to pick that one off. They continue to go one-on-one on the far side. And off now to uh, Fowlers. We continue to try to run the ball against this defense. It's like running into a concrete wall. Fowlers uh, brought down to the play there by Chase Reese. Boy, he's at a... That's not a good ball game today for Morningside. He's the product out of Grand Island. Second down and 12 yards to go. That was a loss of two yards in the play as we continue to try to run the ball against this defense that yields only, what, 100 yards per ball game rushing? 102.9 to be exact. We have thrown the football five times this second half with one completion and run it nine times for four yards. Second down and 12 yards to go here. Hastings going to try to keep her on the ground again, and they're going to have no results of any positive yardage here. They get it outside the numbers there to a Fowler, and again, he's going to be brought down for a loss on the play. So it's going to bring up a uh, third down situation, third down in about 13, a loss of one on the play there by the running back for Hastings and Jake Fowler. Well, no uh, life whatsoever <laughs> on the field in the stands. Or... Well, look at the far side. Look at the Morningside fans. They're over there working on their suntans. <laughs> they, they've had a, that's what they do every game. Third down and 13 yards to go. 
Ball's at the 19-yard line. Gaines wants to throw, throws it across the middle. It's going to be behind his intended receiver, Glenn Wallace. Incomplete pass, and it's going to bring up a fourth down situation. That still would have been tough for Wallace to pick up the first down. That pass was uh, out around the 24-25 yard line. He had to go all the way out past the 32 to get the first down. But, uh, boy, Jason has been off the mark. He's just four completions. Four out of 21 today for 90 yards. Wow. 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 As good as the Morningside quarterback has been today. What, 17 out of 19, Jason? 17 and 19. Yeah, Jason on the other end of the spectrum. There's the the boot here by Bacala. It's going to be fielded and then uh, calling for the fair catch at the 47-yard line. That was a Britain barrier back there this time for uh, Morningside. Makes the fair catch. And Morningside has got the ball again. They're out on top of this ball game, 55 to 3. Two minutes and 43 seconds to play here in the third quarter. Unfortunately, we don't have a, a running clock in uh, college football. <laughs> no, and we'll uh, we'll get a hand a good eye, bird's eye view of the second teamers here for uh, Steve Ryan's troops. Again, their uh, their quarterback in there now is thrown for just right at 800 yards on the season, so he can he can throw the pig around. Addison Ross, he's a freshman quarterback out of Carroll, Iowa, who is in there now. There's a, a handoff. They bring it across the 50, down to about the uh, 48-yard line. Carrying the ball there was uh, Berg, Chad Berg. He brings it to the 48. Now Hastings has got an injury out there. It's Mendenhall. Yeah, Taylor Mendenhall is down on uh, his knees there in about the 49-yard line of Morningside. And the medical staff going to come out and... Uh, Work on him, and they're going to help him out. He's going to walk to the near sidelines. Well, we talk about numbers that uh, Salsma has put up. If we don't see Tyler Cavan anymore, that'd be all right for the Bronco defense. His numbers, unofficially, 21 carries, 201 yards, three touchdowns for Cavan. understand that St. Cecilia has won their district championship. In volleyball, gets that in just a second. There's a pass across the middle. Is caught there at the 35, racing to the far side, 30-25. And he's ridden out of bounds inside the uh, 20-yard line. Catching the pass there was uh, Zach Nicky. He's got the first down and more. AC St. Cecilia beats Howells Dodge today, 25-18, 18 25-20, 25-20, 25-20. So AC St. Cecilia, after being beaten in the uh, sub-district tournaments, by Donovan Trumbull will head to the state volleyball tournament this week in Lincoln. Congratulations to Hastings St. Cecilia. First down and 10 yards to go. Morningside with the ball now at the 16-yard line. There's a running play. Loberg is going to take it across the 10 down to about the 6-yard line. That's that uh, running back out of Randolph. 5'11", 215-pound freshman out of Randolph, Nebraska, a former Cardinal. Quickly up to the line of scrimmage, down in second down and Two yards to go from about the eight-yard line. There's a pass over here to the near side. It's caught and sprinting toward the goal line and uh, getting in there. A touchdown there. That's going to be a Matthew Wright. Matthew Wright, the J-back here in this uh, offense. He gets a touchdown with the backup quarterback, Addison Ross. It's now 61-3 to in favor of Morningside. That play there just uh, was a six-play. Six-play, 
six yard, 57 <laughs> yard drive for uh, for Morningside. Unbelievable. Matthew Wright gets a, a touchdown reception. A minute and 24 seconds to play in the third quarter. The PAT is good. So a minute and 24 seconds to play in the third quarter. Morningside has come out of the locker room to score three times here in the third quarter. It's now Morningside 62, Hastings 3. Hi, this is Stephanie Creechwill, the Executive Director of ASAP for Adams, Clay, Knuckles, and Webster Counties. ASAP stands for Area Substance and Alcohol Abuse Prevention and is a nonprofit organization. ASAP partners with local agencies and schools to help change attitudes and raise awareness about the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse. We provide information, education, and support to the recovery community. If you would like more information about the services ASAP provides, please contact us at 463-0524 or log on to asap-ne.org. 12:30 KHAS. 752 yards of total offense now for uh, the Morningside Mustangs here in this ball game, and we're still in the third quarter. Tell you what, that NAIA national record might be in doubt. What was that? That was uh, 916. 916 yards is the uh, national record for uh, total yards in a game. Here's a Cloyd bringing the ball back. He's nice return out to the 40-yard line. What were we at? 728. So we're within the 200 yards. 752. All right. So 916 is the national record they set against us a couple of years ago in a ball game. That was a uh, blowout here. You and I were there. We're right here at this very same spot. It was 76 to 14. A couple of years ago when Morningside put up those at 900 yards, that record is going to be somewhat in doubt here mm-hmm. this afternoon. We're still in the third quarter with a buck 14 left. They still have probably four or five possessions to go the way we're running the football here offensively today. There's another running play. It's going to be stacked up. That's going to be a loss of another couple of yards in the play. we got to take some shots down the field, I, I would think, Jimmy, because we're running into a brick wall up here on defensive line that was a loss of another two yards well that was not a good uh transition from quarterback now tyler hopper we see into the ball game but that was not a good handoff to cloyd that went down to the turf and it bounced right back up into cloyd's hands and by that time the defensive front was already there a loss of two we've run now 11 times for one yard in the third quarter and we've thrown six passes for just 11 yards no offense whatsoever for the broncos and there's another running play that's going to be uh, hitting down he goes back here at the 35 yard line another loss of five yards in the play now morningside really pinning the ears back defensively jimmy and hastings has got nothing going here on the opposite side of the football tyler hopper our backup quarterback is in there now for hastings hopper six foot 205 pounds senior out of el cajun california now into the uh, ball game, and now that's going to be the end of the third quarter. Six seconds to go, and the teams are heading to their respective sidelines here, and that's going to be the end of the third quarter of play. And one of those days today for Hastings College, and a tough one against the fifth-ranked team in the nation. Morningside with a lead after three. Morningside 62, Hastings 3. You're listening to Bronco Football. 
These days, ensuring financial security for you and those you care about most is more important than ever. Life insurance from Farm Bureau can help provide that security, along with guarantees and peace of mind. And a super check from your local Farm Bureau agent can help you make sure you have the right coverage in place. Contact Farm Bureau agent Marty DeMuth in Hastings to see how he makes it simple to help protect your family's financial future. The guarantees expressed are based upon the claims-paying ability of Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 1230 KHAS. Hi, Hastings College with the ball here to begin the fourth quarter. It's third down and 15 yards to go for their own 36-yard line. Broncos are spread the field now. One receiver is left and right. Tyler Hopper, play-action pass, throws the ball downfield, and it's going to be juggled and nearly intercepted. Anthony Duncan was out there. He had his hands on the ball, but well, the Mustangs also have their hands on the ball back here, too. That's now fourth down and 15 yards to go. He seems to have to punt. In the Big Ten this afternoon, Indiana has beaten Rutgers 33-27. Illinois beat Michigan State today 31-27. to What has happened to Michigan State? They are now, uh, what, 0-6 in the Big Ten. And Wisconsin has uh, beaten Northwestern today by a score of 21-7. to Bacco gets into the football. He's going to be roughed up here, but they're going to say they got a piece of it, and Bacco is slow in getting up. The ball goes out of bounds on the far sideline. Applying the pressure at that time for a boarding side and knocking Bacco down was Jesse Falters. Bacco comes limping off of the uh, football field here on the near side. That's not a good sign there. No, Tony wants to know why, he was, why his punter wasn't protected a little bit better back there. They had three guys rushing in on uh, Bacco, and they were able to get through there, make just a little bit of contact. The uh, official was right there. So now Morningside trots on with the football in hand now. This drive will start at the 20, 25-yard line. All right, so the Mustangs are out on top. We're finally into the fourth quarter as we're limping along here. 62-3, to Morningside with the lead. Here's uh, Ross with the ball. A quarterback keeper around the left end, across the 40, out to the 43-yard line. So Ross, the... Uh, Backup quarterback, Addison Ross, carries the ball for the first down and more. He's finally going to be run out of bounds over there at the 40. First and 10 here for the Mustangs. 31 first downs for Morningside here in the ball game, And their numbers, after three quarters, the quarterbacks have combined for a 19, a 13 passing, 460 yards, six touchdowns. They've rushed at 243 yards, so 703, and he had 15 there. That's 7-18 now officially and counting in this ball game. We'll keep tabs on the record. All right, uh, Ross hands the ball away again. That's a Loberg, 45-50. The Bronco territory to the uh, 49-yard line. Nice positive yardage there again. Tackle is made in there by the Broncos. We're seeing some uh, new faces on that side of the ball as well. Simone Brown, a defensive back to center now for Hastings, comes up to make the stop. First down and 10 for Morningside. They've got the ball now at the Hastings College 49-yard line. Morningside working from our left to our right, north to south here. 
in his final home game of the 2016 season here at Lloyd Wilson Field. Have to put this place to bed after this. Yeah. First and 10. There's a, a running play. That's going to be Loeber. Hastings tries to pull him down by his shirt tail, and finally they get him down at the 41-yard uh, line. Tackle is made in there by Hastings. That's Austin Roulette in on the stop there for the Broncos. It is second down. At about, uh, what, two yards to go? We'll call it three. Second down and three. The ball is down here at the Hastings College 42. Boy, the morning side backs just uh, run extremely tough. They've got, uh, boy, a stable of them. To mention Cavan being the uh, staple out there, he's a tremendous back, but they've got some guys that come in that can flat get the job done as well. This Loberg guy, he's not too shabby either. We've seen him a couple of times. He gets the call there, bounces the ball outside. He's across the 40 to about the uh, 39-yard line. That should be enough for another first down. Rolette came out of there with the ball for Hastings, but they say he was down. So Loberg carrying the mail there for Morningside. He's just a, a freshman running back, too, so the guys were basically seeing out there there's a ton of freshmen out there we're gonna which see means, a, yeah we're gonna see them for a while see them for a long long time in this uh, program we talk about the morning side numbers hastings college in the ball game 240 total yards of offense 90 through the air 150 on the ground the broncos only had eight yards of offense in that third quarter they kind of committed to uh rushing the football and did not have a whole lot of success Here's uh, Ross running the ball after Hastings comes with a blitz as he takes it down to about the 38. Roulette into the stop there for Hastings College. Also in there is uh, Tyler Parthamer. Tyler Parthamer is into the ball game now, a uh, sophomore out of Beatrice, Nebraska for Hastings. Also we see in there a Wyatt Powell into the ball game now. So some new faces on the defensive side of the ball for Hastings. Second down, nine yards to go. We're in the fourth quarter. Hastings... Trailing in this ball game by a score of 62-3. to three. If you were stuck in the hot dog line today, Hastings uh, fell behind 27 to nothing after just the uh, the first quarter. There's a ball that's uh, thrown over the far side. It's going to be caught at the 38, down the sideline, 30 to the 25, and run out of bounds over there at the 23-yard line. Reception is going to be made there by Bo Ells, who's in the ball game now. Jake Tarr into the stop there for Hastings College as he brings him down. Down here at the 23-yard line. First down, 10 yards to go for the Stangs. And they are marching toward the goal line again, Jimmy. Unbelievable. Yeah, it really is. Looking at uh, 500 yards of passing. They're at 474 currently. I'm keeping tabs on that uh, 900-yard mark. But uh, they're going to be probably up over 800 after uh, this drive. There's uh, Loberg again carrying the ball. This time he's going to be brought down after a yard, maybe two. As he bounces the ball to the uh, the far sideline. Tackle is made in there by Hastings College. That's Tyler Kennedy who's into the ball game now. Tyler got a start last week at one of the linebacker spots in that ball game against Briarcliff. Now in there for Hastings College here in the fourth quarter. Ten and a half minutes to go. Morningside with a lead 62-3. to It's been a long, long afternoon for the, the Bronco faithful here today. Addison Ross is your quarterback. The shotgun set with wide receivers split out to the right side of the formation. Ross with the ball. Cocks the arm. Throws it. It's going to be incomplete. Intended receiver over on the far sideline is Seth Roberg. That's off of his fingertips. Down around the 15-yard line. And again, a penalty flag is down here. Penalty flag down. Personal foul. Shot block. Offense. Number 74 is high. Number 14 is low. 15-yard penalty. Replay second down. All right, a chop block on Morningside. Mustangs have been penalized quite a bit here today. 
That's not their deal. They are fourth in the conference. As far as the penalties are concerned, giving up uh, 66 yards per game or so on penalties. I've got them for nine here in this ball game. And you look at the passing numbers, that play actually didn't even happen. The quarterbacks have uh, only thrown four incompletions all day long here today on uh, 24 attempts. Addison Ross will send three wide receivers out to the right side of the formation now and second down and long. Ross throws the ball. It's going to be caught here at the 40, 35, 30, down the sideline, 25. He hurdles a man. Now he uh, drops the football, and Hastings may be on top of things here. They are at the 22. Skyler Bauer was the guy that was on the reception there, Jimmy. He made a nice run down the sideline and tried to hurdle a man here at the 25-yard line when he came down. Lost control of the ball, and Hastings is on top of things. The Broncos thwart that drive, and the Hastings offense back into the field now at their own 21-yard line. Well, we'll see if the senior from California, Tyler Hopper, again, he's been uh, he's paid his dues here for Bronco football. Let's see if he can put muster up a drive here for the Broncos, take them right downfield. They'll start at their own uh, 21-yard line. All right, Hastings moving right to left here in the fourth quarter. They're trailing in the ball game by a score of 62-3. to there's a uh, running play, maybe for a yard. Travis Agaga. We haven't seen him for a while. Where, oh, where has Travis Agaga been? He started off as a uh, linebacker for us a couple of years ago. Had a pretty good spring for Hastings. Now we see Travis Agaga running the ball for the first time today for Hastings. Of course, the Broncos got that stable of running backs. He's kind of stuck deep in the uh, old depth chart here. Second down, 10 yards to go. No gain in the play by... Aganga as a hopper waiting for the snap here for Hastings College and second down and 10 yards to go. Hopper throws the ball out there. It's going to be caught there and not much of a gain as they bring the ball to the uh, 21-yard line. They throw it out to the uh, far side. That's going to be Alex Lane grabbing the ball. He's uh, out of Vancouver, British Columbia. He's a little guy, five foot 760-pound junior for Hastings. Beauty, eh? Third down and 10 yards, no, no gain in the play. Beauty, hey, he got her out on the flats and took her upfield for no gain, eh? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah, eh? Eight, fortunately, we're down to eight minutes to play. 8.25 to be exact. As these things coming up here on third down and 10 yards to go. Tyler Hopper trying to get something going here late for Hastings. Morningside comes with a blitz. Hopper reads it, throws it down the far sideline. It's going to be incomplete. Incomplete pass. That's uh, the intended receiver for Hastings was Xavier McGuire. That's an incomplete pass, so it's three plays and out. And Hastings will have to punt the football away. Baco comes back out. He was kind of roughed up his last time he was out there, but those kickers, they're all right. They they recover in a hurry. He came to the sideline, and he's all right. He's back out there now. He's had a big afternoon. Gets into the football here. It's going to be an end-over-end kick. He's been our player of the game here today. He'll be picked up by Berg, and he's going to be tripped up down there at the uh, 30-yard line. Falls forward. And uh, Morningside will come back with the ball. Ross Ostendorf down on special teams for Hastings to bring him down. Hastings in Concordia next week from Seward. Their time is going to be at 12 o'clock noon. 1 o'clock for the kickoff next week from Seward. Dakota Wesleyan putting it to Briar Cliff today. 
Dakota Wesleyan 54 and Briarcliff 18. That's in the fourth quarter. Here's a morning side with the ball now. They just keep her on the ground here with seven minutes and 54 seconds to play. Not much there as they run the football. Right there, we're going to see some new guys in here again. Austin Lentz, I think, is the guy that's out there now for uh, Morningside. Freshman running back out of Ogden, Iowa. 824 yards now for... Uh, 823, they just lost a yard. So <laughs> that's the running total. That record stands at 9... What was it, 916? Yeah, so can take a couple of possessions. Well, he's still got 7 minutes and 24 seconds to play. There's a running play to the near side. He's at the 30-yard line, puts his shoulder down, and drives it to about the 35. That's Loberg carrying the ball there for Morningside. Pick of about, uh, what, five yards in the play? Third down here. Third down at about six yards to go. Ball is at the 35-yard line of Morningside. Under seven minutes to play. Coming up after the ball game, we'll have our players of the game. You dig deep and try to find one for me, will you? <laughs> dig deep. Then we've got the uh, coaches' post-game show. And in the fifth quarter, all the scores from across the nation and across the uh, state today and across the conference. There's a long pass down the near sideline. It's going to be incomplete, but penalty flags are down. Penalty flags are down. I think Hastings jumped off sides, and Morningside took a shot to try to score down the near sideline. Offside, number 90, defense. Five-yard penalty. Replay third down. That's an outsides call here. Christopher. Yeah, Chris Hartford, the Blue Hawk. More action going on. We've got uh, men's basketball starting at uh, 4 o'clock this afternoon. If I knew it was going to be 62-3, to I would have maybe broke away at halftime and uh, brought you men's basketball this afternoon. Hastings and, and Sterling College playing over the arena. Little billy ball. Yeah, then we got to women's soccer here tonight. Hastings playing Morningside. In the second round of the uh, GPAC postseason tournament. That one starts at 7.30 tonight. Loberg getting another carry there. The Randolph product as he picks up the first down. Up to the 43. Getting Nebraska playing tonight against the Ohio State Buckeyes. At the Horseshoe in Columbus, Ohio. Kickoff will be at 7 o'clock. Our pregame coverage is already underway on the breeze. KOLIQ 94.5. Thanks. About eight hours before kickoff, isn't it? Five hours to be Five exact. hours, my goodness. There's plenty of stuff oh, to get to. Oh, tonight ought to be great if you want to stick around and stay up for big red reaction. Well, it's going to go till uh, 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, that'd be just perfect for the individuals getting home from the establishments. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. They're always knowledgeable after a, a late night game. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Uh, that show tonight will be good. <laughs> after we have a 7 o'clock game. People will be watching it and uh, partaking in their favorite beverage, and then all of a sudden they've become the the greatest football coach ever to <laughs> land on this planet, and they'll have all the answers after 1 a.m. this morning, I'm sure, on the Big Red Reaction. We'll have it over on the breeze. There's a pass thrown to the far side. It's going to be over the head of the intended receiver, Seth Roberg. Roberg's another Grand Island guy. Remember him from Grand Island? Seth Roberg, he's a junior up there at Morningside. Yeah, he's one that got away. Another one. Another one. They got a bunch of uh, local they, products. They've got there. a uh, Steve Ryan and Jeff Tomlin must have a, a little deal because uh, Morningside tends to come up with a couple of uh, Islanders uh, about every year. And well, Jake Peterson comes to mind. He was a 
a dandy running back for them uh, some years back. You're Morningside. you got the winning tradition. You want to go to a winning school and you have a chance, you go there, I guess. That's right. There's uh, Lowberg again. He busts through there across the 45 out to the 46-yard line. Now Morningside will be looking at a third down situation. Five and a half minutes to play here in this one. Hastings College trailing in the ball game by a score of 62-3. to three. Look at that as a uh, devastating defeat, but Morningside's done that to everybody this year. Their closest game they played, well, let's see, last week was 39-6. to six. That's 33 points. They played uh, Midland to a 17-point game. And everybody else in the conference, they've blown away. And we'll be added to that list after today. There's a running play. Nope, it's going to be faked here. Ross takes the ball out of there. The quarterback moves it down to the 40-yard line. That's going to be enough for a first down. Nice fake up inside to Loberg. He just took the ball around the uh, left end and picked up the first down and more. Roulette is slow in getting up. Yeah, the, the closest game that, that Morningside has played in the conference, 17 points. Then it went to 33 with the Dakota Wesleyan. They beat Briarcliff by 70. They beat Doan, which is ranked in the top 10. They beat them by 62 points. They beat uh, Concordia by 42. They beat Dort by 73. Hey, they're going to beat us. Well, and Dort's a pretty good football team this year. Yeah, we, we lost to them. Uh, 62 to 3. That's 59 points. So actually, as it stands right now, we played uh, Morningside closer than Doan did. That's a feather in the cap. Yep. I'll take the positives here. Got to dig for him. First down, 10 yards to go. Morningside with the ball, though, at the 42-yard line. This would be their little clincher, though. There's a Loberg. He's going to carry the ball. He's going to be stacked up here. Stacked up. Lost in the play. Back here at the 46-yard line. Under four minutes to play. I'll have to send uh, Matt Franz in a little email this week. A little email. Tell him that well, lost by 59 that don't. As it stands right now. As it stands now. Keep them off the board, guys. Keep them off of the board. We're down to three minutes and 38 seconds to play here in this one. I think it's pretty safe they're not going to break the record. They're going to be over 800 total yards of offense. So in a ball game, that's pretty good. They would have kept their first stringers out there. They would have. Oh, boy, yeah. That would have been ugly. We're playing with a lot of freshmen out there now for a morning side. Here's uh, another running play. They're going to bring the ball to the uh, 42-yard line. Running the football there for a morning side was Austin Lentz. Lentz is a freshman out of Ogden, Iowa. So the two running backs we have seen here for the most part of the fourth quarter are both freshmen, Loberg and Lentz. Third down and 10 yards to go. Morningside with the ball down here at the Hastings 42-yard line. I think if I was the uh, Morningside fans across the way, I'd be heading back out to the parking lot for a little tailgate. That's what I'd be doing. I see some coolers over by yeah, that motorhome. I'll bet you they're full of some icy cold beverages beverages of choice. Here's uh, the quarterback, Ross, scrambling for his life. Now he throws the ball, and it's going to be caught down here inside the 20, scrambling to the far sideline, 15, and he's uh, run out of bounds. The receiver there was a Trevor Volk. Volk, a junior wide receiver there, hauls that pass in from Ross after Addison got away from some pressure of Hastings, who had run on the money. Down here at the 14-yard line of Hastings College. So at two minutes and 15 seconds to play, Morningside threatening to score again. It is 62-3. Morningside comfortably ahead of the Broncos here this afternoon. 
Jumped down to a 27 and nothing first quarter lead and have coasted here in this one. There's a handoff again. Loberg. He takes the ball to. Well, it's going to be Bauer who's into the ball game now. Bauer moves it to about the 14. So they've got a stable of running backs over there. They're shuttling him in uh, right and left now. Lynch coming back in there now for Morningside as they will look to the far sideline. A minute and 40 seconds to play. No gain in the play. Second down and 10 yards to go. Tony told me earlier this week he's got a lot of respect for uh, Steve Ryan. We'll see. Uh, especially if he sticks this one in here. <laughs> Second down and 10 yards to go with a minute and 19 seconds to play. Morningside ahead, 62-3. to three. There's a, a running play to Lentz. He moves the ball down to the 70-yard line. Takes off a left tackle. Austin Lentz tackling the play there by... Hastings College. Well, they're going to push the 900-yard mark. I've got them at 893 right now after an eight-yard gain. And they have the seven-yard line. So if they score here, they'll have 900 yards, which will be 16 yards side of the short of the record. That's a national record, folks. Yeah. Now well, more. They're, nope. Now they're going to kneel on it. Yep, they're going to kneel on it down here. They're going to kneel on it down here, so uh, chances of that happening. He took a big loss. Yeah, they were in the shotgun. So that's a loss all the way back to the 11-yard line. That's a loss of five yards in the play. And that's going to be the final play of the ball game. Coach Hopper throws the uh, headsets down. Uh, day at the office is complete. Hastings College fell behind early. And Morningside did to Hastings what they have done to the rest of their opponents in the Great Plains Athletic Conference this year. They steamroll Hastings College. So it's uh, Morningside picking up their 13th straight win over Hastings College here this afternoon. They beat the Broncos by a score of 62-3. to You're listening to Bronco Football. Damco understands that you have a lot to consider when buying a new roof. That's why we offer Tamco Complete, to make the whole process smoother and easier. It starts with our extensive selection of cuts and colors and continues with the best shingle limited warranty available at no additional cost. The right cut, color, and coverage. Get it with Tamco Complete. For more information, stop by Square Deal Lumber and Hardware in Holstein or check them out online at squaredeal.com. Hi, I'm Ann. I'm Dana. And I'm Connie. And, and we're, we're New View Real Estate. New View Real Estate is so much more than just an ordinary real estate company. What's the difference between New View Real Estate and a traditional realtor? We are full service for less. We can sell your home for $29.95 plus 3%, keeping more money in your pocket. And we can also find you the home of your dreams. Our family team spirit makes it all about you and your needs. Contact us today or online at newviewofhastings.com. When it hurts, come to Burt's. Burt's Drug Stores in Hastings has the best prescription and over-the-counter service and free delivery six days a week. You get old-fashioned, know you buy your first-name personal service at Burt's Drug Store downtown Hastings and Burt's Pharmacy, 14th and Bellevue. Hastings College offers many great things. Tons of scholarships, more than 60 majors, and people who will help you succeed. And Hastings is a great college town. You've got to check it out. Go to Hastings.edu to find out more. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson Field, Hastings College, beaten today by Morningside, the final score of 62-3. to 
We'll check the scoring for you. We've got all the final numbers coming up. We've got the players of the game, the coaches' post-game show, and then the um, fifth quarter coming up here for uh, Hastings College here today. So a lot of post-game information yet to come. We'll get to the scoring, first of all, and Morningside didn't waste much time. They come out with a quick pace right at the beginning of the ball game, and they uh, use less than two minutes to get on the board in this uh, contest as they get a uh, touchdown from Trent Salzma to Zach Nicky. A touchdown pass there. The point after was no good. Six to nothing. Morningside had the lead with 13.08 to play in the first quarter. Hastings couldn't do anything with the ball. Morningside gets her right back as Hastings went three plays and outs. Trent Salzma throws a 81-yard touchdown pass to Michael Whitehead. The PAT this time was good. Morningside led by a score of 13 to nothing. Again, the Broncos ineffective on offense. Morningside gets the ball back. This time they go seven plays, 80 yards. They get a touchdown pass from Trent Salzma to Tanner Verstag. The point after touchdown was good, 20 to nothing. Morningside had the lead still with five minutes and 10 seconds to play in the first quarter. Hastings fumbles this time at offense. Morningside gets the ball back at the Hastings 35. They made quick worker things. They go four plays, 35 yards. This time Tyler Cavan takes it in from 11 yards out to make it 27 to nothing in favor of Morningside at the end of the first quarter. Hastings getting on the board on a 20-yard field goal from Nikki G with 14-16 remaining in the second quarter to make it 27-3, but that's all the Broncos got in the ball game today. Uh, Salzman then throws a touchdown pass to Dom Flessender, 26 yards that time, 34-3 in favor of Morningside. Then they get a 20-yard touchdown from Tyler Cavan, to make it 41 to 3. That was at the end of the first half. So it was 41 to 3 at halftime. And Morningside scoring uh, three more times in the uh, second half. They get a 40 yard touchdown from Salzma to uh, Michael Whitehead. 48 to 3 in favor of Morningside. The Mustangs score again at the 733 mark. Seven yard touchdown run from Tyler Cavan. That made it 55 to 3. And their final touchdown was in the fourth quarter with a, uh, actually in the third quarter with a backup quarterback in there, Anderson Ross. He throws one to uh, Matthew Wright. That one covers seven yards, 62-3. to And that's the way we uh, end up here this afternoon with uh, the Mustangs out on top. A lot of talking going on down there in the morning side huddle. What do, you, what do you tell a team after each week when they go out and just destroy their opponents like they normally do? Now they all uh, are done taking a knee out there, and Steve Ryan's done. But, boy, this is an impressive uh, impressive football team. It'll be fun to watch them in the postseason going on uh, into the NAIA playoffs. I did uh, figure up where I was off, not 900. They did get over 800 total yards here in the ballgame today. Unofficial numbers for the Morningside Mustangs are 37 first downs in the ballgame. Passing numbers today, Salzman was the starter. His numbers are 17 of 19, 410 yards, and five touchdowns in the ballgame. The two quarterbacks combined for, and that was Addison Ross, the backup, 22 of 27 passing, 518 yards, and six touchdowns today in the ballgame. Morningside rushed at 47 times for 321 yards, so 839 of total offense unofficially in the ballgame. And again, first downs, 37 first downs in the ballgame. They were hit with 10 penalties here today. Their leading ball carrier 
was Tyler Cavan in the game. 21 carries, 201 yards. Cavan with three touchdowns in the ball game, and they had many, many receivers have some big catches today. With uh, 518 yards, you mix the ball around a lot, and uh, they are an impressive offensive show out there. For the Broncos, not a lot. I've got the Broncos unofficially at eight total yards in the second half. As uh, Hastings uh, had 232 at half, they finished with 240. Four of 24 passing today for the two quarterbacks in Hopper and Gaines. It was primarily Gaines. He had thrown uh, just four completions in the ball game before he was pulled out of action and Hopper was inserted. So four of 24 passing, 90 yards in the ball game. The Broncos rushed it 37 times for 150 yards, so 240 of total offense in the ball game. The Broncos I've got with just 11 first downs, nine penalties in the game. Receiving numbers, Noah House with just one catch for 11 yards. Jordan Johnson had two catches for 72 yards in the ball game. Rushing numbers today, Anthony Cloyd, nine carries and 82 yards. Jake Fowler, 16 carries, 31 yards. And don't know what happened to Taj Willingham. We've seen him in the first half and then didn't see him again. His numbers, he ends with six carries and 57 yards. But uh, a good defense, a good offense, they're a good football team, and they will make it a, a ways in the NAIA playoffs. It'll be fun to watch them on down the road. They've got one more game next week at home in Sioux City against the Northwestern Red Raiders. The Broncos have to go on the road for their last game. We travel just up the up I-80 to Seward to play the Concordia Bulldogs for the finale in the 2016 season. But this in here was a, uh, a thumping by the Morningside Mustangs. Uh, it'll be a 1 o'clock start next week. It'll be a pregame show of 12 o'clock noon next week here on 1230 KHS. Again, the final score, Hastings, they lose to Morningside today by a score of 62-3. to Now stay tuned for the players of the game and the coaches' postgame show. You're listening to Bronco Football. Hastings College Play-By-Play is brought to you by the KHAS Sports Boosters, local businesses supporting local youth and local athletes. Stay tuned. Our Bronco football coverage continues with the player of the game and the coach's postgame show. Your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 1230 KHAS. Gary Michaels Clothiers is thankful for the past 33 years in Hastings and three years on the bricks in Kearney and has been blessed to have such loyal customers and friends. Gary Michaels always strives to provide top quality men's and ladies clothing and accessories, offering personal service, professional tailoring, and attention to detail. Purchase any item and receive a second at equal or lesser value at one half off, excluding Brighton and special order. Buy for yourself or Christmas gift giving. Shop early for best selections. Shop Gary Michaels Clothiers thankful event downtown Hastings and Kearney. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. The player of the game is brought to you by Farm Bureau Financial Services and Agent Marty DeMove. For all of your insurance needs, see Marty at 813 West 2nd Street in Hastings. At Hastings College uh, losing here this afternoon to Morningside. The final score is 62-3. to 
This is the player of the game on 1230 KHIS, and obviously not of, uh, a lot of bright spots for uh, Hastings offensively here today. Anthony Cloyd did rush for uh, 81 yards in the ball game today on uh, 10 carries. He was our, our leading uh, ball carrier. Jason Gaines, 5 of 24 today for officially 90 yards in the ball game. Jordan Johnson had a couple of receptions for uh, 72 yards. At the top of the tackle charts, uh, Jacob Tarr. He had nine today. Zach Barella had five tackles for Hastings. And again, uh, putting-wise, Brandon Bockel is probably our, our star uh, on that side. He had 11 punts today, an average 42.6 yards per punt. Those guys are all the candidates for our player of the game. We'll come back and name our winner right after this. When it comes to protecting what matters most, insure your car and home with Farm Bureau and you'll have a combined policy with one deductible that can cover it all. That means faster claim resolution and less hassle, money saved in the long run, and an agent who can make things right when things go wrong. Farm Bureau agents make insurance simple. In Hastings, contact Farm Bureau agent Marty DeMuth at 402-463-2111. Securities and services offered through FBL Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. The game today for Hastings College on offense. Anthony Cloyd came on, 10 rushes today. 81 yards. He also had uh, some uh, kickoff returns today. He had three returns of 90 yards on kickoffs. Rushing, he had 10 carries and 81 yards for Hastings, including a big 61-yard run. So Anthony Cloyd on offense for Hastings. On defense, Jacob Tarr, he got in there to record uh, nine total tackles in the ball game today. And then you got to throw in our punter, Brandon Bacalath. That did a great job today for Hastings. 11 punts. He averages uh, 42.6 yards per kick. He had a 71-yard kick today, and he pinned uh, Morningside inside the 20-yard line three different times. So uh, Brandon Bockel, Jacob Tarr, and uh, Anthony Cloyd are players of the game today as Hastings College suffers a defeat to Morningside, 62-3. Stick around. The coach is up next. You're listening to Bronco Football. The Player of the Game is brought to you by Farm Bureau Financial Services and Agent Marty DeMuth at 813 West 2nd Street in Hastings. Stay tuned. More postgame is coming up on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 1230 KHAS. Glenwood Business Center offers a ready-to-go, on-demand furnished office for up to three people with affordable rent by the hour, day, or week. A modern tech-powered space complete with Glenwood high-speed fiber allows you to do sales presentations, demonstrations, or one-on-one training. Do you have a home-based business? This fresh, clean space offers a safe and secure place to meet. It's quick and easy to rent with a great downtown Hastings location. Call today, 402-303-1000 to reserve your meeting date. Jurassic Quest Out of Extinction, the largest and most realistic dinosaur event in North America. Experience the sights and sounds of living, breathing, even walking dinosaurs. 80 life-size dinosaurs and counting. It's educational, fun, and hands-on. Uncover huge fossils like a real paleontologist. Ride the 18-foot animatronic T-Rex. Enter towering dinosaur inflatable mazes. Jurassic Quest Out of Extinction, Pinnacle Bank Expo Center, November 12th and 13th. Tickets available at JurassicQuest.com. This is the Coach's Post Game Show. Now let's go back to the field with Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell. All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. Tony Harper, head coach for Hastings College, will uh, join us here. And uh, Coach uh, lost, but uh, 
they they are as advertised. This is a uh, pretty good football team. Yeah, it, it, I mean, I'm feeling like that this could potentially be one of the best Morningside teams I've seen. I mean, they're they're they got it at wide receiver, they got it up front, they got it at running back, they got it at quarterback. Their defense is is very good. I mean, that this is a good football team. Credit to Coach Ryan and his kids and how hard they could play. We were just talking here before we went on the air. When they went with that real quick pace like they started the ball game with, they came out with it in the second half. But, boy, it's like they stomped the gas pedal to the floor. and We, we just didn't have time to get set defensively and, and get guys in position. They scored on some big plays and, and uh, long drives to just a few plays. Yeah, it, I mean, take your, pick your poison. It was either a big play or it was just from the two-yard line all the way down. You know, And we just didn't get the calls in correctly. We didn't communicate you know, uh, we just got to do a better job. Like I told the guys on the sidelines, I go, we're yelling all the time and practice the calls. But when we get out there, it's like we want to be quiet and keep it a secret. They don't have our playbook. They don't know what we're calling. So just yell it out. Who cares? We just got to play fast and match that tempo. And we didn't really prepare for that this week. Because not that that fast. Um, and But that's probably the fastest I've seen anybody play this year. Have they shown that uh, in in past games with this uh, quick uh, quick style offense, or did they hit that with us today? You know, they've shown it in bits and pieces, but not as consistently as they did today. I mean, it was pretty much the whole first half, and then a little bit in the second half when they still had their guys in there. And it's something that they used to do. If you remember back way back when, when they had Phoebe and they had killed out these different guys when they were throwing the football, but. Uh, the, the just the dynamic of how they do it with that kid and spreading the receipt with the ball around to these different receivers was, was faster than what I've seen them do. They can do it both throwing the football and rushing. They opened up some great holes. We had a couple of vantage points here where uh, Kavan was able to get loose on the 120 yard touchdown run. I mean, you could have drove a pickup through that hole. I mean, they were just able to move some bodies around. They're very physical up on that front. They're physical up front, but what had happened is our inside linebackers fit the wrong gap. You know, we were minus out. We were misaligned. Um, we didn't get over the top. Instead, we came under. And it's just things that we got to continue to work on. Um, but they're, they're up front. They are good. But when you're playing with the stack, the inside linebacker's got to get the bright fit. And there was a couple times, and I think I know which one you're talking about. We put two guys in a gap, and you're just not going to be successful doing that. Yeah, we, we kind of talked before we went on. Uh, Hastings scrambling defensively. We talked about it on the pregame show about it, installing this uh, the new def, uh, defensive scheme. And you just didn't have enough uh, – time to maybe get ready for this thing yeah no, yeah and you know there's going to be hindsight 2020 and i know you're either going to ask me this today or you're going to ask me <laughs> next friday so pick your poison on that one but i'm not hesitant i'm not regretting what we did i think it put us in a position to make plays we caused a couple turnovers we we, we made them punt the ball a couple times when they still had their ones in and everything like that so it's there it's just getting the guys to have confidence in what they're doing you gotta think we only have jake tar Kinesa, and kelly mcbride darren colco and justin staggs those are the only guys that have really had any experience in this stack. And, and it's just it's a growing process. I think it's the right thing to do with what we got going on. We got to make sure we get our secondary cleaned up. I mean, we gave up way too many big plays in that situation. But, uh, you know, I think with the stack, it allows you to bring a little bit more pressure. That cost us today. But we just got to continue to work on those fits and, and, and get everybody in the right position. It seemed like start of the game being senior day, a lot of emotions on the sidelines, and uh, mm-hmm. everybody kind of juiced up. But, boy, a couple of quick scores by Morningside, and you could have heard a needle drop in this place. It just looked like the, the whole team just kind of went flat for a, for a while. There. Yeah, and, and uh, it was the first quarter. And, and then all of a sudden, and I don't know what happened, but in the second quarter, it everything just – Calm down. Our offense did a good job moving the football. We got Nikki G in a position to kick a couple field goals. We converted on one. 
they played with – I mean, we turned the ball over, whatever happened down here, and then we turned right around to get another turnover. That was a huge stop for those guys. So in the second the second quarter, we started playing a little bit better once everybody got this energy out of them and all, and, oh, it's senior day and everything like that. And then you go into the third quarter. I thought we started a little slow in the third quarter. They did a great job with their tempo, and um, we just got to continue to work on that and push that. Yeah, 27 to nothing after the first quarter, and you actually you kept them off of the scoreboard for the final nine minutes of the, the second quarter. So we did play a little bit better, and then at halftime you go back in, and they, they come back out and hit us with a couple of touchdowns there at the third and kind of put the final nail into the coffin. Yeah, we, we we just didn't at times convert when we needed to convert, whether it was offense or defense. I thought I thought our special teams, I had Brandon Bockel. I mean, my God, that young man, how he punted the ball today, I mean, he did a great job. He did a great job. Our cover units did a good job uh, w- w- with what we were doing there. But, you know, again, we got to be able to answer that bell when it rings. And it's something we're going to continue to work on. And I tell you, you know, it's like we told them the other day when they signed the brick in the locker room. You, this thing, it, it's, a, it's a foundation. And these kids played hard today. Nobody quit. There was no complaining. There was no bitching and moaning. It. Probably shouldn't have said that. There was no complaining in the locker room. They're supporting each other. We just got to continue to take those next steps. We uh, tried to run the football extremely uh, a lot in that second half. I've only got uh, with the stats that have been handed. It's seven total yards in that second half. We didn't try to throw the football around. Is that because there were just so much penetration coming in on us or just content just to uh, try to run the football against this defense? Well, we we wanted to run the football to set up the pass. You know, you've heard that old analogy. And, I mean, I'll be honest with you, and and I don't know what other coaches say when when you're asked this question, but we also wanted to be smart and put our kids in the best position to be successful. If we try and come out here and we throw that ball, bang, 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 turnover on downs, or we got to punt the football and work with a short field, then it's setting our guys up to not be as successful on the defensive side of the football, which is where we're struggling. So we wanted to take a little bit of time off that clock. We were able to run the football in the first half. You know, we got some positive yards. Jake did a good job. Chloe busted a good couple good runs there. But that was the thought process behind it because we wanted that clock to move a little bit and get the guys success because when you get an offensive lineman being able to run block and seeing positive yards, it's amazing how, man, his pass pro is going to get even better. But, you know, that defensive line, that is – that rivals, well, I'll just say it. I mean, that's the best defensive line I've seen in this conference in my time. I mean, they just played hard, and they got after it. Um, they got us a couple times. Jason had to get rid of the ball quick when we wanted to throw the football, but there wasn't a lot of pressure besides those four guys up front. They just come harder in the, in the second half to shut down our running game? Yeah, I, you know, they made it a couple adjustments when they went from a two-high down to a one-high. They slanted their line a little bit and, and, and adjusted their linebacker a little bit here and there. They did a good job with those adjustments, um, but they – you know, they collapsed that, and there wasn't just really a lot of, of room for Jake or, or Anthony or anybody to get up in there. When we did throw the football with just, uh, what, four completions here in this ball game, but Jordan Johnson made a highlight real catch on the far sidelines. That kid come up with a couple of catches today and, what, 70, uh, 72 yards on the two catches. But that was that might have been one of the best catches I've seen all season. Yeah, that was heck of con- uh, concentration on his part. You know, I thought Jason delivered the ball right where it needed to be. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you, I was on the sidelines. I was thinking, well, there's no way they, they picked that ball off. So, Jordan did a great job going and getting it. Jason did a great job putting it where it needed to be. And Jason had a little bit of protection. I think he got banged around on that play a little bit. But, um, you know, we got to find – we can sit here and we can look for all these negatives that we want, or we can sit here and we can find the positives. Now, there's not a lot of positives when you get beat 6-2-3 and you give up as many yards and, and everything like that. But the positive was Jordan had a solid game. Jason did what he could do. We were able to run the football at times. 
defense called his cup turnovers. So we're going to continue to improve and work to get better. Uh, Jason uh, knocked around the they knocked around the Dakota Wesleyan quarterback uh, last week. You kind of mentioned that uh, earlier in our pregame show, and and they put a lot of pressure on Jason today. Yeah, and, and again, it wasn't with a bunch of linebacker stunts. It was it was those those big ones up front that just ate, you know, which is what these kids say nowadays. <laughs> they got to eat or whatever it is, but you know, they just what they, what separates their defensive line from a lot of D lines is they get great extension and separation right now. There's not, I'm into the body, and then I try and bench press. They got their hands in the man on their first step. They got a separation, and they're off right now. There's no trying to peek and read. They just they smell blood in the water, and they go. Um, and, and that's something that we got to continue to work on. So one more uh, game left. We travel up I-80, just a short little road trip to uh, Seward and play Concordia. I know you've, uh, you always say it's next team up who you're worried about. Uh, do you know anything or have you seen anything on Concordia, what we might be up against next week? Well, if this is the number one defense in the nation, which I believe it is statistically, um, the defense we're getting ready to play next week has got to be one of the top two or three in the conference, and that puts them up there pretty high in national rankings. they they got a great secekondary, so, yeah, I've seen some film. Um, they got a good defense. Their offense is multiple, you know, and they're going to be playing for Coach Winter. Yep. This is Winter, Coach Winter's no, last right. game. So, Juices are going to be flowing. We just got to go to work, and we got to do our thing. Any special matches for the guys for this final week, or is this uh, just a normal week? Get ready for the final game. It's never a normal week when it's the last game of the year because we got 27 seniors that we want to send out on a good feeling, a good vibe. These young men have set a foundation. There's been a lot of great ones come before them. There's going to be a lot of great ones come after them. But we we walked out 27 guys today, which is by far the largest senior roster we've had in, in our time here, and and these kids deserve it. They've had a lot of missed opportunities throughout this season, and we're going to get back to work. And this one's going to mean a lot this week for us. 27 of them, that that's, says a lot about your program. Well, it, it says a lot about the young guys that we got in this program. It says a lot about the assistant coaches. It says a lot about the college. And it says a lot about how these guys were way, were raised in sticking to it. You know, um, the guys that leave, you know, for whatever reason, I don't really care. The guys that stay. These 27 guys stayed, and, and they've bled for this team, and they've worked hard, and I appreciate and love every single one of them. See you next week, man. Yes, sir. Yep, Tony Harper, the uh, head coach for Hastings College. Again, uh, Morningside did to us what they have done to so many teams uh, in the Great Plains Athletic Conference this year. They uh, go out to a sound victory here today over Hastings 62-3. to We'll take our final time out. We'll come back right after this. Hi, this is Stephanie Creechwill, the Executive Director of ASAP for Adams, Clay, Knuckles, and Webster Counties. ASAP stands for Area Substance and Alcohol Abuse Prevention and is a nonprofit organization. ASAP partners with local agencies and schools to help change attitudes and raise awareness about the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse. We provide information, education, and support to the recovery community. If you would like more information about the services ASAP provides, please contact us at 463-0524 or log on to asap-ne.org. So uh, Morningside, they put up 827 yards against uh, Hastings College here today, and they go on. They got out to a 27 to nothing first quarter lead, and they roll Hastings today. Final score, Morningside 62 and Hastings 3. So, Jimmy, on to the uh, season finale uh, next week in uh, Seward against the Concordia Bulldogs. You know, it's really hard to uh, believe that we have come to the last game. Uh, high school, again, uh, in the second round of the playoffs, so going to the semifinals, that's uh, pretty much all over for us. And, I tell you what, the season has moved along fast, and uh, 
you're going to be getting ready for basketball season, but we got one more, and hopefully that uh, Tony and the coaching staff can get this team dialed in and we can uh, get out of Seward next week. I kind of forgot the announcement earlier this week with Vance Winter, the head coach of uh, Concordia, stepping down after this game. So, yeah, that will definitely be a uh, a big moment up there in uh, Concordia. He has done a great job turning that program around, as a lot of coaches have done uh, this uh, GPAC conference is, is not easy. It's one of the toughest one in the ones in the country, and and uh, each and every week you got to fight uh, fight like a dog to try to get out with a win. But uh, it'll be a, a handful up in Seward, but uh, hopefully the Broncos can regroup and uh, put a good showing up and maybe get out of there with a victory. And every time next week will be at uh, 12 o'clock noon for the pregame show kickoff will be at 1 o'clock as these things will play at Concordia. 62-3, to the final score here this afternoon as Morningside knocks off Hastings. Coming up next, we've got the uh, fifth quarter. All the scores from across the uh, Great Plains Athletic Conference and across the nation today in major college football. Again, Hastings losing to Morningside today, 62-3. to You're listening to Bronco Football. You've been listening to the Coach's Post Game Show. Our Bronco football coverage continues with the fifth quarter. Coming up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 1230 KHAS. When a customer comes into Bob Sass Flowers and sees an item that strikes their fancy, there's sort of a subtle widening of the eyes and a raising of an eyebrow that lets us know our gift selection is still unique enough to get that reaction. This is Amy from Bob Sass Flowers, and we continue to be the land of oohs and ahs with our ever-changing, ever-updating gift selections. Come see us. Real people, real love. Flowers and gifts from Bob Sass Flowers of Hastings. It's time for the fifth quarter, a recap of all the scores from today's games. All right, back here on the uh, fifth quarter on 1230 KHIS. Again, Hastings losing to Morningside by a score of 62-3. to Got a score in. Uh, Concordia has beaten Dort today by a score of 35-28. to Having some problems with the, uh, the GPAC website and our uh, official uh, score information center. Couple of other games that are going on today in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Doan is playing at Northwestern, and uh, Dakota Westland is at Briarcliff. Dakota Westland had a, a big, big lead over uh, Briarcliff late in that ball game, so we assume that Dakota Westland went on to uh, beat Briarcliff today. Concordia wins over Dort, and Morningside wins over Hastings. Haven't seen anything yet on the Doan and Northwestern. Got some uh, local stuff in here from. Uh, Hastings College today, the Hastings College volleyball team was uh, upset by the Dort defenders today in four games. Final scores, 21-25, 25-19, 25-21, and 25-12. So Hastings loses their second game of the year in their final game of the regular season. They've got the GPAC tournament coming up next week, but Dort knocks off Hastings in volleyball today. Hastings Saints to say they were winners in their district championship game today against the Howells Dodge. St. Cecilia winning 25-18, 18-25, 25-20, and 25-20. So the Hawkins, the defending Class C2 state champs, will be headed back to the uh, state volleyball tournament this week in Lincoln, along with the area teams Red Cloud and Blue Hill. So a good representation uh, from the central part of the state at the state volleyball tournament coming up this week in Lincoln. We'll come back and check some scores from uh, NCAA Major College Football coming up next on the fifth quarter. 
Insurance Plus Financial Services wants you to compare your homeowners and auto insurance. Insurance Plus is an allied insurance agent. Allied, a nationwide company on your side. Let them compare and make sure you're not paying too much and also that your coverage is adequate. It's a simple process that could save you some money. With Allied Insurance Plus, you'll know that should something happen, you're covered. Allied, a nationwide company on your side and Insurance Plus providing sound, trusted coverage. Insurance Plus Financial Services in Fairfield and 715 South Burlington and Hastings. Call 461-4465. The Nebraska football team, they will play at Ohio State tonight. 7 o'clock will be the starting time. Uh, pre-game coverage is already underway on the breeze, KOIQ 94.5. Also uh, here at the college, we've got Hastings College men's basketball. They have just tipped off in their ball game against the Sterling College out of Kansas, that inside at Lynn Farrell Arena. And the uh, Hastings College women's soccer team, they will play uh, Morningside tonight in the second round of the GPAC women's postseason tournaments. Now, NCAA major college football going on today. In the fourth quarter, Texas San Antonio has got the lead over Middle Tennessee, 42-17. to Wake Forest in the third quarter leading Virginia, 17-13. to Here's one for you from the Big Ten. Michigan leading Maryland at halftime. It's uh, Michigan 35 and Maryland nothing. In the second quarter, Minnesota has got a lead over Purdue, 23-21. Halftime score, Appalachian State 28 and Texas State 3. Halftime score, Oklahoma State leading Kansas State 21-16. Second quarter score, under a minute to play in the first half, Clemson all over Syracuse 30 to nothing. At halftime, Virginia Tech is leading the Duke Blue Devils by the score of 21 to 7. Halftime score, Florida Atlantic 21, Rice 14. Halftime score, Charlotte 28, Southern Mississippi 14. Halftime score, Stanford leading the Beavers of Oregon State 13 to 7. In the second quarter, TCU all over Baylor. The Bears are ranked number 17 in the country, but the Horned Frogs, TCU with the lead there, 31 to 7. Halftime score, Colorado State 23, Fresno State nothing. Halftime score, BYU leading Cincinnati 10 to 3. Halftime score, it is Troy 28. Massachusetts, 17. Uh, under a minute to play in the second quarter, Arkansas is leading 11th-ranked Florida, 21-7. In the second quarter with about eight minutes to play, South Carolina leading Missouri, 14-7. Second quarter score, Tennessee all over Tennessee Tech, 28-0. In the second quarter, it is Washington State, over Arizona, 31 to nothing. They've got nine minutes to play in the second quarter. So Washington State taking care of Arizona today, 31 to nothing. Memphis in the second quarter is leading SMU, 31 to seven. Some games uh, just getting started. Idaho and Louisiana Lafayette. Louisiana Monroe has jumped out on top of South Alabama in the first quarter, seven to nothing. First quarter score, Tulane is leading uh, Central Florida by the score of six to nothing. Got some final scores in now. Mississippi State upsets Texas A&M today, 35-28. Seventh-ranked Louisville over Boston College, 52-7. Number eight-ranked Wisconsin beat Northwestern today, 21-7. Final score, Auburn beat Vanderbilt, 23-16. North Carolina, 48. Georgia Tech, 20. Air Force over Army, 31-12. 
Ole Miss beat Georgia Southern 37-27. Texas beats that Texas Tech today 45-37. It was Indiana beating Rutgers today in the Big Ten 33-27. Illinois beat Michigan State 31-27. The Spartans are still winless in the Big Ten. They are now 0-6. Miami all over Pittsburgh today 51-28. And it was Navy over Notre Dame by the score of 28 to 27. Again, Nebraska plays Ohio State tonight at 7. We've got coverage on the breeze right now at KLIQ 94.5. Hastings College men's basketball team playing now inside against the Sterling College of Kansas. Hastings College women's soccer has got a date with the morning side on this field in the second round of the GPAC women's postseason tournament. That one gets underway at 7.30 tonight. And the Hastings College football team Losing to Morningside today by a score of 62-3. to That wraps, our, wraps up our Bronco coverage for another week here on 1230 KHIS. Hastings in Concordia next week beginning at noon next Saturday with a kickoff at 1 o'clock. I'm Mike Will. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to the fifth quarter. Hastings College football coverage is an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio. 